Hello? Is this a cocksucker residence? God damn you, stop calling here. Isn't this 4215 pussy way? You bitch! Now let me check the zip code. 212 fuck you! If you don't want the dead coming back to life, why don't you just kill the living? I think that only happens in the movies. You can forget about Stephen King. Kane outsells them all. Now it is time for you to come back. Death, death, death. Death, death, death. Our dear Lord. I will give you a brain. I have the gold coin. And there's no stopping me now. Something is killing these people and sucking them dry of blood. It was supposed to be us, the family. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 227 of the 22 Shots and Moves and Heart podcast is coming at you live and direct with the Fab Five. First up on the MIC, we got JP, also known as Double Shot J. Next up on the mic, we got Dave. Get the fuck off my lawn because I'm old and grumpy Parker, also known as Mr. Parker. Then we got Dave Z, also known as Joe Pesci on the MIC, followed by Carly, also known as May on the MIC, <laughs> and I'll be your host, and forever, the Toxic Offender, Moods, yeah. What's going on, guys? And ladies. Hello. Yay. Ladies. Who's the other? Jeremy's oh, I'm, I, I'm so used to pluralizing that shit. My bad. <laughs> yes, man, we finally made it. It is the top 10 of 1994. Thank the Lord. We are here. Yes. Oh my God. I forget how to do this. What do we do next? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> are we going to give the order? We're going to do themes of nineteen. How many we watched? Uh, moods? What are we doing? Um. Well, I thought I do have it written down. I thought maybe someone would pipe in before that with these awkward little fucking breaks. That was really weird. Um. I thought we'd all be stoked. It's nineteen ninety four. Uh. No. Let's start. Let's start with um. Uh, without getting on too many tangents to start out. So we'll just like maybe our thoughts on 1994 as a whole, and then we'll get into like how many w- we watched and then kind of break it into like themes and of 1994 and things like that. Um, why don't we start with Dave Z? What are your overall thoughts on 1994? 1994. Well, I'll tell you this. Looking at my top 10, and I didn't watch probably nearly as many as you guys did and i didn't plan to because you know i i i kind of lived it in 1994 i was kind of like i was falling out of it but with the list we got and the stuff we had to work with i tried to stick with cream of the crop as i do and i will say this it wasn't as bad a year as i thought it was as a matter of fact um it wasn't bad it was not a bad year for being 90s and for being 94 um, granted, like I said, I tried to keep it cream of the crop style, and I didn't watch as many. But not a bad year, honestly. Though I mean, if you if you take away like <laughs> so many of these are Asian movies. Like if there was if we just had no Asian movies, and it was just and Asian movies that I personally didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. If we took these movies out of the equation and just looked at what we had, eh, I guess it's kind of a weaker year, so they help a bit. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad year. So how many did you watch overall? I watched 30. Okay. Respectable. 
Cool. Yeah, you know, there's one yep. I wish I did. There was one or two more that I wish I would have gotten to. Mostly, what JP seemed to really like the one. I was looking at the letterbox, and I was like, how did this one get by me? I don't know. And then there was a couple other ones that were fringe, but everyone seemed to like. But I didn't. Again, it's that question. Are they going to consider it horror? They watched it, so I don't know. But it never hit my personal radar, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Carly, what are your thoughts on 94? Uh, I agree with uh, Mr. Z there. I didn't think it was too bad, bad of a year. I, you know, I didn't really know what to think going into it because I felt like I wasn't overly familiar with the year. But mm-hmm. I wish I would have watched more because this is like the least amount that I've ever watched, I think, for one of these top 10 shows. But I just didn't really have the time and I was kind of cramming towards the end. But I found all the movies like pretty easily watchable, even if they weren't necessarily good films it was still like really easy for me to kind of get through this year so overall it was interesting because i got to check out a lot of stuff i hadn't seen and uh probably would not have seen see that's kind of something else i should have said that's something else carly i agree there was a lot of first time watches yeah Yeah. some movies that i put off because i didn't again didn't know what they were going to be classified as and just for different reasons i put i put them off so even my list i think like i think maybe one movie on my list is something i've seen more than twice Mm. so it's kind of interesting yeah so carly how many did you end up watching i watched 40 oh it's good. It's good. Did you notice any uh, themes, like to the year? Um, there's a there's a decent amount of showing on video films, and right. I right. did I did check those out. Um, anything else? I mean, a lot of stuff is kind of like thriller horror esque in a way, which is very common in the '90s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. Um, JP. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I've done two other years in the 90s, uh, 96 and 91. Um, I definitely think 91 was stronger, but this is probably better than 96. Uh, there was a lot of also like first time watches for me here. Um, a lot of which honestly didn't have a high potential to contend. There were a few there that, that did. Um, but I think that overall I was like, decently happy with the year but i i didn't think it was as fun as i had with like 91 um but i also felt like i put in not as many numbers as i wanted to i mean i crammed the last like two days i watched like like 12 movies in the last two days or something so uh, i really padded my numbers there at the end well I, um it I, was i definitely good. noticed the theme so far with everybody they definitely didn't watch as much as they usually do <laughs> Right, yeah. I, I didn't even didn't watch plan it. to either. Right. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Well, I don't. If you're a guest on here, I don't expect you to put in the work that no. like, the hosts do. You know what I mean? Like that's insane to ask somebody to to do that. Uh, but I think that like when you look at like the, the like '94 as a whole. I think there's a lot of different range of, of cinema there. Like you guys mentioned some of the Asian stuff, some of which I actually didn't get to some of which I did. I also think that a lot of the movies that are interesting are films that are hard to find now. Like maybe they had a, a DVD release in the early two thousands or something, but they're out of print. Like obviously with like us, we know how to see a lot more of this stuff, but 
some of it like to a regular person like they're not going to be able to find a lot of this stuff these days but it gives you hope that like more stuff will get released like i know vinegar syndrome released a couple of that or i guess saturn's core one of the partner labels right. released a bunch of stuff which was i actually watched uh two of them and they were both fun so um yeah uh, my total uh watches i ended up with 54 uh which i thought was you know pretty good but it, it you know <laughs> considering where i was at uh just like two weeks ago i was at like 28 so <laughs> mm-hmm. i really like um but yeah that's kind of my thoughts oh theme wise um didn't really notice any like strong themes i would say like i didn't feel like that this uh year had like a certain type of movie like where you get like 96 you're seeing a lot of the same type of things come out in the mainstream i didn't really feel any like certain area that the cinema was focused on uh in 94 i think 94 is 90s in general is just so weird for like what types of movies were coming out Mm -hmm. oh besides full moon there was a lot of full moon Mm -hmm. this 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 year um so yeah i did well i think i watched like every full moon movie Um, very supernatural. That's the theme. A lot of supernatural. If you look at all the movies, yeah, could be. That's, that's what I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Parker, I think this is probably the longest you've never said anything on the show, and especially oh. without arguing with without with somebody, man. No, it's crazy. no. I'm, I'm turning a new leaf since Brandon said last time it was my fault. The show was 12 hours long. I'm not going <laughs> to interrupt anybody. It's anybody so funny how I never catch blame for that. My top ten. It, unless it's during my top ten, like if I say my number ten, I talk for two seconds, get interrupted, I'll be interrupting. But when you somebody else put goes it through, on that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to interrupt anybody. I'm trying to try not to. I'll be better about it. So it's the show's twelve hours and me. It's so but, funny uh, how I I never catch wreck on those on those uh, the, the you know the reason why the show gets long and shit like that. Especially remember when we did our top fifty directors. I got I got pre- I got pretty hammered towards the end, and I was like talking about Fulci, and I think I said about it took me about seven minutes to get out maybe like thirty seconds of fucking dialogue. Of nothing, of nothing. The best was in eighty five when uh, you were like drunk at the end or you were tired, and you were like, "Do that," and then we're like, we cut you off, and you're like, "Hey, hey, hey!" It's like, well, we thought you were done. Were you done? You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I was done. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, I mean, I was. I got, I got quite a bit to say about ninety four, but you got something? Do you want to go first, moods, or you want me to? No, no, you can go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So I did an average. I did. Um, I'm only telling you what I watched in here to get the average. I did one twenty, <laughs> but that includes a hundred and and uh, twelve features, six shorts, and two miniseries, which together were over ten hours. So um, oh, you the average the other- rating of that. Oh, fuck. I did- yeah, that's right. You watched that uh, with the stand. The Kingdom in- and the stand. I didn't watch Kingdom. Giorgio, which I wanted to, but it was another like four and a half. And I was right. like, this looks borderline horror. I bought the fucking thing, but I didn't watch it. Um, so <laughs> the average was 6.2978 or something like that, which is a little above average. So. Wow. That's actually pretty fucking good. Dude, that's like on really a, fucking good. For 94, good. dude, six. I'm a generous eight. reviewer. You know that. I'm pretty generous. Well, um, yeah. but, no, you're but generous. generous. You were watching some shit, too, though. So I was. was. I had two ones. I had two one out of tens. You are a generous, generous reviewer on your channel, but on here, you're hard as fuck. 
Like, I still give the same ratings though. Like I, I, it only happens because like we start interacting and they're like, well, why didn't you like that? And we break it down. And then before long, I'm talking about the dude not having passion in his eyes and taking half a star off. <laughs> no, I think, I think what it is. I, yeah. Right. I, I, I think honestly, when I, when I watch you review uh, films on your channel, the reason why I say you're just a lot easier on there is because you actually don't give the ratings. You don't give a star rating. You don't give a number rating or whatever. You just kind of, well, you just kind of, the, it, the, the also, listener interprets if you like it or not, just by what you're your dialogue is, yeah so. my, my goal is to let people know if they like if they want to see it not right. if i like it but on here well, it's more interactive and also i don't choose movies that i know i'm gonna hate like there's no way that i would mm-hmm. want to talk about something really bad on here like, like what was that death tunnel there's no way i'm right. watching death tunnel on purpose but you guys somebody, somebody asked us about that the other day they're like you guys never reviewed death tunnel i was like oh yes we, we did we, fucking <laughs> watched that <laughs> we definitely fucking did it just hasn't posted yet no actually that, <laughs> oh, that hasn't well the funny the funny thing <laughs> about that is actually that what we watched episode is going to be kind of interesting because it's going to have like reviews that are over like a year old year and a half old on there and it'll jeremy be, it'll have jeremy on yeah. there. but those yeah those, that show will post after this one i'm gonna finish up my shit are you sure yeah. you've been saying that after a lot of episodes no, no, no. <laughs> well no i mean no i said i'm gonna post it as the last show in the season so you're was, gonna get a cease and desist fucking letter from jeremy <laughs> <laughs> oh no i, actually, oh, I might he, have the most insane review on that whole yeah. fucking thing because i have to <laughs> review um, black christmas remake and it, it's not very oh, nice my. It's um, really so, so nice. themes, I heard a lot of negative things about that second remake and I'm one of the fans of the second, the first remake because I don't Me give too. a fuck. <laughs> it's just gory, stupid shit. And I like it, but, uh, I, I have not rushed to see that new one. Although oh, I did dude, buy it. It's bad. I did yeah, buy I, it too. <laughs> it was like my last update. <laughs> Pretty much the reason why we don't do Patreon picks anymore is for shit like that. It's just not 25% fun. of your fucking collection was in la- your last update. JP. But but no, get out of here. I'm fucking with you. I'm dead. <laughs> but no, moods. Actually, that I feel like it's worth seeing just be to see sort of like what what it is like and how like these type of it's a product of its now. time. It's a product of its time. Yeah, like I actually think it's worth seeing for that reason. Yeah, I'll watch it around Christmas. You don't okay, so did you actually watch GP's update? Why did you break it in half? Dude, because here's why. Because my camera will only record for like 40 some minutes straight and then it's and then it starts a new file and I'm just too lazy to edit them together. Mm. Yeah. He's Louis too, <laughs> bro. You can change the settings on that, I think. I can't do that. I record on my okay. when I do my updates, cool. I, I use my webcam. So it records obviously like straight through. So that's why my updates are always like 50 to like an hour 10. <laughs> Dude, mine would have um, been like eighty fucking minutes. Dude. I know it was such a big update. I started to watch your update, and then I got. Did you start track. getting fucking dry mouth, dude. No, dude. Literally in the second half, I'm like, <coughs> sorry, yeah, guys, I, I can't talk. Did, <laughs> taking drinks and stuff. Did like you that. watch? I'm literally coughing. Did you watch my update, JP? What was that? What? Did you watch my update? Did he drop out? No. Oh, uh, I, I didn't watch the whole thing because it's long, but I, I started it at work the other night. Yeah, man. I so I'm officially up to I got 192 of the 200 films from the Rue Morgue challenge. Yeah, I saw I saw all that part Jeez. where you start showing so off those. The eight that I don't have, four of them are like extremely out of print and then four of them don't have actual any releases. So kind of getting there. What are, what are the eight? Let's hear them. I know we're going to need Arcane Sorcery. Um, which is a 96 movie. Okay. Yeah, that one has no release, which is 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried to find it back when we did 96, and I couldn't find it. The four that don't have releases are Full Circle, a.k.a. The Haunting of Julia, Arcane Enhancer. That's streaming somewhere, though. Uh, Abby. What was the second one? Arcane Enhancer. Abby. Or whatever. It's the Arcane, whatever. And then Abby, and then the Werewolf. Arcane Sorcerer. Sorcerer. And uh, the Werewolf. The from, Werewolf with Pink Crushing? No, from 1956. Yeah, it's like a different one. Oh, no, that got re-released. That's uh, from the fifties. That's um, one of the, what's that producer who did the zombies and Mortal? That's the same one, right? I don't. He also produced the creatures with the Adam Brain. I think that did get a re-release recently on a box set. That oh, might be the era set. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Is that the, the one? Uh, the Atomic uh, Atomic Age monster. Yeah, what's what, who's the producer on that? That's a good set. Oh, that yeah, that's I, the same. That's the same. Oh, I thought it was a different movie. It might be the same movie. Oh fuck! See, I thought it was so. I I have I have that movie, but I thought it was a different one. I didn't realize it was from. There might be more than one werewolf movie from the fifties, but I mean, it's called fucking werewolf. (laughs) I know, I know, but that's the problem. There is quite a few from that era that are actually like named that, which is kind of strange. But it could be because that that box set, which I do have, are all those films from around the same era, like the exact Um, same years. So let me. Let me get into the themes real quick. I noticed uh, in the 90s, there was a weird mixture of really disturbing shit, but they added comedy elements into fucking everything, no matter what. Uh, Similar to like a a Peter Jackson or um, that kind of tonal thing or a lot of Hong Kong movies. Like you'd be like, I just watched a 20 minute rape scene and now some detectives picking his nose. I, I and then like you just you either like it or you don't. Mental illness, a lot of that going on in these movies. Reality blurred with fantasy was a huge one because almost everything had that. Where you like the reality blurred with fantasy from Wes Craven's New Nightmare to In the Mouth of Badness mm-hmm. to Kill, all that shit. Brain scan, you, it mixed it all. And then that, you kind of have Dave. delusions, lots of delusions. Think Phantasm 3, the whole theme. HIV popped up a few times, which uh, LA AIDS jabber, um, Fatal Encounter, <laughs> stuff like that. And rape, lots of fucking rape. And that was the theme I noticed from 1994. Speaking of which, L.A. Age Jabber is getting a release. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know, which is bonkers that it got announced. I got AIDS! AIDS! (laughs) The movie. No, I watched... There was a lot of rape movies. All the the Asian movies, I was like, so, yep, there would be like 25 minutes. You're like, oh, I guess there's no... Oh, there's the rape scene. (laughs) Right, right. Um... Yeah, my thoughts on 1994. 94 is a pretty fun year to watch, man. It, it's it's to me, it's kind of like I don't know. In a sense, it's like a mixed bag of everything, man. Like the major themes I noticed, man. There's so many sequels. Like, okay, so I watched 71 movies from the year. Um, 20 of those movies were sequels, which is such a crazy high percentage. I watched 10 full moon movies, nine shot on video films. I only watched 10 foreign films, um, which is kind of crazy. So, you know, like half my movies basically were like sequels and full moon. Like it's just, it's, it's fucking crazy when you really kind of break that down. But, um, yeah, one of the major themes I noticed was the, which again, um, Dave just said it was the, like the skewered, um, reality type films and shit that there's quite a few films from the, from 94 that are like that, um, but you know it's it's a real big mixed bag and like i think that if you're not a big fan of sequels or shot on video films or even full moon 94 probably isn't going to be the greatest year for you (laughs) to be honest uh i didn't watch a lot of rape films um which is kind of weird because i generally like rape films i know that sounds really bad but i do like them i just kind of i just kind of stayed away from them this time 
Uh, but you know, 94, it's, it's fun. They're, they're films that I can watch. Um, a lot of movies were rewatches for myself. Some were, some were first time watches. It's kind of a mixed bag on that one. Um, but the funny thing is, man, the majority of like the really great films that I watched were films that I didn't classify straight horse. So they didn't end up making the list surviving the game. Right. So there, there, there is a handful of movies on here. I think are some of the better movies of the year that are not included in the list. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to start, you know, throwing out spoilers before we get there, just in case other people kind of would consider them to be on lists and stuff, which I don't think so. But, surviving the game is on my list. Shut up, dude. That's ridiculous. And that's my point. That's it's exactly a, my point. A, so I didn't want to name the movie. And then it's fucking, the most dangerous game. Um, See, I didn't watch it. Which is a horror story. Because I never even considered it. Well, I, I'm pretty sure there's one film on here that nobody, well, either probably watched or um, wouldn't really consider to be horror, but that's The Last Seduction. Um, it's a fantastic neo-noir film, obviously from 94, starring Linda Florentino. Uh, did anybody watch it? it has no, a, I saw you gave it a 10 out of 10, though. It's fucking fantastic, man. It's a great. Have you ever seen it before, Dave? No, I bought the Blu-ray though. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, Scorpion put it out years ago, and fucking, it was the first time I watched. It. I think I watched it a few, two, maybe three or four years ago, and uh, fell in love with it. I loved it. I just wanted to rewatch it because I knew it's like a neo noirs thriller. You know, it's got those elements, but it's it's fucking awesome. And I love Linda Florentino, man. She's fantastic. So um, definitely a movie that I would highly recommend someone checks out, even though it doesn't really fall into the horror category, but. Um, but yeah, 94, man, it, it, it was fun prep. I'm, I'm happy it's over like I am with all the prep years because I'm always super excited to find out what's next. Get to the next one. Yeah. Right. You know, when you when you yeah. get to that point, when you watch 71 to 120 movies, apparently, you know, you've had enough and it's time to move on. And um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, man. It's not really a whole lot to say about 94. Uh, if you want to talk about about a bunch of fucking insanely bad sequels <laughs> we didn't really have like a ton i mean we had carpenter coscarelli craven yeah the, no there's um, some there is some major directors i mean i mean michele soave is there yeah, yeah he's yeah. kind of a one yeah. i mean peter jackson if you i wouldn't count the film as a horror film creatures yeah but like i said yeah. you know that's another movie it's obviously not a horror film but it's like one of the better better films in 1994 i mean we've talked about it but yeah uh, it's a classic um who directed oh yeah neil jordan directed interview with the vampire yeah yeah, yeah. oh shit yeah so neil that. jordan did that so there is some big big heavy hitter director names from the year for sure um actually come to think of it even danny boyle's career started in 1994 yeah with, yeah. with, with shallow grave which you know is debatable I mean, it's got elements. I didn't but, watch that one. Yeah. It was actually a first time watch for me watching Shallow Grave. I've always wanted to check it me out. I, I know Criterion had put out the Blu-ray years ago, and I always intended on picking up because I really like Danny Boyle. I think he does great films, and I wanted to see where his career was before, you know, he made it famous with fucking uh, 28 Days Later and shit like that. And it's it's a pretty cool film. It's, again, one of the better, better films of 1994, which, again, would be debatable if you're going to put it onto a horror list or not, which I would probably not suggest putting it on there you're smart like me but that's just the way it is <laughs> um but then again you know there, there's i feel like 1994 has a lot of kind of debatable films like 
the crow is one that has always been a, a point of conversation with a lot of people is it horror is it not or is it is it horror or is it not horror so i mean i think we classified yeah. it as being a horror film it's just i guess it comes down to taste if you like it or not but i'm not i don't i don't consider it a horror movie i, I just feel like if someone uh, puts it on i a don't list, either i think it's like a crime drama right and but so many superhero movie so many people yeah that's that's what i classify it as and i think that's what it was intended to be is like more of like a it does have gothic elements though but i mean if somebody had it on their list i'd be like that's fine it's an anti-hero film it's an it's an anti-hero it is a revenge story too and it has supernatural elements so it's more so than batman but to me like dark man is almost there too then and dark man ain't a horror movie it's an anti-hero film that's what it is you know i mean people are always like revenge movies are anti-heroes so and i'm not a huge fan of it anyway so it wouldn't even make my list yeah i think we were pretty outspoken about the the crow not making some lists on here but um but anyways frankenstein director didn't he do something i remember seeing his name come up and then looking it up the mary shelley's frankenstein movie the guy that directed mary shelley's frankenstein he's a big director oh that guy does like superhero movies now doesn't he yeah he's like a hollywood boy yeah, he's didn't he, did he do I mean, one of the Thor movies? Movie. Didn't he do one of the Thor movies recently? I mean, I'm, I'm I, sure I he did. I don't, I don't, I don't keep up who directs those movies, but I know he also was a big time actor and stuff. Yeah, let me click on this. Movies. Yeah, he did the Thor film from 2011. <laughs> I think he. Okay, what? Oh yeah, he did Dead Again. That's that's actually the movie that I know him from. No, is Dead Again the one with? Is that have Sam Neill? Who's in that? Billy Billy Zane? I can't. Uh, I think that's the one with Andy Garcia. Okay, Rob, Rob Williams is in it too. I don't yeah. know it. Fucking Newman. I just remember looking him up because I was watching Frankenstein. Like I was like 15 minutes in. I'm like, man, this is pretty well made here because I never saw it before. So I just looked up the director and I remember it, it saying things. I was like, oh, he did this and more mainstream stuff that I haven't seen, but stuff that I still know, you know, that are regarded. Oh, you'd never don't seen. Even, you'd never seen. Don't even watch your best friend's movie, man. Hmm. Crazy. Bobby De Niro. Right, right. I never wanted to watch it. I never I'll wanted. You, it made no sense to me that he'd be he'd be Frankenstein. He's I pretty good in it, though. I still don't like him. In I agree. I thought he was very good, actually. But that's third time watch, finally, it was like you know what? This is a genuinely great performance that I used to think sucked. I just don't. I honestly don't I, I like just, the movie. I just read the book, and if there's one thing that I could say is like. After reading the book and going to that movie, you appreciate that movie like way more. I agree. It's a great book, and it's it used to be a shit movie to me. I think it's a really good movie. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, not for me. Rewatched it the other night, and it was like, <laughs> eh. it, I just it's almost it, perfect. But. Like I, I honestly think that his performance is pretty good. I actually read that he studied yeah. like stroke patients and shits to first performance of Frankenstein, or as the monster, makes, Nero, as Nero the monster. Yeah, so he stu- he apparently studies stroke patients for like three months, and I was like, "Wow, that's fucking dedication, man." I mean, look at his performance in Cape Fear, dude. That's such a weird performance that oh, I don't know yeah. who. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, it's just so fucking weird. Oh, his performance in Cape Fear is is amazing. Yeah, he fouled down his teeth yeah. for that. It's role. so good, dude. It's like <laughs> it's haunting. It's it's he's just so badass in that man. He's so badass. I love that. He's terrifying. Yeah, like, man. I need to upgrade uh, anyway, that shit, no, man. I need to upgrade that shit. If you add shit. 20 minutes to that Frankenstein movie and like 20 minutes of just De Niro learning about stuff, what he should have been from the book, which should be in there, you got yourself the best Frankenstein movie. But since it's missing 
it just it doesn't feel right. There's something wrong. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel yeah, right. It doesn't it, feel they, complete. They touch on it. They just it, it, yeah. it comes off. It, like, it's incomplete. What? <laughs> I don't know, man. I always like the knockoff. I like you know, like Franco Frankenstein movies. I don't know. I always find those super entertaining for some reason, man. There's like so many Frankenstein movies to I break know, it I down to like the best ones, like. The best and favorites will be completely different for myself. Oh, yeah, I think course. there's obviously ones that are better made than Franco ones, but those ones, I, <laughs> dude, they're fucking hilarious to me, man. Those are so the funny. The best is the original, the whale one, and then Bride, right? Yeah, th- yeah those I, ones I, are I, legitimately I, I, great movies. Better. I really, really like the Hammer Frankenstein movies. Like, I can stand all of them, to be honest. There's yeah, some that are yeah. better than others, but all of them are entertaining, man. They're really the good. The Curse is great. Curse of Frankenstein's a classic. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. So. That's better with multiple viewings too. Mm-hmm. I just recently rewatched yeah, all of them, man. I love me some hammer shit, but those Frankenstein movies are fun as fuck. I'll just put it that way. But you can never go wrong with like you know Lee and and uh, you know all those cats. Cushing. Yeah. Cushing and oh fuck, dude, the acting's superb and they're awesome. They're fun. They're they're, they're not as good as Blackenstein though. <laughs> Blackenstein. <laughs> Blackenstein is legitimately shit. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of the worst movies ever. Like, it's so Blackula's shitty. Blackenstein? Blackula is yeah. a good movie. Blackenstein Blackula? is a goddamn abomination. I was just talking about this the other day in a Screen Factor video that, you know, people seem to like, I've noticed over the years people don't watch Blackula and Scream Blackula Scream much because they think that they're just going to be ridiculous comedies, you know? But they're actually no, like, they, they're straightforward. They're, they're straightforward. They're not even comedies at all. And the lead actor who just recently passed away, I always forget his fucking name. I'm so bad with names. I William Dave, Marshall or is it yeah, Marshall? William Marshall. William Marshall. He is so fucking good in those movies, man. He sells it so well. Like, I highly recommend those, man. I know we, we reviewed them back in the day. I don't know if people even watch the video, but whatever. I avoided it for years, like you said, Moods, just b- uh, based on the name. I was like, I remember seeing it when I was a kid in the stores. I'm like, Blackula. Well, you know, Dave? <laughs> you know what happened, Dave? You know what happened, Dave? You know what happened, Dave? borderline racist. You know what happened, Dave? Everybody watched fucking uh, Blackenstein before they fucking watched. Uh, <laughs> and then they were like, fuck that. I'm not checking out Blackula. That It's going to be on the same <laughs> level of ridiculousness and it's stupid. And But I highly recommend them, man. They're legit movies. And plus, Pam yeah. Grier's in the sequel, so you can't really go wrong with that either. So, and Nicholas Worth, and Nicholas Worth, that's right. That's He's like right. in it for three and a half seconds. Right, he actually isn't it. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely don't answer the phone performance. That's for sure. No, it's definitely not that. It's one Quite of the best performances up. of all time, and I highly agree, man. When you guys were talking about that, I'm like, oh, I need to pop this, and I popped it in like right after you guys were talking about it. I'm like, I need to rewatch Nicholas Worth's performance. He. He's been one of my favorite actors since I was 12 years old. See, I've always classified it as like one of the funniest, but like I, I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. It's just he took the role so fucking serious and his mannerisms and the way he does shit in that movie is just, it's fucking hilarious. It's so ridiculously over the top, but it, it works. It just works. It's not like bad, hilarious, you know? He does such a great job in that, and it's a great movie. He makes the movie. He really does. Without that performance, I don't really know if that movie would stand the test of time kind of thing i agree right so but uh anyways tangents 22 shots of tangents and horror as usual um do you guys have anything else on 1994 we talked themes how many we watched overall thoughts no i think that's it i do not okay so i still don't like the way they look and i hate to say a negative <laughs> thing but 90s movies all look to me not all the big big budget ones 
different. But most movies in the 90s look like made-for-TV movies. Like, there's no difference yeah. between the fuck, the stand and a regular movie. And that's always been my problem at 90s <laughs> movies, the look of them. One of the problems. See, I, have, I, I, like, I like the look of that. I think it might be. Late 90s, early it's, 2000s, I have a problem with the look. Like, 96 to, like, 2004, 5, 6. Yeah. I can't stand how they look. That's the way. The that's what I don't like, either. Like 2004 era, 2004, <laughs> 5. Oh, yeah. That's headed oh. down the work. No, I think, like, it's 96, 97 to, like, 2004, 2005 is, like, it had, like, that Cute fucking. Inducing. Yeah, that video, that digital video look. The DV, the DV uh, look is because that's, that's even when the, the best movies look like shit. Yeah, because when the when the digital video cameras came out around that era, whatever, it, like everyone, <laughs> that was the new technology. We got to shoot our films on that shit, and it just it really looks bad. I would rather I just watch shot on video. I would rather watch shot on video films from 1991, 92, 94, 85 than watch the Oof. DV films from fucking 2000 because they look worse to me. It looks <laughs> terrible. At least with these movies, like, you know what you're getting with video, but the digital video, it just, it has a worse look to me. That's just my opinion. And yeah, a, the movies. A bad are, movie on film is better than a bad movie on digital. Right. Any day. 68 it, millimeters, 16, watch 32. It. You're watching a shit low budget movie, man. It is what it is, man. It's going to be so much better. DV look is the worst. But, you know, do you, do you guys remember like when fucking like full, like, you know, digital cameras came out like the you know, kind of, I guess, 720 to 1080, like the look of those films, that took a little bit to get used to too. Yeah. It was kind of odd, but now you see it so often. It's just like, it is what it is, but, but nothing will ever beat 16 to 30, 32 millimeter, 35 millimeter films. Yeah. They look much better. I so agree much better. There. There's just something about movies them, nowadays. Right? I don't like the look of movies nowadays. I said that before they, they all look like they, it's like somebody put like a, a, a film over the camera lens. There's like something yeah. off about like modern films. And I, I can't like put it. my, it's because they're shooting on. in like fucking hot, 1080, you know, this 4k now and shit like that. It's, it's kind of a shame that mainstream movies went that way. And I know there is the odd director out there that still shoots on film and stuff because they're old school. Yeah. You know, uh, actually Tarantino talked about, I just listened to Tarantino talk about this and like, he was saying how like film is so important and, and like the connection between it. A lot of it is like, the fact is it's, it's literally moving pictures. It's a bunch of still frames. Right. Moved at a rapid pace and it gives a different look. But technology is also about yeah. convenience too. Right. And when it comes to convenience and filmmaking, when you look at the way films were made back in the day, they used to have to do the dailies, right? They would go and shoot some shit and then they would have to pre, you know, check it out later, which is very time consuming. And then they'd be like, holy fuck, that's out of focus. We need to reshoot that. That didn't work. We have to reshoot that, blah, blah, blah. When you shoot digitally, you can check it out right there. We'll just redo the shot, blah, blah, blah. It's time it saves a lot of time and money and I get why people shoot digitally. I totally understand it from today's standpoint because time is fucking money. Let's face it. It really is. And uh, I get that. But from the fan standpoint and just the, just the standpoint of like history of film and stuff. Now these movies are going to be, that's what they're going to be from here on out. They're going to look like that. I mean, I would rather take the time and do a film on film and the way I would want to see it than just to save money and, you know, do it for the, you know, for the masses and stuff. Like that's just me personally. I don't know. To sort of comment on that too. And this is why a lot of like older cinema, lower budget cinema was so great is because when that camera starts rolling and it's like, that's money burning. Right. Mm -hmm. So you had to prep, make sure that you got the shot, take more time and care with each scene and, and, and scene that you're filming. Whereas now you could just, do it over and over again because you have unlimited yep. there's no money in the camera 
right. you know what I mean, Th- that's rolling through the camera. So you had to really make sure you had your effects lined up if you were doing practical yeah. effects, you know what I mean? Well, it just was a different time period, man. Right, man. You're not spending a couple hundred dollars on a fucking film reel, you know, and then you're going to use that shit up and, oh, fucking, and you're burning the time and shit. It's just, it makes complete sense. But... You know, from a visual standpoint, I'm like, nah, I would take anything that was shot on film over HD quality nowadays, for sure. And you're right, though, man, like, you can just keep redoing, redoing shit. And, but, like, you can see the heart in these older films. Like, they, they rehearse and they they take the time to perfect these effects and stuff where, again... Before you shoot, because, <laughs> and you that, know what I mean? But that was also the product of, you know, you're spending a lot of time and money, not only on your film and stuff, but on your effects and shit. Where nowadays, a lot of these movies aren't practical. That's another reason why they don't care about the film and stuff. Like they're not going to waste their time on these practical effects and have to reshoot that if you're if you're doing digital effects, right? So that's another thing too. So just downgrading film, in my opinion. Yep. Right. Um, yes. Okay. So I guess that's probably going to do it for the intro. Then should we move on to this list? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys down? All right, man. Let's do that shit. It might be one of the shortest intros we've had in a long time. It's good. All right, guys. So we are going to get into this top 10 list. Uh, we'll tell you what the order is when we get back with you. See you in a minute. Yo, who this? Yo, Modes, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. And now, our feature presentation. All right, so getting into the top 10 of 1994 here on episode 227. Yeah. All right. So we predetermined what the order is going to be uh, before the show started. And the order is going to be Mr. Parker, a.k.a. the grumpy old man, mm-hmm. Dave Z, also known as Joe Pesci, me, the toxic offender, JP, the Mexican, and of course, we got Carly, also known as May, <laughs> anchoring the show. So, all right. Dave, let's get this shit started. Okay, so uh, I fumbled with the bottom of my list. I had a couple titles I wanted, and then I realized that I just had way too many cheats on my list already that are like a borderline horror. So I was like, gotta at least gotta keep some of these horror movies. Fucking cheats. So my number ten is uh, is a Hong flick. I think it's the best rape flick of the year. There we go. And it's it's very strange because in 1993 in Hong Kong, there was a series of rapes, violent rapes and murders that took place in a lot of hotel apartment complexes and stuff like that. And in 1994, there was at least three films that came out really fast in succession. There was The Rapist, a portrait of a, of a rapist. That's two of them. And then the final one here, I don't know which order they came out in, 
but uh, is Red to Kill, which made my list. It's a it's a Cat Three movie, infamous, directed by Billy Tang, who did a bunch of these kind of movies like Brother of Darkness from the same year. It stars uh, Lily Chung, I think is her name. She had four movies from this year. She's she's a, she's a really good actress, very pretty. I think she was actually like a Miss Universe in Hong Kong or some shit. Anyways, the plot is absolutely absurd. It's it's exploit exploitation as hell, and they open the very beginning with a quote, which is hilarious. They're like, "This is to make sure that we put a spotlight on the mental hand- handicap being uh, being blamed." for shit they didn't not any idea essentially what it is is about uh, a group of mentally handicapped people that live in this disabled home and a social worker is trying to help one there is a rapist that goes around and rapes any women that he sees wearing red violently and of course our main character this poor mentally handicapped girl is raped and it gets complicated and there's like this ultra violence and exploitation and it's really insane and just um some of the stuff they do involving mentally handicapped people is unheard of um I'm a fan of these kind of crazy Cat 3 movies. I think this is one of my favorites, probably. So, uh, Red to Kill, 8 out of 10. Oh, starting with 8s. How about that lead, the, the, the villain in that, dude? That dude gives a fucking crazy performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and dude is fucking nuts. Like, he's what a jacked, fuck. too. Like, like, his shoulders and shit, like, when the camera's behind him. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, and how we flipped from one thing to the other that way. I was like, Intense. wow, because he, he did good on bo- as both performances. He was very believable. That it's dude. a crazy movie. Yeah. Yeah, I is. enjoyed it. It was good. Okay. Okay. So, All right. Pesci. Yeah, um, this is not going to be popular, but uh, I'm always true to the game. Um, sometimes I watch movies and multiple times and a lot of times okay not a lot of times but it does happen where the more i watch a movie the more i like it the better it gets it happens more often than this happens here this particular movie the more i've watched it the less i've liked it i've come down and the first time i saw it i loved it this would have easily been in my top five if we did this 10 years ago and um yeah, I've come down, but not that far down. It's still number 10 on my list, but uh, it's Cemetery Man. Uh, I knew it. As soon as you started talking about that, I knew that's what it was. <laughs> well, because I know how popular it is, and I enjoy the movie. Uh, I mean, life goes on, you know. Uh, there's a character named Mickey Knox in it, which I never picked up on before, which too bad he's not on this list anywhere. Okay. The real Mickey Knox, but. <laughs> yeah, and I, he's an actor, though. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? He's an actor. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought it was a character. I didn't didn't notice it till this time. I just have it in my notes. See, my, I'm I'm useless without him. Even with my notes, I'm useless. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I mean, fucking speechless, Anna man. Falchi, I'm fucking the most speechless. Beautiful living woman. <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> I used yeah, to love the stuff. Wow. Uh, Anna Falchi. Oh my God, the most beautiful living woman indeed. And I would have to say. I would definitely kiss her like that. When they go in that in that, in that cave, whatever that thing that the, all the stuff in it and the, the mausoleum, whatever the hell it's called, and you know, I'm thinking, yeah, I, I would kiss her if she wanted to, even though she was all dirtied up that way. I like the blue floaters. I like the story to a degree. I just noticed that the more I watch it, the more I'm checking out. Uh, I'm noticing. Uh, it's too much for me about the love story and i just don't care about it that much there's like good elements here i just the more i've watched this is like the seventh or eighth time i've seen it and i just keep coming down like every time it's the weirdest thing but i still enjoy it 
you know, the great cross kill was cool. The um, I mean, then you had the other stuff with the guy riding out on the bike. That's ridiculous. That's just not my type of shit. When the motorcycle comes out and he's on a bike, it's just it's just not for me. It's a little too too goofy. But I do, do dig it. It's a bizarre film. It, it, it's 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 filmed well. It's a cool story. Can can I explain it? No, but I'm not holding it against it. But I've I've tried to figure it out a couple of times and say no, this doesn't work because of this. But again, it's an Italian movie and it's dreamlike, and you're not going to figure it out. I enjoy it. I just well, that's that's part of the explanation movies. right there. That's part of the explanation right there. What's that? That it's dreamlike. It, there, there's right. a, there's one thing in the movie that I think a lot of people kind of miss is everything that's happening in the movie is actually happening inside the dude's head that's in the hospital. Right? Because that's Rupert I mean, Everett. That's, that's a guess. I think it's true. I think that everything I don't, is happening. I don't deny it. I think, every, yeah, I think that the dude in the hospital bed, the guy that committed those fucking horrible crimes, he's who's in the coma, everything that's happening that we see in the movie is happening inside his head. And I think it's all kind of explained when it comes to the end of the end of the movie when they go through the tunnel and they're heading to that cliff and shit. And, like, heading over the edge is literally pulling the plug. That's death, right? That's inside his head. And that's why everything in the movie doesn't... It, it's all it's not set in a reality, like all the shit that's happening and stuff like that, because anything can happen inside your head. It's fantasy, right? So. Right. That's interesting. I never heard that theory. There's that's a cool. lot, there's a lot of things through the wow. film that completely comply with that, with that theory. And that's what I truly believe. So, especially when it comes to the ending and just how death is portrayed in the film, there's all these little, like little nods to being in the coma and death and stuff. And yeah, Rupert Everett's character is the dude from that's in the hospital bed. So in my, now I got to go watch it again. Okay. Wow. That, that, that's cool, man. Wow. But yeah, I still enjoy it. I just think there's too much focus on the love story, which half of the time seems like it's a one sided infatuation on both sides with, with both freaking lead males, Mm -hmm. but whatever it's still, I still dig it, but I'm not over the moon as I once was for me. It's a seven. So, Dave, what do you think your theory is on it, then? Me? Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm not denying your theory. I'm just saying it is a theory. I mean, I don't necessarily have a theory, but what I love about that movie, it, it works with that theory or without that theory. I'll get into it later, I'm sure. For sure. For <laughs> you know sure. I mean? For no, sure. No, like, I'm not, like, you can't argue that. Be like, that's not what's happening. It's like, okay, prove it. No, it's a good theory. I just, to to I just think there's too many nods. I just think there's too anything for sure. I just think there's too many nods, like too many little anecdotes throughout the film that don't really support that idea. And I think it's actually really cool because of the way it plays out. Like if you have that in mind, and then you go and watch the film, no pun intended. If you have that in the in your mind, and you watch the film, I think it makes complete fucking sense. But I mean, you know, you don't want to sell it on that either. But I think that's true. So. Plus, it got a banging fucking score. Oh, the score is fucking amazing. And Rupert Everett, he's fucking amazing in the movie. And, I mean, let's face it, man. The lead, oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, yeah she, she's fantastic. Like like Dave Z said, he'd kiss her as when she was dead. It's like, I'd kiss Noggy to kiss her. <laughs> man, the dude that plays Noggy in that film does such a good job, too, man. That's a great performance he's also. Fantastic. Very, very underrated yeah, in that movie. Yeah. That, 
and bringing up Mickey Knox, who I believe probably Tarantino named um, Woody Harrelson after that actor because that actor wow. in that movie who plays the detective, who uh, he actually used to help dub voices over in Italy, um, and in like Good, Bad, and Ugly and stuff. And he's the he's the one who came up with that dubbing for the guy who says when uh, the people are being worked over in Good, Bad, and Ugly and they're singing. And that guy says, more more feeling, more feeling. That's the only word they could come up with. He tells this elaborate story. So I feel <laughs> like Tarantino probably knows Mickey Knox very well, and that's probably why he named him Mickey Knox in Natural Born Killers. Wow. And that actor's also cool. in, in Ghoulies, too. He plays the uh, guy who runs the, they walk on their belly like reptiles, doo-doo with the cane. Yeah, wow. I, I, I don't remember that, but, like, the Mickey Knox thing, though, dude, that's fucking incredible. That just, like, blew my actor. shitter out. That just blew wow. he's, also in, he's also in Stage Fright. He he's uh, paired up with Michele Suave, right. the cop in there, and right. they make the joke about him looking like James Dean. And he he's like, I, I look like Marlon Brando. He's just a character actor I've always enjoyed, so I paid attention to him. You know, it's funny you bring up Stage Fright. I was actually thinking about this last night. That you know how Blue Underground is notorious for reissuing their stuff on Blu-ray and then you know 4K. You want stuff. the 4K? I want because I never upgraded my DVD to Blu-ray for stage fright and you i might was like well wait now right well exactly i'm like fuck it man that's one i would love to see on the 4k because i love stage fright man it's another great movie like oh stage fright's awesome dude. great soundtrack great setting oh, yeah. great performances like it's fucking fun man it's a fun fucking movie but yeah anyways i that's just weird that you brought it up because i was totally thinking about that last night um okay so cemetery wow <laughs> I, I almost you like hit him again <laughs> I almost my, I, I fuck it that blew my shitter out I'm not even joking did anybody joking. pick that for Dave's number one I oh. did I'm retarded I'm ah, retarded. out holy that, that might be the first time someone's ever been out on a number 10 pick Just, I'm not the, I don't know right like that's really <laughs> very unusual to be out on someone's number one pick on a number 10 wow crazy okay alright so that is me Yep. Yeah, I'm up. Yes. Um, all right. So coming to number 10 and yeah, I mean, I'm going to state it right now. People, well, I mean, are when, when they do the polls in the group, it's just become a popularity contest anyway. So I don't really pay any attention to it, but people are going to hate my list. you always win it. No, I <laughs> do that last time. didn't win on 2021. I'll tell you that. I didn't I even get a one. vote. I, I didn't even get a vote. Poll. And how many of the same movies did we have? It was like kind of ridiculous, but I think. Man, you only had one. Oh, that's right. That's that 20. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Well, the thing is, like, like Dave said, that people hate me, dude. I we take a listener list, right? Nobody Sometimes, even voted for me. And we we take a listener list, and most of the time, the listeners list and my list match up. Yet I, I still never win. <laughs> right. It is true. It is very very true. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I actually. <laughs> like I have the like popular list usually. <laughs> I got right. smashed in what was the year? I won in eighty five. But I lost and um, I lost in 1970. Oh, yeah. You know what, Dave? 85 was the one I was tripping balls on because we had what? Like pretty much the same list and you like totally destroyed me. I'm like, what the fuck is the difference well, here? I had, uh, I had House and Silver Bullet and you didn't. I don't think. Oh, yeah. I Silver Silver Bullet is a comfort. I, I had a bunch of the same ones. As you Silver know. Bullet is a comfort film for, for people apparently. So um, anyways digress back into this all right so coming in number 10 for myself and yeah my i mean this is as honest as you can possibly be um i've always been a big fan of this director um i i always thought this was such a strange sequel to the, just personally the way it was shot because I, I i from what i remember the original film is not shot on video 
So he did the sequel on video, and it's uh, Wicked Games, which is Truth or Dare Part Two uh, from Tim <laughs> from Tim Ritter. Um, and nobody probably watched it except for me. Oh, you know I did. Nope. I've always been a big fan of this. I've always been a big fan of this movie because I always laughed at Truth or Dare, and Truth or Dare is literally a straight up ripoff of Halloween. Like the guy escapes a mental institution. His name is Mike. He goes on a killing spree at random, trying to get to this. Well, I think he's trying to kill his wife or whatever. But um, it's it's essentially just a Halloween ripoff, like verbatim. It's ridiculous. But like offerings, <laughs> like like offerings, yeah, exactly like offerings. It's pretty much the exact same thing, but it literally is. And no one ever talks about Truth or Dare as a fucking straight up ripoff of Halloween. It's kind of strange. But anyways, this movie takes a different approach, and it has so many twists and turns in the end of the film. It, it makes me laugh. It's so ridiculous. But as you guys know, I'm a huge shot on video fan. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, but it's well made. It honestly is well made. I, I mean, the acting for what it is is decent for shot on video film. Um, I like where it goes. The kills are fun. There's a really great sprinkler kill in this film. There's a really good, where a guy rips a fucking cannon in half and he stabs it in this guy's throat and shit. And I, I think the effects are pretty decent for what they are. One of the funniest things in the film though, is this scene where there's this dude in the fucking forest with this chick and he's about to like rape and kill her. Anyways, she kicks him in the nuts. He falls over onto his picnic blanket. And before he runs after her, he stops to take a bite of his sandwich and then puts it down and then fucking takes off after. I literally I laugh that every fucking time in this part, man. It is the funny. And then he just goes after all serious and shit. It's fucking hilarious. It's, so funny, it's like that scene in Flesh Eater when he steals the candy bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, man. Oh, fuck. And uh, I got to say, man, our one of our lead characters in the film, Gary, um, he's got one of the best mullets of all time. Like, this thing is competing with Kevin That's Dillon's in the blob. No. He's competing with Kevin Dillon's in the blob, man, because this shit is... There's so much plumage <laughs> here. It's, it's it, it, you know, it, it gets to you a little bit. It's, it's amazing. It honestly is amazing. Uh, but for a shot on video film, I think Tim Ritter's based out of Florida, right? It's the regional... He, he did all his yeah. films, all regional and stuff, right? So, again, Florida, for some odd reason, has a really... It has, a, like, a mass amounts of great regional directors. I wouldn't say, like, great, great, but, I mean, they make movies that mean, at least me and Dave like. Um, but I've always been a fan of Tim Ritter, and this one always kind of shocked me because, like I said, Truth or Dare was not shot on video, right, Dave? From what I remember? It was 16. It was 16, but edited on tape, so a lot of people think it's uh, SOV. Right, right, yeah. But, yeah, I remember it was... Yeah, okay, so it was shot on 60mm. And yep. so he did the sequel on video, which is years later. And I thought it was kind of strange that he that he kind of downgraded in video quality. But but at the same time, the end of this movie is so crazy. You're just like, what the fuck is good? Because it's quite when you rewatch this movie, it's quite obvious that the killer isn't who the killer is. <laughs> right. Yeah. And right. Because you can just it's yeah, obvious. Yeah. It's fucking obvious. But then there's more twists to that. And there's more twists on top of that. And you're just like, what the fuck? I think it's entertaining as hell. Um, so yeah, wiki games, this is my shot on video scale, eight out of 10. You guys know I have a different scale for that, but it doesn't really fucking matter. Um, but I think, I think it's a well done film. I've seen so many shot on video films that are just like, you know, from like two out of 10, even on the shot on video scale. Oh yeah. One out of tens, man. All day. <laughs> right. Even on that lowered kind of base scale. And then you got wiki games. I think it's legitimately a decent film. Um, you know, he obviously liked the idea enough to make five of these. Um, 
which is kind of crazy. <laughs> he made five fucking Truth or Dare movies, which is insane. I'm probably probably make another one after he puts out Catnado, Catnado, or whatever the fuck is coming out. But uh, oh, I don't know, man. I can't. I can't do these later films, man. <laughs> They're just. I, I, I just can't do it. Even the titles of them are putting me off. But anyways, Tim Ritter's Wicked Games. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that has that on a list. But uh, that's not what I was going for. I just really like the film. I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm a big fan too. Actually, I, I rated about the same. Uh, I, I love Tim Ritter's early stuff. Um, he, mm-hmm. I think he was from Kentucky or Tennessee originally, Kentucky, and then moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. But Joel D. Weinkoop steals a show in that movie, man. Oh, you know what, man? I forgot to mention him. This guy has been in like at least a couple hundred movies. You yeah, always see great. him pop up in all these low budget movies. He was very prevalent with Tim Ritter and and a few other directors yeah. and stuff. But uh, he he's great, man. He's he's a legitimately good actor. And that's what kind of sells yeah, this movie. And intense, you're completely right. Dude. He really is, man. He's actually quite good. And uh, um, yeah, you know, I mean, that was the thing about it's kind of the misconception of shot on video films because people go into them and they already see the video quality and like, oh, the acting sucks, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you, if you watch this film with that attitude, you're going to kind of miss Joldy Weinkoop's uh, performance because it's actually really good. So have you have you ever seen the snuff edition moods of this the snuff cut? No, I have never seen that before. It was it only on it's, Blu-ray? I think it's with you can when you get the blue. I think you get both cuts, but the snuff cut is different. It ends in a more bizarre way, and it's like edited really weird and adds in more gore and stuff. Like repeats the gore. I mean, I like oh. this movie. I think we, uh, the first three Truth and Dares are really good. In fact, I like the first four. I don't remember five too much, but. Three is just as good, almost. Screaming for Sanity, like right. They're pretty solid movies. Man. I have seen. I I own all five of them. I have not watched the fifth one yet. So is the snuff cut done by the German filmmaker? I'm just curious because it, it says in the no, alternate. No. Okay, because it says there's an alternate version. Uh, German filmmaker Krupp Doom or whatever oversaw a new cut of the film using alternate takes and unused footage shot by the original it. director by Tim Ritter, and a new Maybe. score by uh, Tashi Kira uh, Hirakawa. Or whatever I, I, think, I think he did some of the other stuff like uh, i think he did the descort service score and stuff that's the guy that does those fucking 80 cent scores and shit like that right i think so i think he probably came from like an older style of movies i don't remember wh- who he who he worked for one of those guys right yeah those scores that he does are fucking fantastic man he he definitely takes like the premise of like 80s synth scores and, and and incorporates that into new wave new retro wave kind of shit and it, they're fucking good man i would actually Dude. like to hear that with that soundtrack because knowing what he does that would really kind of elevate it even more crazy well one part's fucking hilarious in wicked life uh, wicked games is when um they're having the dinner and the guy's wife it's all the theme of tim ritter's movies somebody just wife cheats on him and somebody goes crazy right but uh the, the one guy's like yeah get a life and then he just breaks the box <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah that's because like, that's, <laughs> that's when he goes to that's when he goes to confront his wife about you know kind of working shit yeah, in the restaurant They're fucking hilarious man <laughs> so good but i i think legitimately the um the sprinkler kill is pretty funny, man, because this chick, she ends up falling on the sprinkler and it starts like fucking shooting out her fucking chest. And it's, it's awesome. It looks pretty cool. You're watching the death in this and you're like, these are the, these don't make any sense. And then you see the ending and you're like, oh, well, I guess that does make sense. Then. Right. Right. It totally does. Yeah. So, ah, that was fun. Wicked Games, eight out of 10. Fucking Mike Strauber. Mike Strauber. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's not Mike Myers, but that's Mike Strauber. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Mike Strauber. <laughs> I think you told me not to watch this, Dave. I think this I said what... I don't think you'd like it. <laughs> right. And does it sound like you'd like it? You said it's shot on video. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I. 
for me, for me, watching shot on video is like watching like CFL football or something. <laughs> Dude, you know Even what? Even if it's a great game, you know it what, be man? A great game, but I, I'll still feel like something's missing. I'm not going like to get offended by that because I personally can't stand oh. CFL football either because you know what's stupid about CFL? Three fucking downs, huge-ass fucking uh, basketball football, basically. It's this big, fat, right. short thing. <laughs> the field is 110 yards before the end zone, and the end zones are 20 <laughs> yards long. And you Why know, change it? But the stupidest it's thing terrible. about NFL Isn't CFL it less fo- wide, too? Like no, no, it's more wide. It, the, it's oh, way, it's wide. way more wide. But the stupidest thing about CFL is okay. This has to be the dumbest thing. Two ever. Rough Riders. No, there isn't two Rough Riders anymore. The the league's all stupid oh. now. But anyways, okay. the stupidest <laughs> eight teams and two had the same name. Yeah, that that's the way it used to be. And two had the same name. Yeah, that used to be. Imagine that with eight NFL teams and two were called the Steelers. Imagine that. No, and it's okay. not even a common name. It's not like the Pitbull. Three like <laughs> MMA fighters named Pitbull. No, it's so like get this. Of, get this. The stupidest thing like about the CFL is the uprights. In the NFL, they're at the back. Oh yeah. Of the of the end zone, which makes sense, right? They're, no, they're and in the get front. Hurt. So in the <gasps> CFL, you see guys running into the fucking pole all the time because it's in the front of the end zone. And I'm shit you not. I've seen games. I've seen highlights where the it's in the, the front. The, it's in the front. I've seen I've seen highlights where the the quarterback is trying to throw the ball, or whatever, and he hits the upright because it's in the front of the end zone. Well, it, it right. used to be in the middle of the end zone in American football. True. That's even dumber. Like that's just stupid. Like <laughs> it's dumb. Going. But like, why would you have in the front? Like the best. Some of the best follies are these guys that are running for a ball, and they're all of a sudden, wham, in the fucking pole, like right in the fucking. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't get offended at the CFL. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't stand CFL. It's a stupid sport. That's why I'm a huge NFL fan. That's why I have the NFL package. Sure. And, like, I'm, I love NFL football. It's short. It's it's shorter field, narrower field, bigger hitting, more downs, more action, Better bigger talent. athletes. Well, the CFL Word. is just is just the minor leagues for the NFL, right? I mean, and that's kind of what I feel there's, about like about shot on video. Shot on video, <laughs> shot on I mean, video is the minor. There's guys, the there's guys like Warren Moon who's in the CFL Hall of Fame, yep. who's also in the NFL yep. Hall of Fame. There's guys who have made the the you know the the transition quite well, but you know, yeah. Overall, Remember the Rocket? Crazy. Yep, Richard, he was good. Remember man. him? Yeah, dude, he, Ismail, he was fucking great in the CFL, and he was you know he was good as a kick returner in the NFL. But dude, that he guy, was a fucking superstar. Remember that shit, the Argos. Dude, yeah. man, that guy had fucking wheels, man. Holy fuck. Wow. Fuck, he Word. was good, man. That guy was a great football yep. player, man. Yep. He, he was. Um, okay, so that is going to be... Who's next? Uh, me. Yeah, JP. Uh, so uh, uh, my number 10 is a film I have seen before, and I was like, hey, it could probably make my list. I rewatched it last night. Um, it it's the most offensive thing on the show since Jeremy left, and that is Red to Kill. Twinsies ah, with Dave. Nice. Good man. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, this this movie's like insane. It's actually like this is a movie where like it's definitely not for everyone. I could see people actually being offended at this movie because there's a, like a lot of comedy in it too, and I feel like some of the performances are like almost like somebody trying to act like somebody with a mental disability and not somebody trying to like actually be like that like some of them come off a little fugaze you know Mm -hmm. especially Um, at the end yeah 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 the end is weird i don't like like, no the very last scene in the movie 
the very last <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. The yeah. the um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, uh, <laughs> no, it's all right. The um, the the whole thing with like the, it, the whole movie is a, <laughs> literally like a, a me- mental you know handicapped people like the and there's that thing that you mentioned at the beginning of the movie the the scroll but it's still like at some points i'm still like is this really like a a positive thing like i i don't know you know like so i could see this movie being a little offensive to some people um not not to me It, it, it you know nothing really bothers me um but yeah i think this movie's nuts dude like it's just crazy and um the like lead villain in it is like absolutely insane one of the craziest probably the craziest performance of 94 honestly uh and uh i like the look of this film too man you guys were talking about like 90s not having a a good look like this one does for in in uh hong kong Um, oh yeah asian movies are different i I don't include that i like how all my movies look on my list yeah uh and uh the uh, the, the like it has like that almost like saxophony score that was like very popular in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Um, it almost feels like a, like a like it's a, very like popular a drama show or something like a TV show. <laughs> it's very popular um, like in that real early like ninety ninety one ninety two. 94 was a little bit yeah. late for the sax, but like I always incorporate like the early nineties and shit always seemed very artsy to me just in general. Mm-hmm. And like the sax always kind of fell into that. I think that's kind of where it came from. But yeah, it, it always gave me like a like a like a um, like a chill like temperature wise like chill vibe. Uh, like a lot of like thrillers and like you know stuff like that ha- had that like saxy score in it. Um, I've always liked it. I don't know. It, it works for me. Um, but yeah, this, this movie. If you've never seen it, I, I'm hoping that maybe like on Earth or somebody. Or even Air Four 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 is putting it out. Who's that? It's some weird new company that put out a couple movies. Is that in the uh, U.S.? Is that yeah. American? Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, they're expensive. Well, I'll though. be damned. Um, Damn, yeah, I that, didn't know it, that. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, but I give it a seven and a half out of ten. Starting out with seven and a half, GP. Yes, Carly. Right. Do you oh, get offended right. when I call you um, May? By the way, I'm sorry if you're offended by that. <laughs> no, I'm the one who. And I, I should clarify on that, even though it's a little late. I've already called you like four times. I'm not calling you May because of like, you know, your your personality is just the eye condition. <laughs> it's because her eye disability. Yeah. No, um, I mean it's, yeah, it's, that might be worse. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's worse. <laughs> no but she's it's, it's not offense it's not offense i'm not trying to be offensive because she's got this thing i mean you can't help what you no, if you I have an I, eye I, disorder I you can murder me anytime carly i'll be, I'll be I, it fine. would be definitely be more okay. offensive if, if, if i was oh yeah carly's exactly the same as may now that's kind of offensive man because that's not cool i wouldn't want to be friends with fucking may she's freaky <laughs> i'm not friends person with you <laughs> like the craziest person in here <laughs> Yeah, but I don't no, think I, you're going to chop someone it. up, though. Uh, I don't know. You never that. know. <laughs> Dave. Oh, me uh, or Carly. If if there's one person in here that's that would you. chop someone up, it's definitely Dave Parker. Yeah, yeah it, Dave Parker. No. I don't yes, think I don't I think you're going to chop someone snapping, up. For real. Yeah, he's just going to snap joking. one day, and yeah. it's... Well, you're gonna be like, I knew that guy. Well, I guess I guess we'll know. Psycho. I guess we'll know when uh, Dave stops doing reviews with Jeremy 
on his uh, weekly review channel. All of a sudden, he's just like, there's no <laughs> weekly review with Jeremy. And we're like, where's Jeremy, man? He doesn't answer. <laughs> he didn't like The Shining. <laughs> okay, he's, well, that's enough to chop something up right there. <laughs> oh, Jeremy should get together with JP there, man. They're not the biggest Shining fans. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, All right. My number 10. My number 10. My number 10. My number 10 is Relative Fear. I don't even relative. know what that is. I told what you what it is. What do you mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you getting mad at me? All red ass, all red ass. It's like, you should probably watch this move. I'm completely it's, it's lost on this one. You told me to watch that? Yeah. Fucking Carly bringing it. Wow. Yeah, you guys wanted me to bring the moves, and I brought Swerve. the hmm. did you guys not? Did, did you guys not see this move? I did. Okay. I it's... Did. It's like a it's like a oh, scary shit. child is the child the killer type move. It's about oh, um, I love them. Yeah, it's about basically a psychopath and a regular mother give birth on the same night, and then he, you know the babies clearly get switched at birth type of deal, and then the normal parents you're following them, and their kid is he doesn't really talk or anything, so obviously they just diagnose him with autism because that's what you do with kids that can't talk. And uh, then people start uh, coincidentally winding up dead like at their household a lot. And then the police are like, I think your kid's killing all the people. And they're like, no way. Or Adam or whatever would never. And then, huh. you know, stuff kind of goes from there and then it gets a little twisty at the end. But uh, I liked it. I like... Uh, killer kids maybe killer kids creepy kids uh, i like those types of movies and i just you know this was one of those random ones that i saw on the list that uh, mr parker concocted and i was like huh and then i looked at i think it, i think i watched this off youtube honestly and i didn't know what it was going to be about or anything and i was like oh cool it's a you know scary kid movie and i i enjoyed it wow so. james brolin's in this movie how the fuck yeah. did i miss this one i didn't even realize i didn't even realize crazy M. Emmett Walsh is in it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Emmett Walsh totally. No, it's, it's I'm now looking shot. at the cast on this, going, "What the fuck? How did I miss it?" Wow. Yeah. How exactly? If I would have saw this like in the IMDb, yeah. I would have watched it. I didn't even know it even was there. It's wow. even labeled as a drama horror thriller. Fuck. Yeah. Why'd you yeah. give that, Carly? Um. Well, I'm like JP. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten, starting with seven and halves. But I liked it. I do enjoy the part where he like keeps turning on that like it. the true crime television station. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, stop doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like hmm. watching people get killed and shit. Yeah. And then he starts drawing people getting killed. It's a nice twist at the end too. Like you're like, oh shit. Yeah, but yeah. So. And James Bond is handsome as fuck in that movie for an old guy. I was like, I hope I look as good as this guy when I'm that old. You don't. No, I won't. I look as <laughs> he I already doesn't. He said I him at 35 and he does like 46. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, every single you does too. <laughs> what about me? I'm older than than 46. I bet I still look as good as he does. You don't look movie. as good as James Brolin in this movie. I'm sorry. Do I look younger than him though? Probably. No. All right. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> James Brolin looks kind of like my dad in that in this movie. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I can't. Anybody's well, I'm baffled. Him. I wasn't expecting to like not see anything on people's list that really took me back. Mm. Well, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Fuck me. All right. Yeah, fuck you. Yep. Yeah. Fuck me. All I'm right. happy. I love when that happens. Yeah. No, that's that's oh. very interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah. Mr. Parker. 
back to yeah, you. Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody else is going to even like this movie. I watched <laughs> this fucking thing three times for this show. Uh, I watched, you watched it, it today, didn't you? Yeah, I watched it once, and I was like, I love this. Watched it again, I was like, do I love this? Then I watched it today, and I was like, I, I do love this. this. No, I, I loved it. Um, it's such so a weird love movie. Love minus love equals love. Is what you're oh, saying. it's not that, oh, is it? Like, seriously, like, <laughs> can you even say the title? JP's got to say the title wrong. <laughs> love no, I, it was a joke infinity. because you said you loved it. Man, oh, I didn't get your catch joke. Up. Catch up. That was head. a good joke three times. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, so but love minus love equals what? Love this. <laughs> That's Hate, what you did. Right? You, you were like, yeah, I love this. Well, I was talking. I couldn't hear the joke. Well, or zero. Zero. Yeah. Love minus zero equals infinity, which is a fucking oh, bizarre yeah. title by a bizarre director. The director is Hisayasu Sato. He's directed about 63 movies. They're all relatively <laughs> short. They're all relatively weird. I've seen about a dozen of them. They're all about voyeurism. and. Are they all half porn? Sorry. They're all pinky <laughs> movies with sexual violence and weird shit, but... Um, I mean, look at the other movies he made. Lolita, Vibrator Torture, Naked Blood, Celluloid Tears, AK. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, his, his movies are fucking bonkers. And this one just spoke to me. Like, in the very beginning, the weird stylistic uh, film style. Like, it's almost like uh, dogma. Like, it's handheld camera around the city. And it just follows this guy who's, like, wants to die. I can relate. He just kind of wanders around and he's just <laughs> and he's just like uh, he, he claims himself to be a um, what a UFO. He, he's a uh, he <laughs> identify objects or some shit. So he just picks somebody and starts following them. And like you learn that this guy's life is just in shambles and he focuses on this woman. And like this woman is somewhat of like, you don't know, it's kind of like implied that she's a vampire, but she's not necessarily a vampire. And it it's this whole medical fucking as story. And it's really weird and bizarre and it. It has like this idea of passing on through other kids. It's weird. Like, and by the end of it, you're like, I think there is a supernatural element or at least somehow passing on through the blood. Um, yeah. And it, it does stop for a long time to have these sex scenes. But like I said, I love watching Asian movies with sex because 90% of the cast is attractive. So um, I like this. She one was. Bit. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in the movie looks good. Like I'm not like watching yeah. it. Like, you know? know what i mean like so uh eight out of ten and this this kind of filmmaker is not for everybody he, he's super weird he's super perverse his movies are so like perverted like, like even if they're not as sexual because they can't show pubes and stuff like you watch it and you're just like dirty dirty man i don't know how to explain it it looks grungy too like everything looks so desolate and depressing but for some reason yeah, I it was like it looked like it was filmed in a fucking junkyard <laughs> it was at one point there was a right, right. <laughs> I love that but like even couple, outside of the junkyard yeah, the young couple like it's just the idea that he would do something like they're in the junkyard and they look through this like this trailer and inside the trailer in the junkyard is a woman masturbating that they know mm-hmm. and it's just like this they set it up like this weird yeah. perverse thing and like the idea that they the, the young couple like to just kind of change blood in like a sexual way, like so they get drugged, like it gives them like a high. And like the one guy, like, don't you guys know anything about AIDS? And he's like mentions his worrying and taking care of himself and not like he basically says fuck AIDS, he, man. He ends up with fucking AIDS, and yeah. the other one. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that they probably end up with it too. But it's just a crazy ass fucking movie, weird, and and like it, it it's really not the easiest movie to follow. And what it, no, it's, I, it's I, saying stuff. I feel like I feel like I like this movie because I like these type of films too, and it was definitely worthy of a rewatch. But I think it would have benefited from a rewatch for myself because I didn't. I had no idea what I was getting myself into with this one, <laughs> and when I watched it, I was like, okay, I like that. But I would really like to rewatch. I just didn't get to it again. 
I, I rewatched like eight films in the last two days. And this wasn't the one I did. I actually kind of forgot to, I should have, I actually should have rewatched it. Um, I just and didn't the score is awesome. Yeah. I yeah. The, I love the score. Yeah. I think the thing that I, I, I really liked it too, Dave. Um, but the, it doesn't overstay. It's welcome. It's, it, it, it's bite sized. It's only like an hour or something. They're all hour long. It, it runs movies. like an hour, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like for this type of movie that's all like weird like this and stuff. If you if you push it too long, it gets kind of annoying. You know what I mean? So I agree. Yeah, like it, it's perfect time. It's an hour. You can rub one off. You can question your life. <laughs> it's you not even the and then you it, can fuck it. It's not even the content <laughs> or you know the narrative in these movies that overstays. Sometimes it's just the look and feel of it too. Like it makes you kind of feel dirty and nasty and shit. Like if you're watching that shit for like ninety minutes to a hundred verse like 60 to 65 it just it works a lot better in that because you can get to the shower quickly you know what i'm saying yeah um noisy requiem is in a similar vein and it's two and a half hours long and it's black Oof. and white and it's one of the craziest parts. see that's what i'm talking about man you would have to take like two or three showers different director though. watching that shit sato would not sato would not make a movie two and a half hours long yeah right. did that guy make your uh director's no, list he made my top 20 yeah, I thought that name sounded wow. familiar. <clears throat> he speaks to me, man. What's he say? He says, uh, look in your neighbor's window. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, Mr. Z. Okay. Now, this is the movie that, of course, I've seen before, but I've never been so high on it as I was this time. This one came up a little bit, enough to put it on the list. If this was a year ago, two years ago, last time I watched it, whatever, it would not have made the list. But I've actually been watching the original film of this franchise so much the last two years, and I'm just... That movie is is getting higher and higher. Higher than I ever imagined it was going to be. But... And the funny thing about this movie is it's the only movie that I can say, and I know this is going to sound ridiculous to some people, but hand to God, it's true. This is the only movie that I've ever unintentionally fallen asleep to. Like it was on the TV and I was on the couch and I passed out. I don't do that. It's never happened except during this movie. So it sounds like I would. Yeah. Sounds like I would not fall asleep like every movie. (laughs) I've never fallen asleep. I don't fall asleep. I have to go to sleep. I have to walk upstairs, lay in my bed, put in earplugs, and make myself go to sleep. I've been like a ninety-year-old lady. This way since birth, and my daughter's. Well, I don't nap. My and same thing with my daughter. Neither of us have napped since we've been six months old. I don't nap either. No, I don't understand the concept of a nap. I'm either sleeping or I'm not. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm never tired of that. I'm just, I wake up, my mind won't settle down. That's the problem. That's the issue, dude. So it's like, I don't just sit there on the couch and fall asleep like an old man would. I, it's never happened. Hopefully it never happened. <laughs> You're attacking me here, bro. <laughs> Everybody calls me old man now. Dave's in Everybody. a lazy boy just like watching fucking Rape Man 9. <laughs> just like, <laughs> off. Snoring. I watch Rape Man on the treadmill, bro. <laughs> So yeah, so this movie, in case you haven't figured it out, um, it's New Nightmare. Man, I figured it out. I, I really had a good time with it this time, more than ever. It's um, 
Maybe that my, because that was my number two for Dave Z. Wow, I told you, <laughs> dang, you're out on Dave Z. <laughs> I suck at Dave Z. <laughs> but like, I've been watching part one so often lately that I'm noticing every little thing that's happening here. How they're attributing the original, and when they're doing it here, this is 1994. Now, nowadays, everything is callbacks and member berries and every fucking thing you watch. You know, scream and howling, right. and I'm not knocking it, but I'm saying now it's a little bit played out to some people. This is 1994. This movie was ahead of its time to be doing things like this to a movie that was only 10 years old. And they're like, okay, let's do this for the fans. So I appreciate that. I like the fan. I like Heather and her husband and, and you know, and, and you their hate son. the son, right? No, I don't hate the son. Oh, come on. Oh, he He's sucks. So He's fine. <laughs> He's okay. He's, I mean, there's a few moments, but I mean, you know, he's fine. Little Gage. How funny is no, that? Little Gage, Gage is awesome. This Isn't fucking it funny, kid though? is a different kid because he's annoying as shit. Gage is cute. Work. This kid can fucking. That's because this away. kid's older now than Gage. This kid can talk and stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah. Gage you know, can when talk. you talk. Yeah. But he's like a no cute fair. little No fair. No fair. I always credit this movie. I always credit this movie, man, for fucking Scream's success, man, because I always feel like this is the film that kind of set yeah, the... Yeah, it's a precursor, man. It, it, it's a total precursor to, to Scream, man. It, it's Wes Craven testing the idea. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Oh, it's cool. Um, it's, there's so many callbacks that are done well. It's like, you know, the funeral, when, they're, when, when Chase dies, her husband... When they show the funeral, it looks just like the funeral with Rod in part one. These are little things that I never picked up on before because I, I, I had it all fresh in my memory. There was like so many scenes that they were doing it. And I respect it because it wasn't as obvious as it is now. And like I said, it was still fresh. But I, I really think the story is cool. I like the family. I like what's going on here. Now, the, the third act, it kind of loses me. It always does. But I think I enjoyed the first two acts so much this time that it just didn't affect it as much. I was really into the pace of it and everything that was going on. Is it the effects like, in the third act you know, that take you out of it? Because I've heard that from people that the third act, you know, the effects in it and stuff, and just the way Freddie looks and stuff kind of takes him out of it. Or is it actually like no, just the way the narrative goes? Because I think the, the core narrative of the narrative. why he comes, I think it's actually quite quite cool of why. But it happens like all of a sudden. Like all of a sudden the rules change and then... And then, like, all of a sudden, nobody's sleeping and the surrogate's killed. And I'm like, I guess you can really say, well, maybe it doesn't matter in this instance because it's not like he, you have to go to sleep to get it. But the setup with the other ones is that you do. No, it so doesn't. Yeah, but but this is different, though. But this is a demon is manifesting into reality. Well, the reason why right, maybe the, so. the demon wasn't coming out in reality when the, t when the movies were going on is because it was the movies that was keeping it suppressed within that movie world. It's not actually Freddy. It's an entity that's grabbing a hold of yeah. that thing because of, of what it created. Um, and the movies, it's really actually kind of genius. The movies were well, suppressing the idea. And I think it's really cool because the only reason why this movie is happening is because the original film series stopped and the demon was allowed to escape out of there. And it was working its way back into reality. I think that's a really, really cool premise, man. It is cool, but the thing is this. Let me interject here. The, basically, when that conversation, when Heather goes and sees Wes, he tells her that basically what you said, but once he enters our world, it's over with. Now he becomes a 
a living, breathing thing in our world. So if mm -hmm. that's the case and he does reach in our world, which we do see it happening, why does she have to go to him in the fucking third act for that battle when he's already come here and made his presence? He's already broken through. So which is it? It can't be both. So there was just a couple little things there that got me. Well, we, well that broken we through in what way, Dave? She said well, he can, he can attack people it, in the real world. So why does she have to go to the fake world to fight him? Correct. Thank you. That, because he's not completely strong yet. Like he's he well, can sure just. Sure You saw what he did to the babysitter. Right. Right. But the, like, but he's not fully manifested. It's 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 a slow build. You know what I mean? Much like the um the Freddy character in general. Well, well, that that's not even what's happening. It, it, she has to show physically. She has to actually show that she has the will to go into his world to stop him because right, that's how? what has to stop him. She has to gain the courage to stop him. She can't defend herself to stop him. She has to physically make that choice to stop Freddy Krueger, mm. similar to how she did in the first movie. That's why she needs the power. She has to look inside herself, like Wes Craven tells her, to find Nancy. She has to play Nancy, man. That, that's yeah, why. But, that's but, why but, the reality but, but, is turning into the. That's why the reality is turning it into the movie world. world at that point. Yeah. That's why she has to well, go in there. Then how come I'm, John Saxon gets there before she does, and she's confused by it? Because like, how, what's because they're in, world because they're in the movie. It's world like now. mending together. Yeah. See, it's, uh, maybe I, maybe I'm missing it, but to me, it's it seems like like in the mouth of madness did such a good job of something yeah. similar, making it easy to follow, and this is a little bit too jumbled for me in the third. Uh, I don't it disagree with the, you, Dave. I mean, Wes Craven's the best idea man of all time. It's just sometimes they don't come out 100% correct. Just a couple little things, and then they make it. They make a big deal. I don't like know. She says they I, they should have shown him. They should have shown us as the uh, the audience that the kid sleepwalked earlier in the movie instead of waiting for that one scene just so she could say he sleepwalks, you idiot. He I'm sleepwalks like, the, the whole fuck? fucking movie. When does he sleepwalk? He sleepwalks I know on the tower, doesn't he? The jungle gym? Yeah, yeah. when he's watching the he's TV. He's awake, though. Isn't but he awake he, that's, during those? That's what sleepwalking is, though. <laughs> it's not like like your eyes are closed walking around. Like, like people do stuff. Yeah, you're like you're not coherent. Like, actually, awake. I used to sleepwalk when I was real little. And it's like... Like, you're awake, but I not. Remember yeah, I always thought yeah, sleepwalking like, is so bizarre. Creepy. Such a bizarre thing. Interesting. Maybe it went yeah. over my head. So, so there you go. You guys... That, that does help my... No, but, but it is a little sloppy, Dave. I mean, it, the idea is so insane that it's it's almost impossible to grasp, so there's going to be some some blurriness, to be honest. Let's be honest. And, and that's probably his intent. Like, the idea is great. Like, it's a cool idea for sure. My I only, mean, I'm not knocking it. Yes, I never enjoyed it so much as I have this time. You know? Yeah, like, I think she has to break into that dream world itself. before he breaks it, into the reality world fully. I think that's... You, you kind of have to even the mesh here. She has to fight him on his domain because she has to show that she has the need, the will right. to fight him or she can't beat him if but she doesn't the, have to show it. Right, and the world around him is okay. actually turning into that, though, too, right? Because, like, remember when her dad shows up and all of a sudden he's not John Saxon? Yeah, yeah, well, of course. Well, right, like it, 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 it's yeah, up. it's Nancy, and everything's kind of changing. And then she kind of realizes, oh shit, this has changed. So I have to go into this world and and do the fucking deed and shit. So I mean, to me, it, it makes perfect sense. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I, I think that yeah, like I. And I'm I've also watched it like a hundred times, to be honest. <laughs> where I didn't, I've never been a big fan of New Nightmare. It's always been like my least favorite. Which in the I series. find so no. exceptional. No. I've always thought uh, it was besides, besides fucking. Um, I almost find that hypocritical. GP, no, no, I like Freddy's Dead more because like five better than New Nightmare. You, would, yeah, if if Scream, it, it, I mean, you love Scream. 
you fucking yes. love Scream, and this you, you agree it's like a predecessor predecessor to that shit. How could you not love yeah. this movie? Because I didn't, I didn't really get it a hundred percent. Like I understood the basic concept, but I didn't really like jive with it. I just felt like it felt too different from the the rest of That's the series. That's what I felt too. I agree with that. But I, I now, that. as like an adult, where I appreciate, I I, I embrace the differences in different sequels. Like I like that now. Back when I was a kid, I wanted the same shit over and over again. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why I kind of, th- this watch has definitely the most I ever liked the movie. And like Dave, I started noticing more, just being more mature and older. I haven't watched this in, this one in probably like ten years. That this is the only one that I don't didn't revisit in recently. Um, but I, even like C- Craven commentating on like Freddie and pop culture, I thought was so cool because it's his creation. And he's like, it's like what he thinks of it and what he's seeing what it became because he really didn't have much involvement in the franchise outside of like the first and third film. So it's sort of, it was sort of cool, like how they have Freddy on the talk show, MTV Freddy, you know what I mean? It, it was just neat to see that. And I didn't really appreciate that stuff back in the first time, the first handful of times I watched it. Yeah, mm. it, it's cool stuff. And speaking of Gage, I picked up this time. I'm like, they're doing the same thing again. They're having this kid walk across the freeway, just the same way Gage got fucking blasted <laughs> in the first one. <laughs> we worried about him getting blasted again in this movie in the street. It was like, ah, huh, what if they did that on purpose? You know? Did you ever see the trailer where it shows all those Freddies like? They're all just dorm? cheap mask. What's that? Oh, uh, the Fredheads. <laughs> I am not sure if they're in cheap masks. I thought you were talking about the one Freddy's that run on the expressway. Yeah, yeah. Are they in cheap masks? It's been so long since I've seen it. But, like, that's not in the movie. You know what I mean? I always thought that was interesting. I just thought it was interesting that it was not in the movie. That happens a lot. Like, I was going to say, the only negative about the movie is in the last act of the movie, we have the kills. And, like, we already seen Wes Craven do the greatest kills in the franchise in the first movie, and he does kills in this. And they fucking yeah, suck in they're comparison. They're neutered, man. They're, they, they suck. They fucking I suck. They're the shitty versions of the first movie. about the, the movie, for me, is just there's not enough with the kills. And they're not as good as the first movie. Like, why right. bother? That's what you don't even see those two dudes like, get killed. Why are you killed? remaking good yeah. kills and doing them worse? <laughs> well, are you making your movie right. again but worse that's because Wes Craven never well, focused on having like again we yeah. talked about this before about you know the, the kills in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise are very very low compared to you know Halloween and, and Friday the 13th and stuff I think it's it's more about it's story the movie, it's, it's more good. story driven it's more story yeah. driven it's more character driven and stuff he doesn't really try to focus on that but I do get what you're saying though man there is some missed yeah. opportunities in this film with having that element of uh, upping the game with if you're going to do some kills do them to the level that you need to be at for this type of film yeah do you, do you think right. that he didn't do it because the 94 the mpa would have fucking cut it out anyway oh, I, I, I probably so, probably I, i've thought about that because we're, we're talking about last house on the left hills have eyes west craven here i mean right. he's no stranger to fucking me, me, fucked up shit yeah, right. no, I think right. that just in general, like in the 90s, dude, like you just couldn't get away with any type of like overly violent shit in, in mainstream cinema, really. I think so so I, I do think that, that that is probably the case. Fun fact, uh, I know people hate when I tell stories, but it's not really a story. Yeah. This is the first horror film I've ever seen in the theater. Wow. I think you've mentioned that before on the show. Have I? A yeah, lot. I probably. think so. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, so, I forgot. So I forgot. thanks like for the free. repeat there, buddy. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That was good. That I was wish good. we would have seen the other two dudes get killed, though. Chase's two partners and fucking... Because yeah. we just hear that they died. I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's yeah, a Never right. No Street movie. Since when do they not show the people getting killed? I thought that was a weird decision, you know? But, Bullshit. But I, I digress. I enjoyed the movie more than I have before, and it's a 7 out of 10. That's yeah. a good point that this came out, like, only 10 years after the original. Because I always think, like... Oh, this yeah. movie—it's like a long time after, but it's like it'd be like doing this now, and the movie came out in 2012, and like thinking about it that way is like <laughs> yeah, weird. It is, it it is kind of—it is so weird. It is crazy. Yeah. They did seven films in ten years. <laughs> the old yeah. franchise, and then it was the 80s. Isn't it kind of fucked up? Like they did seven films in ten years. A remake can't, comes out. What a what? Fifteen years later? Sixteen years later? Yeah. yeah, 2010, right? 2010, yeah. I think so. 15, yeah. 16 years later, and yeah. nothing, nothing yeah, since. Nuts. There hasn't been nothing in 12 years, <laughs> and like it's just kind of fucked up how the franchise was so big for a decade, and then nothing. It should just get somebody and like Mike Flanagan to direct fucking Friday. Dream, or, Dream or, Warriors. Or uh, the guy who or did Friday. it, man. I'm telling you, the guy. Either who did or, it. I don't care. Somebody good. Like how the fuck do we have nothing else Freddy oh, in this world, but sure. we're getting nonstop fucking terrible Halloween sequels and reboots and fucking <laughs> shitty ass. Well, even more scream films and shit. I'm not saying they're terrible films, but they're not really my cup of tea, but there's another one coming out and there's probably going to be fucking 12 in the next, you know, five, five six years. And, Nightmare on Elm Street is limitless. The idea is it's limitless. You can literally do so much with Dude, there's endless is possibilities the to escape? a dream world. Is that the problem? No, it, well, it, no. It, the rights are up now. Somebody buy Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Just do a bunch Why the of fuck them. haven't they? How can some, that's you can make money. It's a guaranteed moneymaker. Guaranteed. fucking teed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why would Right? Yeah, Seriously. when I was watching those two It films, I was like, dude, if they did this with Elm Street the right way, dude, oh. it could fucking murder. They kind of fucked up in It, too. That should have been Freddy Krueger in that fucking... In that. I, I said they that a hundred times. They fucked up, dude. Why? Yeah. Why not? Well, we didn't want to... Who a fuck, dude? Do it. Quit being a dude, bitch. Dude, people would have lost their fucking mind, and then they would have been, yeah. like, hyped to see a new Freddy Krueger movie, too. That was a bad call on them. Yeah, 100% agree. All they had to do was show the claw. They didn't even have to show. I Freddy. think people are scared. Right. To, I think people are scared to even touch the nightmare idea right now because after the failure of the remake, and basically, but it Robert, wasn't a failure though. Well, it I mean, made like a shit ton of money. Yeah, commercially, okay, you're right. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Our our definition Critical of uh, of you know failure and you know success is completely different. I mean, okay, commercially it made money, but I think with the fans, it was not a hit. I mean, there's a lot of people that went to go see that shit that aren't necessarily horror fans. You know, it is what just it is. Just Michael Bay away. Just because something made a lot of money, just like albums. Sometimes somebody will sell 10 or 5 million records. It doesn't mean it's a great album. It means people fucking bought the shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But studios, yeah, good. but when you look at money. studios don't give a fuck what yeah, the fans think. They don't give a fuck about it. They just But they obviously do give a fuck because if this movie was a financial success, why the fuck what, was there never a sequel? Because there was so much know. backlash to the shitty Friday ass. 13th? Haley Joel fucking oh, Osmond or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. I know it's not Haley Joel Osmond, but I'm just making a joke. <laughs> but <God>. anyways, <laughs> but anyways, the dude I that played that. Freddy in that shit, man, there was a big back, <laughs> backlash. And, and honestly, the movie sucked though. Like it was, it was bad. They tried to repeat shit that just didn't work. How do you fucking fuck that up? Like 25 years. They later? The worst part. I like the movie. I don't like that they did that because it was 
poor recreations. I like the movie for what it was, but I will agree with you there. The, every time they tried to recreate, it was poorly done. But I there's some cool, there's but the some end cool of the day, stuff in the movie. But at the end of the day, there's a reason yeah. why they never built off that remake. It made fucking money. And let's face it, in this world, when movies make money, there's a sequel always to be had. Why was there not another? Why was there not a sequel to the remake? Not always, though, man. Because like, there why wasn't, wasn't for there Friday? another Friday? Yeah, but that was a rights thing, though, man. No, it wasn't. But no, not wasn't. yet, it, it wasn't. Didn't become rights a rights thing until ten years later. Well, people knew well, that. Warner she, Brothers no. owned, it, owned it and had uh, sequel rights for ten years after that movie yep. came out. Well, I don't know why they didn't make one. Maybe the the creators of that saw that, you know, the fans weren't a big fan of the remake. And so they're like, fuck this, man. We'll just kind of hold off on this. But anyways, the point is, it was fucking Freddy. Apparently, it did well. I mean, there was actually a Friday the 13th about to start shooting that was the plug was pulled when fucking the rings came out. And the digital shit. copy shit didn't work. Right. And they're like, well, the franchises are dead. Pull the plug. Right. And they rings, literally Rings and fucking Friday are the polar opposite. I know. That's but, but what I'm saying, though, but what I'm saying at the end of the day here is that the Nightmare on Elm Street series with the remake should have continued. Why didn't it continue? Because sometimes studios are fucking dumb. No, because you I think they're listening to the fans. Because people did turd. not they like someone to play Freddy. Dude, if if you fucking printed off turds and put a Freddy glove on them or a Jason Voorhees mask and sold them at Spencer's <laughs> Gift for twenty dollars, people would buy them. Spencer's yeah, Gift. Right. I swear to God, if you print, if, if you go to hot topic, topic, go to hot topic in a fucking box with the Jason Voorhees mask, fucking Christian has three of them in his house. <laughs> yeah, but it's half the half the films. Oh my god, you that's fucking You could sell Funkos, you could sell fucking anything. Let's but it's, it, but you it's know, a fucking... You could sell, you could sell shit smeared Funkos and people would buy it's, it. It's literally a mystery to me, though. from Artie Lehman on your toy. It's, it's, it's a mystery to me, man. We've gotten so many terrible Halloween movies, and we can't get another fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Or Friday. It's, like, come on. It's no, really, it's not, it's or just, Friday, and I agree, because I'd watch either Friday's one of those legal. before any of these shitty Halloween movies. Friday, and, Friday became legal. My favorite eventually. thing about Halloween Ends that's coming out is the fact that it's fucking ending. It ain't it's over, not, it ain't, You forgot about the I hope it doesn't end. Halloween money sign. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> do another three. I don't care. Do it. Yeah, I'll keep seeing Jamie Lee. You know what's going to happen, yeah. man? You know what's going to happen? I enjoy him. They're the not team. even going to continue with this trilogy. Loomis. They're not going to continue with this trilogy, and then Rob Zombie's going to make <laughs> his Loomis, third no movie. Plus. He's going to make his third movie. <laughs> Dude, I would kill for a third Rob Zombie one. <laughs> right? It'll be so funny. Why fucking... not? Oh, I would love to see the fan backlash on that, man. There's a lot of fans of this new trilogy, man. And we better it, not it talk sick. about Rob Zombie anymore. It kind of sickens yeah. me, actually, because they're pretty bad fucking movies. In fact, Halloween I Kills want Rob was Zombie atrocious. It's bad. Direct what? I want Dave? Rob Zombie to direct Nightmare on Elm Street and fucking Kevin Bacon is the lead. Kevin Bacon's That's like Kevin Bacon would... Exactly. Uh, but Freddy was yep. supposed to be old. Wouldn't that like, be funny originally. that Kevin, Kevin Bacon is a great actor. Started Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I, I think so. That would I be cool. Would be good with him and have Heather yeah. bring back Langenkamp, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, oh, I, they may I, as I well. They should do it. They should skip everything that came after part one and then do a fucking <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street now with fucking with with Heather Langenkamp you know, playing fucking since, the same girl. Since everybody hates Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp now. Since everybody hates Johnny up. Depp now, he would be perfect. No, everybody company. loves Johnny Depp now. Well, I thought that he was all like... Yeah, but they hate Amber Heard. Oh, yeah, they hate yeah, Amber Heard. Now, every, now everybody bed. hates Amber Heard. Yeah. So, and everybody loves yeah. Johnny Depp again. That would be amazing. Yeah, you could get, time, you could probably get him to come back and do a Freddy movie, man. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Dude, I, Johnny I would just Depp. Like a, do it. I just want to remake a Dream Warriors. That's mm-hmm. all I want. 
I don't want a hey, fucking Bob. 20 years later fucking actress who hasn't been acting for 30 years to be like, I hate you now, Fred Krueger. I fucking, <laughs> like, we get, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's like, you don't know me. Yeah, but you know what the problem like, is? The, I, the problem I, I is I with mean, one and three, would be pretty dope. we got no John Saxon anymore. We have, we, the I movie, want Dream Warriors. We have no John Saxon anymore, so that just well, sucks. Yeah, well, Jim Saxon. <laughs> no, John, John Saxon's irreplaceable. Totally. Uh, I want a continuation of Nightmare. Have Nightmare yeah. come back, right? Like we said earlier with fucking Heather Lagan can't come back. And Johnny Depp can die the same death in a bed. Except this time, Freddy Krueger comes in and takes a shit on his bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how he dies. He chokes wait, wait. on the shit in the bed. <laughs> We're doing the Dream Warriors, but now he's attacking senior citizens. And he only goes into old folks' home because society doesn't want him anymore. So he's like, <laughs> He's just killing old people. I'm falling asleep all the time. I can't even watch Matlock without falling asleep. And then Freddy Krueger pops up <laughs> in Matlock and he starts Lock. hacking people up. <laughs> I can't even get through so wait, 20 what? minutes of murder she wrote. <laughs> Freddy just killed Perry Mason. Oh, Perry He's Mason was good. Girls. Perry Mason was actually good, too. Um, what did you rate that, Dave? Oh, I said a seven like 20 minutes ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, this is why the first like four or five in these lists always take fucking forever. But um, yeah, okay, yeah. so new to us, new num, new new number, <laughs> new number, new nightmare number nine. All right, so coming back to me, I feel like this might be another movie that's on my list and no one else's. I don't know. I really don't fucking know. I'm really bad at this game, so I probably got everyone <laughs> shit wrong. Uh, from 1994. Oh, bad Brandon joke. Ah. Oswang. I like that move. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I love the reaction. Every time I say something, everyone's like, hmm. That's I a almost, bad choice. That, that could have made choice. my list. Okay, almost. so I have praised this movie for years and years. I, I've talked about this, like, kind of one of the hidden gems of the 90s, in my opinion. I always like this movie. It's not perfect. It's not perfect by any means. I think the beginning of the movie is a little bit sloppy, the way the narrative is kind of told and stuff. It's it's kind of unbelievable, to be honest. Basically, where this girl kind of gets dropped off by her boyfriend, and he doesn't want her to make this decision to kind of sell her baby off and stuff. But then it kind of jumps from like her taking a <laughs> basically a check to be like a surrogate mother because like you know instead of giving up the baby or giving get an abortion, she's going to have this baby for this couple. Um, she kind of like poses as a wife to this guy because he claims that, you know, his wife or that his mom, um, needs him to be married to inherit, you know, the, the property and the money and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But there's also, there's quite obviously a different motive here. Uh, if you're unfamiliar what an Oswang is or Oswang, however, however you want to, how do you pronounce it? Is it Oswang? Nobody knows. Oswang. I don't think <laughs> I don't, it's Wang. I think it's Oswang. I think it's, it's Oswang. Yeah, monster, Oswang. I believe. I think it. Yeah, it is. It, so it's a Filipino monster. The mythology behind an Oswang is basically a vampire type creature that can live at live in human form, uh, but can shape shift. And the thing is with the Oswangs, they actually live and they feed off of um, fetuses. That's what keeps them alive. So hence the pregnant girl that comes into this life, she's there for that type of reason. Um, I think it's actually a pretty well done film, to be honest. I think, like I said, the beginning is a little bit sloppy and stuff. I think there's a pretty good gore in this film. 
Uh, there's some very awkward moments because there's a lot of tongues and crotches and uh, eating out. And I, I, there's this great scene in the film where... <laughs> So the guy that's posing to be the husband and stuff kind of eats out his pregnant girlfriend. Next day, next morning at uh, the breakfast table, he says to his mom, it's a girl. And it's very subtle, but it's awesome because it's kind of gross. It's very. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking nasty. Um it's a gritty, gritty looking movie. Unfortunately, I think that Mondo Macabro needs to release this Blu-ray if they still have the rights to it. Um, I think it would benefit from a great, from a great transfer, completely. Uh, did you watch? You watch this, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah. I like the atmosphere. I like the location. I like the story. And the most of all, it made me want to track down other movies about this creature because there's a handful of them. Mm-hmm. I think one in maybe the 70s, and there's another one. In the, there's like three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all look is. fucking bonkers. And yeah. this one is weird, too. I, I don't know how to explain this. This feels kind of like one of those, like in the early 90s, they had like kind of some really weird, kind of extreme, kind of 90s horror films. <laughs> This one kind of is in that vein. Like, right, right. I don't know I, how to go about it. it I, it's a nasty one. I agree with you, man. It has this like premise, and it's got pretty decent atmosphere, and it's got a pretty interesting story, and the 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 mythology behind the Oswong is is very cool and shit, and like it's just it's gritty looking. I think the look of this film really kind of it's sells it be for 16, me. Sixteen, right? It's got to be, be right. It's got to be, man. It's so fucking gritty, but I really like the effects that they use with the tongue growing out of the mouths and stuff. It looks pretty damn cool. <laughs> and, and the whole idea it, of feeding he's on the rooftop and he's, is it the mom or the son who goes to the roof? It's the mom. <sighs> yeah. She gets all fucked up and stuff, but yeah, there's a lot of scenes where there's, like I said, there's tongues and crotches. It's very, it's like an uncomfortable film because the way they feed, off the fetus and and the cool thing in the mythology is that if the fetus survives like this you know this uh this feeding frenzy before it's born um then the the fetus actually turns into an oswong themselves so i think that's actually kind of a cool mythology into it or it, it obviously dies it you know it fucking dies and shit like that but i don't know man the whole movie is gritty and it's just an interesting premise that hasn't really been uh, done a whole lot like you said there's there's other movies i haven't seen any other movies with the oswang mythology but uh very interesting very interesting this uh, talk this about this one, be the only one in english probably be the only one in english probably yeah yeah it's uh it's cool man i mean i can see this mythology being done so differently and I don't know, man, there's just something really interesting about this idea. I think it could be totally grown upon, but I really like this movie. I think it's good, man. The, the lead actress in this film reminds me of, um, oh, what's her name, man, from, uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? Oh, dude, it's driving me nuts. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm totally having a fucking brain fart right there. Hit. Oh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee. That's who it reminds okay, me okay. of. Yeah, so I was having a brain fart day. She totally reminds me of her. Even though I love Jennifer Jason Lee, man, she's a great actress, but this chick just totally reminds me of her. But uh, um, So you watch it, and nobody else watched this movie besides Carly? Oh, I watched it. Oh, you did? I saw it. So what do, what do you think of it? Go ahead, Carly. I, I mean, I liked it. I uh, It was one of those ones that I just kind of random, randomly looked up. I watched it off YouTube once again. And oh, it was on YouTube? I thought it wasn't. <laughs> 
Yeah, someone uploaded it to YouTube. That's where I find a lot You'd of these You'd be surprised movies. how much shit is actually on YouTube. Yeah, I just, just type in movies. There's like two different cuts. Videos. There's also two different cuts of this movie, too. Mondo Macabro, uh, they released one. I think if you get the Black Case one, that's actually the director's cut. And apparently, they're, I've never seen the other cut, which is actually like a cut R-rated version. So I'm not sure which version you watch, but like, did you see... A lot of the gore and like the the time I, i'm assuming that's the stuff that would be cut out of the movie i have no idea i have no I idea what honest, i watched this one kind of early on i don't really remember a whole lot but i just remember i was surprised by how much i did like it because i thought well first I thought it was going to be a foreign film i didn't know what a oswang was or anything i just thought that was like I don't right. know, an asian word or something yeah me too but wait thought, this yeah. is in english it is well the the only one in english i did not know that the narrative of this movie is this family that uh, you know they grew up in the philippines but they live in like wisconsin now (laughs) right so it's an american film yeah the quality i watched it on wasn't that like i would this would benefit if i could see it like on blu-ray or something i think yeah i would probably have liked it more but i gave it like a seven out of ten i enjoyed it this is a Vinegar Syndrome or On Earth release if I've ever seen one. Right. Or even Severin. I'm assuming that Mondo movies. still has the rights to their, to their because no one's ever re-released this, but who knows with Mondo, man. Like I said, they've always been an interesting company to me, man. They have so many movies that haven't really been released out of their vault. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things that are out of print that have never been I mean, released, but uh, they're starting to come out another now. Another 94 move, um, Mahakal was a Mondo Macabre. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's actually one of the ones that's one of the ones I'm referring to. And they've re they've re-released a couple on Blu-ray that they've done in the past, but they're just kind of like releasing Blu-rays that they've never done before, which is interesting too. So but their back catalog, so man. I, I would love to see all those Oscar got the rights to that. Or if there's even fucking rights in the US, might just be fucking releasing it. Who knows? Nah, there's <laughs> Do def- you like this movie, Dave? There's rights involved. I, I, I must have saw well yeah i know i know the version i saw must have come from you it was uh so i saw the kills the, the kills were good uh i liked the story uh just for whatever reason it's just one of those movies it's it, it ran out of steam for me in the third act oh I see the third why. act i, I think is the best act i think the third act is the best act man it goes like fucking ape shit man this is ridiculous and it, it's quite i don't long, know what too. happened it's like 40 minutes of like tongue action in the pussy you know, it's like it's it's just it's kind of disgusting <laughs> when you really think, think it when you think about it, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I just I, I think I just my favorite part in the film, like I said, though, is the dude when he eats her out and then he's like he's eating breakfast. He leaves the table and he says to her mom is like, it's a girl. And I'm like, I know exactly who he's referring to because he <laughs> ate the pussy. <laughs> he, he knows no, I didn't girl. realize that was I just thought that was happenstance that they found out some other way. But no, that makes it all it's because, because wow. he's a fucking, I don't want to ruin the whole thing, but Jesus Christ, man. Right. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Don't ruin it because we're going to have to watch it eventually. Anyway. Why? It's in the, um, thing or, or the fucking room work. Oh. Challenge. oh, so you didn't oh, watch no. this JP? No, because oh. I saw it was in the room work challenge and I'm like, I was like, I'm not watching anything else that I haven't seen. Oh, Okay. It's in that challenge because I was like annoyed because I like my luck it will get it like next week or something I had to watch it again. <laughs> oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so yeah, we'll get we'll get to more of that no, I like it, action. <laughs> I, I give it a six and a half, so I like it. You know what I mean? I dug it. Hey, Moods, did you notice the kid had the Bills code on in the beginning? You know what? I was actually just going to get that, and I was going to say the main reason why I give this one an eight out of ten is the opening scene in the film when, <laughs> when the boyfriend drops the girlfriend off at the uh, whatever place you want to call it he's wearing a bill's jacket i'm yeah. like okay plus i love yeah. this movie amazing 
Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and it's funny because he's close, man. He's he's it, it takes place in Wisconsin, so he's very very close to you know to Buffalo. I guess you know it's closer. I guess, but well, it was ninety four. It was it was it was cool to like the Bills at that time. Right, right. Yeah, cool. it was just the after that run. <laughs> it was just after their four year run. Yeah. Right, but right. <laughs> so Oswang, I give eight out of ten. I've seen the movie many times, so if you guys are just kind of on the fence about it and stuff, definitely give it a shot. Um, I think I talked about this when I was doing that '90s series. I, I think I I did, or I was going to talk about this one. I don't know. I might have talked about it, but anyways, mm-hmm. I digress. It is definitely a movie that uh, you should check out. It's pretty. It's it's definitely different. The mythology is definitely All different. Right. So very cool. All right, uh, coming in at number nine for myself is a movie that uh, probably like one of the bigger surprises of the year. Uh, I almost didn't even watch this one because it never showed up on horror lists when I would search like 94 horror movies. Uh, And that is uh, John Waters' Serial Mom. Anybody see this? I did not. I did see it. Dave, you know what? Dave talked me into seeing it, so I saw it. Yeah, me too. But I kept forgetting about it, and then I like finally remembered it. Um, mm-hmm. I think this movie definitely qualifies as a horror comedy. You know what I mean? It's it's um, you know a, a serial killer mom <laughs> in like suburbia. Um, this movie is like hilarious, and it also just I love the vi- like the feel of it, like this this like happy go lucky like town and area, and like um, it feels very John Watersy too. Um, but the, uh, when she, when you first like hear her, like prank calling like that other mom in the area or a woman in the area, and she's saying all this fucking grotesque, like fucking shit, dude. It's so, I like literally, I was like at work, like in, I was like actually folding laundry to help out with the people and I was watching it. Uh, I was, it was overnight. I had my laptop in the in the room where I was folding the laundry, she starts cussing and going crazy. I'm like, shit, like I turned this down. <laughs> it's just, it was a nuts ass movie, dude. And, um, Matthew, uh, Lillard's in it. I didn't even know he was in that. Uh, Ricky Lake is in it. Another John Waters chick. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, good performances. It gets a little nuts at the, the end there. It's like, it's super silly. Um, but I, I had a blast with it. It's honestly one of the funner movies of the year. Uh, I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Nice. Nobody has anything to say about that. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know. a big I fan of it, it myself. Yeah, Notes? I liked it. I'm glad. You know, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure about it because here's the odd thing. I've always wanted to see it. Every, I, I saw. I have seen one scene in my life from it. I was flipping channels, and I was around the time this came out. It was on HBO or something. I was probably high at the time. It was the '90s, after all. So uh, I'm flipping channels, and I'm coming across that one scene, and the the woman is singing, "The sun will come out tomorrow," <laughs> and then she comes up behind her, and that kill. I fucking died. And ever since then. I always wanted to revisit this movie, and I just never got around to it. And I didn't consider it to be horror, just based on what I knew and just the title and everything. It'd be goofy, so I never. But when Dave was talking about it, and he was saying this, this, and this, and I was like, "Well, it's '94. Uh, you know, how many years later is it? Now's as good a chance as any. Why not watch it for this?" So I watched it, and and I did enjoy it. I'm with you. 
I like I how mean, she like throws that fucking like ceramic glass or whatever on the ground and then blames the other girl, the other woman. Oh, was that fabric yeah. egg? Yeah, she broke the egg, right? Or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> it's just like, dude, like the kills in the movie too. Like people are like that's not a horror movie. It's like those kills are more elaborate and ridiculous. Like any slasher I've seen from this time frame. Like she oh, beats sure. somebody to death with a fucking leg of lamb. It 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 feels honestly yeah. like in terms like some of the child's play murders are less brutal and like than these. And these are stupid. It, it's like a parody of slasher movies on top of it. it. It's very funny. Leave it to Beaver, fucking mom with cleaver shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Kathleen yeah. Turner is the fucking bomb, man. I love her. She's Word. excellent. This. I just love her in just everything. Just think, like man. ten years before this, but ten years before this, she was such a sex symbol. She was hugely a sex doing symbol. doing shit with and Michael this is Douglas. Only ten years later, Jewel of the Nile. Dude, and have fucking... you ever seen? Have you ever seen the Man with Two Brains? That Steve Martin comedy. Yep. Yep. Dude, she is absolutely stunning in that movie. Yeah. Just like incredible just uh, oh amazing and the way that she's still very attractive it's only it's it's not that much further into the future this is eight romancing the stone you know? dude but, she's awesome in that man right yeah yeah she is yeah jewel the nile that stuff but i mean what they do with her hair and everything else they make her look the part and it works and she she is great she just has an incredible you know what movie i fucking another film with her and michael douglas and fucking the man danny devito is one of my all-time favorites is War of the Roses, man. That movie has the greatest oh, yeah. cast, the greatest it's just insane. It the only way to describe that movie yeah. is just insane. Um and then she like some of her later stuff like V.I. Borshowski, I love that film too. I actually showed it in my latest update. I just grabbed the DVD of it, but I love that film too. I'm a big Kathleen Turner. I've fan. never seen that. I it's never fun. even saw. It's fun. Wow. It's fun. Actually Kino released a Blu-ray. So, you know. They always got the shit. <laughs> but good stuff. <laughs> The thing about and she, and she's Mom Jessica is, Rabbit, isn't she? Jessica Rabbit too. I think she is. I think you're right. The voice, yeah. yep, yeah, she's she the is. Voice. Yep. Yeah. Her voice, her voice is super memorable. But the, yeah. the what cracks me up is pettiness. Like that's why I love Seinfeld so much. Yeah. And Kathleen Turner's pettiness is what causes her to kill. And it's so yeah. fucking funny. The end right. with the Labor Day shit. You're just like, oh my God. Oh, and yeah. like all the characters are funny. They have great dialogue. The small town feast was perfect. And Dude. it just set up. And, and Tom Waters <laughs> is the king of something like, um, he says you have to have no good taste to do bad taste well. And he's 100% right. Like, that's <laughs> the source material. He's parodying very well. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's good shit, man. Fucking Ricky Lake. <laughs> oh, Mick Stoll's great in it too. It I love the kids are Ricky yes. Lake and Matthew Lillard. Like I, I, it's funny because most people look at Matthew Lillard as like you know the dude from Scream. To me, SLC Punk. He's fucking. He's a, he's the voice of fucking Shaggy, man. Oh. In in the Scooby Doo <laughs> movies, he's been this voice of Shaggy for oh fuck, I think since two thousand eight or actually the original actor left and then he took over so he's been like you know 14 15 years kind of thing yeah and, he like, it a lot. and i love all that scooby-doo is. stuff i buy all of that he's stuff so like years. i watch all those movies and it's like lillard to me he's so good at it he's so fucking good so yeah. let me ask you he he i never saw the movies like when they went live action he is the he is shaggy in the live action movie and he continued on doing the voices for the modern day uh, yeah, that stuff. I, I can't remember if the first live action movie came out before he took over in the animated series, but he's done every animated movie since uh, like 2008 or 9. 
Like he's done a ton of them. I didn't know that. He's done like twenty of them. Just live action. No, he, yeah, no, he he embraces that role like a ton. Yeah, no, he, he did he the live likes. action. Why not? But I think he might have been the voice of Shaggy in the animated movies before he did the live action. I think that's how it works. I'd have to check. Oh, that's kind of cool. But wow. he's done like every animated movie since, and he was the guy. He took over for the original dude, which is crazy because the guy had voiced it for like thirty years. So yeah. Casey Kasem, yeah, he was fucking old. By and then. Lillard Shit. is good because when you and when you see the transaction, like in voice, you're like, fuck, man, it's pretty close. It's it's amazing. So I always think of Lillard because I'm a huge Scooby Doo freak. I'm a I'm a fucking big dork when it comes to Scooby Doo. So nice stuff. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's back to me. No, it's Carly. No, it's Carly. She's yeah, dude. You're like way off. I'm bringing up the rear. <laughs> I thought that was Dave's pick. Oh shit! <laughs> Never mind. Brandon's up next. <laughs> no, I, 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 isn't Derek up next? Oh, you got oh. Car- Carly, Dave, and Dave. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I man. I thought we were talking about Dave because I'm. It's the way I had my computer screen right now is because I write down everyone's list and I was like, wait a minute, I had it on Dave and never mind. Fuck. All right, Carly. Uh, all right, number nine. I have the paper boy. Nice. I, I knew like that was a Carly movie. I knew that. Yeah. I like it too, but I knew you'd like it. That's funny. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I just do. I just like how they get there and like immediately the kids like you know coming on too strong. It's not even like a slow progression. <laughs> He's just kind of instantly like over the top, annoying, and kind of in their business and like being too much and. Just his little flip outs are like they they play off as funny and everything, but yeah, again, I'm a sucker for these types of movies too, where like there's someone who's like being overly invasive in your life, and especially neighbors, because I think it's like very relatable to real life, because I've had my share of very annoying neighbors, and it makes it all the worse if they're psychotic. So, but yeah, I had a fun time with this movie and thought it was pretty entertaining. And I, it's a first time watch for me, uh, much like Relative Fear was. So uh, that was cool too. This is another one of those ones that um, JP told me I should watch it. Actually, to give him credit. And Dave and, told me I should watch it. All right, I so said it's, give, a, it's a JP movie. Yeah, nobody yeah. fucking told me yeah. to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you're not. Well, in the, you, you fucking left the chat. It's your own fault. <laughs> Yes. No, I knew I wanted to but, watch it. I hadn't, you know, seen that shit in fucking forever. Actually, I don't know if I'd ever seen the Paperboy. I couldn't, I couldn't remember uh, if I'd seen this movie or not. Well, you like, gotta it, watch it. No, I no, I watched it for this, but I couldn't remember yeah. if it was a rewatch or not because I remember seeing the VHS in the in the uh, rental place forever. It's you know, just the artwork always. Rem- I, I feel like I had watched it too. Yeah, I couldn't remember. But I might have been thinking like because I watched Mikey so many times. I was going to say time. Mikey. Holy shit! Yeah, and then and it was Mikey. very similar artwork and like the Paperboy and like I couldn't remember if I watched it or not. Yeah, <laughs> like ninety four, I would have been well, I would have been fourteen. So, I mean, I was rental. I was a dork. If I wasn't listening to music in my head, like I would be renting movies with my headphones on. You know, <laughs> it's all music and movies. But yeah, the paper boy. It's very Canadian. It's very Canadian. And you know why? You know what really put it over the edge for me when I'm watching it? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is very Canadian. At one point, the kid said that he was going to phone him. 
<laughs> oh, dude, that is such bullshit, dude. I've been. I, I, <laughs> don't start this again. Honestly, dude, I wrote it down. It cracked me up. It's funny I because I, I swear you guys don't notice this, but it's in every single American movie too that they say phone. Like it, it's constant. It's fucking constant in those movies. But actually, it makes complete sense. Yeah, I'll keep. Okay. I'll no, keep it, an eye out for the phone. It the really, but it is though. Like I swear, you guys are you guys are like old people where you're just ignorant <laughs> to music. When you, when you fucking like, remember when parents back <laughs> yeah, in the day would be like blah 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 in the music. All I hear bro. was fuck shit, cunt ass, my whole motherfucker. And I'm like, no, there was there was more words to the song. There really was more words to the song. You know, it's like fuck. That's it. for sure, man. I've taken so many clips of movies, and I just didn't send them off. I'm like, watch this, guys. You send a lot of them, and I ignored all of them. Exactly, well, I, but I, I could do it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times <laughs> since. I could have done it. Well, I'm curious. I want to see that shit because oh. I'm, I'm I'm being legit. Like moods when I watched the movie and someone said they were gonna phone somebody. That's when I stopped it and went on to IMDb and said this has to be Canadian, and it was. That, I'm being legit. That's yeah, that's, but the guy was fucking... I'd... He was wearing a Canadian tuxedo eating a bowl of poutine, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll phone you down there at the call over on the... the, the See, that, that's the fucked up thing, man, is that, like, it's... Oh, my God, it's all in American movies, too. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's I've so never funny. seen anyone eat poutine in a movie. I've no, never seen one I'm person fucking, eat poutine I, in a movie. No, we don't have poutine. No, you but period. About? Any movie. Yeah, you, you do. think that they and would have do, it in a movie. Way. I've eaten. I've actually eaten poutine really in is. the states before. No, but, but I've never. No, we never. It's, uh, you never I've seen never seen it in a movie. movie. Oh, in a movie? Maybe not. Maybe not. Probably not. But yeah. we gotta have poutine in a movie. I've never seen bagged milk in a movie. Have you? No, yeah, I've no. never seen bag milk. Uh, I don't know what the uh, fuck uh, that is. With the crystal plumage. See, Aaron, my wife always, she's like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, apparently they even got it in Alberta too. And I'm like, I have never seen bag milk. I have no, I have no fucking clue what that is. Like, Christian we just, would it. you use it? If, if, if there was bag milk in your area, would you consider using it or not? Fuck no, no. What the no. hell? What the point? Milk. No, because you have to put the bag into a fucking specific jug Cut the fucking corner off to port. Like, no, right? Just buy a like, fucking why jug. Why are you trying to waste all my? Just time, buy a bro. fucking jug. Like, what the fuck? I never understood it, man. I already spilled milk everywhere, anyways. Without it, fucking being in a bag. I never understood bag milk, man. It's like yeah, the and then you thing. say that, and you're like, no, it's really easy to pour. I swear. It's like, dude, I know how bags work. Okay, I know, I know, I, I know that it's possible, but I know that it's not as convenient as a jug, too. Yeah, not no, it definitely Rips. isn't, man. I, I actually had to look it up, and I'm like, that shit doesn't look cool. That's not cool. Charlie, do you have anything else to say about this movie? Uh, I just, I mean, I like the, I like how he's like blunt, like that part where the girl falls off the ladder, and he's like, oh yeah, she fell off the ladder, she's gonna be in a wheelchair the rest of her life, and like walks away. Like I, 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 I like lines fuck. like that. Yeah, he's just like a horrible, horrible person. But yeah, it was awesome. enjoyable. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, I like that one as well. All right, Me too, well, and literally, you said it too, uh, Carly, and th- that's what it says in my notes. Literally, this is my second note into the movie. I'm a sucker for these. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. the same thing. Yeah, do- I love these fucking... And Alexandra Paul, I like her. I've always been a fan of hers. Even- and then she went on Baywatch, and she cut her hair real short, and I wasn't into the haircut but. i love how dave oh, is like <laughs> i love how parker's like fucking just hates canadian shit so much he's like he's he had to move this along he's like carly you got anything to say and he, in his head he's like well no people are just talking about kid. fucking canadian products and at this point like they're like remember john candy he's canadian 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so he gets offended about the one tangent about syndrome. Canada where we tangent off on every single fucking movie, but the one tangent he gets all offense, hey, offended I was in about on is the CFL. I was in on the CFL. I loved it. But I don't Bell. Nobody likes CFL. Nobody head. likes CFL. That's garbage. That's like fucking... talking about it, though. Maybe laugh. Yeah. Maybe it's because about... it was <laughs> All right. Anyways. How about the kid, Paperboy? When he fucking gets real mad and he gets in, the, he puts on this real high pitch, angry voice. That's just hilarious. That's my favorite. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> it's so awful. That's a good. That's a good impersonation. <laughs> I, I just had to get it out because I don't think it's gonna come up again. So I wanted to, you know, because yeah, I, I don't think so either. We might talk about yeah. this one later. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm not sure Carly's holding up so far as TV movies. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I think I think the best thing about that movie is that Francis Bay was in it, so. Yeah, she was. Oh yeah, that was the other one she was in. Yeah, she's actually mentioned so many actors. I never. She's actually in one of the best movies of the year, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I like her. She's cool. Yeah, Francis Bay. Well, she's in one of the better movies of the year. Gilmore's grandma, dude. In one of the better movies of the nineties of nineteen ninety four. In the mouth of madness. Is he in it? She's in. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she is in that. Yeah, yeah. She's the hotel clerk. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just. She's yeah. also in Blue Velvet, of course. Oh fuck yeah. yeah! Oh yeah. I've seen her around. All right, Mr. Parker, back to you. Okay. This is the first on the list, and I doubt it will be the last time. This was one of. Well, I don't want to spoil that, but it was the first time watch for me. It's the only animated movie that's going to make my list, and this is a cat giallo. <laughs> if it fucking makes any sense, a uh, filadad. Um, it's a German film. It's very bizarre, and uh, it was it caught me by off guard. Like it starts off where this cat moves into an. It sounds so silly. A cat moves into a new neighborhood, and uh, the the adults, like the humans in the movie, they're kind of like Doug characters, where you don't not Doug, um, Charlie Brown characters, where you barely see them. But like he starts to follow this investigation, thuggish cat. Starting to look around the neighborhood because cats are ending up like missing and they're all found like like uh, disemboweled and stuff and <laughs> like, and it, he uncovers this crazy really weird fucking giallo style theme and it's about madness and medical experiments and cults and it's there's one point in this movie where he meets a character and then they die and I literally was heartbroken like I was like oh. I was like oh I did God. not expect that to happen at all I was no. like oh yeah, now they're gonna team up and there's gonna be a thing yeah, going on kinda, yeah. like I was like what yeah. like. This is a dark movie, man. It's really cool and different, and it's nothing quite like it on the any on any of the movies. Ninety four. Like, so I gave this an eight out of ten. It's, I, it's a great movie. It made me feel like my cats don't respect me. Yeah, I, they don't. Feel, they, they think I'm a can opener. I really want to pick this. I want to <laughs> pick this film up, man. I hope it gets like a really good release. But I, I like these kind of. Um, these fallout stories from world war two, you know, about experiments and the Nazis and, 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 and the Jews and shit like that. What's that? I'd see it going to the experiment way. Like that was like, that's what won me over. I was like, this might not be horror enough. And then it went to that. And I was like, Oh, this is straight up like a crazy ass bonkers, like giallo with like a, a crazy mental or a medical science thing. And I didn't see that coming. It if makes sense though. Right? The animation with uh, live action actors, you wouldn't probably debate if it was a giallo or a horror film. You're right. Yeah, because it, 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 it is a, a it is a German film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's German. German so Denmark, I mean, yeah. th- there's a bunch of these movies where they're kind of like I call them like Fallout movies from like you know World War Two with dealing with the Nazis and the, the Nazi regime and 
and uh, the experiments and stuff. And it's kind of cool how they did this animated wise because it's definitely not a kids movie at all. I mean, kids would probably (laughs) never really understand the the core narrative of what's going on, but there's still the on-screen violence and stuff, which you do feel bad for some of the cats that get killed and shit. It's like, fuck the fuck, man. But but it's effective in what it does, though, because it makes you kind of think if you know where this is coming from, it kind of makes you like, fuck, it's it's super sad. It's super sad. Yeah, and as long as you don't, like, as long as you didn't, like, put, because the cover of it, on letterbox looks like a straight like kids movie and if you start yeah, it off by like a new cat moves into a neighborhood yeah. and i was i was like halfway through it i was like i don't i don't think this approach is working right <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great yeah good, you rate that shit good pick good pick. i gave it an eight out of ten yeah eight. good pick, good pick. I, I feel like somebody else is gonna have it on their list i think right i don't know we might be hearing about this one later on tonight. Yeah, it, it's it's honestly a really good movie. I yeah, it is really enjoy that. All right, Mister Z. Okay, uh, I don't think anyone else is going like to have this. James based- Bond villain, Mister Z. <laughs> yeah, Mister Z. <laughs> based on a conversation we had earlier, which I don't even think was I think it was pre gaming, if if I'm not mistaken. But the first time I saw this movie was for summer series because I had to. I never wanted to see this movie, although that's kind of a lie. I did kind of see a little bit of it with the girl I was dating because she wanted to watch it at one point. But this was at a time where we were just hanging out in the couch. It could have been put on. I had one thing on my mind, so I wasn't really paying attention to the movie, but whatever. So I did kind of see it, I guess you could say, but I don't remember. But I watched this movie because it came up as a horror movie on the summer series. And at that time, it really impressed me. I was like, wow, not only is it a horror movie to me, I really like this movie. And this would be the second time I watched it for the show because of the year, of course. And that movie is The Crow. uh, Dude, yeah, I really like The Crow. It's very dark all around. It's got that gothic feeling. There's a lot of good. The dialogue is really good. Really good. Stuff, Stuff that's lasted, too, like victims aren't we all he says and nothing is trivial it can't rain all the time there's these are like pop i don't know if they're pop culture but they're things that i see coming up a lot and to me it's sad it has heart it's just a sad story about freaking someone that gets killed and comes back from the grave to to get revenge and i enjoy the i enjoy the kills uh, to me i don't know i, I never Again, until I watched the movie, I never thought it would be consider it a horror. But I've watched it twice now. To me, it, it feels like a horror movie to me. So I, I got to go along with it. But he it's a great look. And the, this movie, he looks great. The movie just took a life on its own when it came out. And I can understand how people are going to be a little trepidatious with it because a lot of teenage girls happen to glom onto it. And I get mm-hmm. it. That's fine. So uh, that kind of turns like, you know, grown males off, I suppose. Like, oh, well, I'm not going to watch The Crow. I mean, that's kind of how I felt even. So, but when I sat down and watched it for a podcast, I was like, well, shit, this is pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I like that actress, Bai Ling. I like her in, in the few things that I've seen her in. Her death is really cool. I think it's got a really cool climax. And the final kill is great. I just really enjoy the film. Uh I don't know how many more times I'm going to watch it, but I will watch it again. And it impressed me. So the crow seven and a half out of 10. John Polito's the shit in it. Love him in it. John Polito's great. Oh, he's always great. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Michael Wincott's great. There's a lot of good actors in it. Ernie Hudson. Is that his name? Ernie yeah. Hudson. Yeah. Tony Todd. Yeah, like <clears throat> Ghostbusters. The kid actor is terrible. He's dog shit. Who is it? 
There's a kid actor. There's a girl, you mean? There's a female. There's a young kid in that movie that I remember. I was like, oh my god. I just remember the girl that they were friends with. There, there was I a little kid. I can't remember, yeah, yeah. and I just remember laughing oh, at the the fucking Dude. acting by her. I, yeah, I just like, there, but. I just like the atmosphere. It's it's fucking always dark, and it's just like I said, it, it does have. You guys are right. It does have that comic book type feel, but to me, it's just darker and more horrific. They literally, we see the guy come out of the grave, and come fucking. Uh, you know, and kill people. I mean, man, I to think me, would, that's enough for horror. I think yeah. I would rather see a, like, a, kind of like a pseudo-documentary type style film about Brandon Lee dying in The Crow and coming back to life and reality and, you know, killing off the people that actually fucking caused his death in the making of The Crow. Oh, <laughs> like, that movie would be <laughs> fucking amazing to me, man. I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. He just kills Alec Baldwin just for the hell of it. (laughs) He just kills it. (laughs) Non-related. (laughs) Non-related. Awesome. It was too good. The premise would be fucking amazing, though, man. I don't know. I'm not even getting into like who's at fault with that, but like I mean, if you're gonna make a movie about <laughs> well, uh, I never Brandon said Lee any specific names. The people in the crow, it would be you have to end it with him killing other people who had that kind of shit happen. Actually, that that's a pretty so, interesting premise. Killing people that may have been responsible for other deaths on the set and stuff. It's just fucking Brandon Lee, like just going around fucking taking out motherfuckers. Everybody's laughing. The anti-hero. The anti-hero. What about John Landis? Oh, he's good. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, kill him. That's a great example, man. That's a great example. That's a great example. Wasn't he in a movie from this year? Did I, I remember seeing him on my screen the other day? Did he make a fucking a guest appearance in in a '94 movie? I'm sure he did. Uh, I can't I think remember he did. what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. what the hell was it? Was it Mosquito? No, it wasn't Mosquito. What the hell? Let me was look it? at the top left. It might have been that. I was no, I wasn't. I saw no, a mosquito in a hotel mosquito. room. No, I wasn't mosquito. No, he's not a mosquito. He's I saw mosquito. it on my TV. <clears throat> what, Dave? You saw a mosquito in your hotel the stand? room? Was it the stand? <laughs> he is in the stand. It was he's the one stand. of the goons. He's one of the goons. Yeah. Yeah. So is Joe Bob. Everybody's in the yes. stand. Yeah. I'm pretty Everybody's sure Joe I'm Bob. in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. I have a question. So I'm going to meet Joe Bob this summer. What movie should I get uh, signed? I'm thinking that I'm going to get fucking the sleeper signed. Who? You broke up. Texas Chainsaw 2. No. No, Are you meeting? I made... Really? You guys can't fucking hear me? You You broke up. You broke up right there. You're cutting out like every other second, to be honest. Oh, he is not every other second. It's not every other second. But I just didn't hear the answer. Is he talking right now? No, I'm not talking. I'm just waiting for everyone to shut the fuck up. Can you hear me? Hear who you who you're trying to get the argument? Who who you trying to get signed? Joe Bob Briggs. That's okay. what I said. Texas Chainsaw Two. Casino. And I made that joke He's, about Joe or about uh, TCM Two. I'd be like, wouldn't that be funny to get him sign to, to sign that film, even though his scenes got cut? <laughs> be awesome. No, it'd be. <laughs> I would but, I, but I was thinking, man, the sleeper. Oh, is he in the sleeper? Yeah, he's like the cop. Yeah, he's in the sleeper. Yeah, so. Well, but oh, I got thought the it was a movie. He's got the best line in Casino. It, it's a casino, so people got to win sometimes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I, but I said that shit would be super comedy though, man. Like to bring him TCM two and get him to sign. Like I, I want, I want to see what he would say to me. Where are you meeting Joe Bob at? Horicon, Calgary. Couple months, actually next month. Was it May, June? Yeah, next um, month. <clears throat> I th- I bought a poster from him. And Darcy's going to be there, that, too, but I don't last... really give a fuck about Darcy. I just want to meet Joe Bob. 
But uh, Darcy's well, cool as shit, dude. Well, what the fuck? What am I gonna do? Get a picture with her? Like, yeah. I don't know. Nah. Yeah, she's part of the show, dude. <laughs> I cock blocked JP because she took a picture of me with Joe Bob and JP, and JP was like, "Man, I wanted a picture with Darcy and Joe Bob," but instead yeah. she ended up taking the pic. <laughs> I, I want to hear his reaction. Well, your scenes got cut, so can you sign this? I just want to hear what he what he would say to me because I'm sure it would be a great response. Well, to be I'm fair, just... it got cut because of the MPAA, not because of no, 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 like but good. him. For t- to sign them, no, like, that's I, not I, why. I would just like to have the conversation. Like you're gonna what sign mean, this that's for not me. Why. It's fucking hilarious. It was a pacing issue. Didn't you it's see fun. the fucking the documentary about? They released that movie, man. For pacing, that movie got released unrated. Then what about all the kills in the fucking basement? In I'm the just fucking saying. Garage. The the story yeah, I, think I heard was never that, made that scene there. was cut what? for pacing, not for. Was goal, it? That's all. I can't remember. What was it supposed to be? Like, what was he supposed to be in it? It didn't make sense. Yeah, because it just kind of comes out of nowhere in the middle of the, it. Was like it was like to throw no some chainsaw kills or yeah, which is. Are you uh, it was after Toby the Hooper chil- made something that didn't make any sense? Thing. I don't think you know Toby Hooper very well. Have you seen Life Force? That makes all the sense in the world. It's fucking boring as hell, man. I, I love Life Force. I know. I gotta so fucking watch it in the fucking in the, in the drive-in next. No, buddy, we can take. I like it. It's good. Oh, it's gonna be so long at the drive-in. Yeah, I've never seen uh, it. Which cut are they gonna show? One of the seventeen cuts. Hopefully, of the, movie? the shortest fucking one. I hope. <laughs> There's like a million. <laughs> Didn't cuts. JP watch like eight cuts? And that, movie, I watched, that movie. I watched that movie. That movie oh. might have the world record for the most cuts, and all of them suck. It's crazy. <laughs> It's yeah, a great it's movie. A, <laughs> I don't know how a movie, movie with a girl walking around Hooper's naked the entire movie. time could fucking suck. Like that's insane. You said it's Toby Hooper's worst movie. Worst one, bro. I've you're seen. on drugs. Well, I've never said that. that movie's movie's boring. Kids, it's Dude, his so worst boring. movie is that fucking Masters of Horror, Dance of the Dead, or whatever. That's unwatchable. I'd rather watch that because it's short. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Dance course. Dance of the Dead. That that movie does suck. It's and awful. It's, and it's 58 it's minutes long. It's 58 right minutes right now, though. I give you two options. Would you rather watch two and a fucking half hour Life Force or 30 minute Dance of the Dead pick? No, you're fucking it's sad you're minutes, minutes, Why doesn't he watch the theatrical cut at a buck like 40 and watch the fucking hour <laughs> Dance of the Dead? 58 minutes. Because you, you knew he was going to pick Dance of the Dead. That's why you had to change the narrative. Yeah, because you completely lies. Alternative <laughs> facts, JP over here. He's like, here, listen to my argument. I'm going to tell you all incorrect information and see if you side with me. You should be that's a politician. That's what politicians do. Word. Run for fucking <laughs> Congress. Well, you're not going to be able to run for president because they got unlimited dirt for, from you on this show. And he's Mexican. You can't have a Mexican president. That doesn't president. matter. <laughs> well, you can't have a Mexican president. <laughs> you're canceled, Dave. This ain't exploding heads. You can't just say what you want. We, this this goes right. out to the public. We this have the public. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, where are we even at? Smooch. Yeah, apparently we're just bad people and we kick off uh, hosts for no reason. So you don't want to be saying some bad shit. So I love Mexicans. Yeah. My wife speaks. You sound like Donald Trump right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mexicans. He Mexican. eats a taco my, salad my and he's like Burr. Mexican. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> this I lady that cleans my toilets is Mexican. She's awesome. <laughs> I love my Mexican too. He's a great guy. <laughs> oh man! All right, my go. We won't see an Italian president either. So, so what? 
Sure we have. Yeah, because Como fucked haven't. that up. I'm Italian. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a pervert. I'm Italian. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> He's groping people. I'm not a pervert. I'm Italian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Amazing. All right. Sorry, Moot. All right. So coming in at number eight, seven. Fuck. We're only on seven. God damn it. All right. Um, no, we're at eight. No, we're, we're on, actually eight. We're on eight, bro. We're only on eight. <laughs> <laughs> we're only on eight, dog. <laughs> oh, fuck. We are on fucking number eight. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Okay. So coming in number eight um, is a film that's been repeated a couple times. And that is Red to Kill. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Repeat. So, so yeah, so I, I kind of figured this might be making a few lists and stuff. Um, there's really nothing else to say about it. Uh, I can see why people get a little bit offended by, you know, the, I would say performances. I can't even, honestly, I can't even tell if some of the actors that were involved in the background were actually, um, like, handicapped people. Or if that didn't, none of them are. I would say maybe one. Yeah, some definitely. Well, there's definitely one. I think there's one in there that definitely was probably uh, challenged, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the performance seem pretty legit, though. Like, they're pretty, they're kind of spot on and stuff. But, I mean, I can see why people would get offended by this this content nowadays. I, I mean, back in 94, when people didn't really give a fuck about PC bullshit and stuff. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a movie. You kind of take it for what it is. But but it's a it's a it's it's an effective movie because... Dude, the third act is batshit insane. And I I think the highlight for me, man, is the rapist. How he goes from, you know, he plays these the dual roles so well. You know, he plays yeah. this fucking, this, this straight-edge type guy. And then he's just, man, the third act He goes act from, is, like, Clark Kent to rape man. It really is. It really is. It's like <laughs> night, it's like that's, really night and day. <laughs> it is, honestly, that's a great comparison, man. Um, it is a day. genius. But <laughs> he goes from Clark Kent to rape man. Oh fuck! That's the quote of the show. Rape right Man's there. a superhero, by the way. This dude is not a superhero. No, man. But it's it's just not, and the rape scenes are just so like in depth too. Like how They're he like, just he forces those legs up in a V and he's just like pulls them apart and he's just like oh he's thrusting this like holy fuck, bro. It's like it's it's intense to watch, man. I can see why people probably wouldn't enjoy this, but I love the way it looks. That's one of my favorite things about the movie. The way it's shot, it has this kind of low lit kind of like. Maybe there's some like blue hues. Yeah, in there the blue hues. Like that. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Like it has this like blue hue to it, which is like kind of reminiscent of like Madman kind of thing, and it just has a great look to it. But the performances are good. I didn't know the lead actress was like a um. What what did you say she was a Miss Miss universe, universe? I think like to be honest, like she's like perfect looking, but that's why it's so. And then like Wait, the, when the you lead, say lead actress, are you talking about the? The I'm talking about the handicapped girl. There's like three. There's okay. three major. Well, the, the, I mean, like, I mean the main handicapped uh, Asian girl, yeah, or, yeah. Well, Asian girl, but like you know the one that loses her family and stuff, and then yeah, right. So yeah, very pretty. But yeah, no, I didn't know because like honestly, man, her performance is pretty good. It's actually not bad. Like I mean, I just wouldn't correlate, you know, model to that. You know, it just doesn't really translate too well in America in northern. But. Yeah, you really feel bad for her. It's the most yeah, mean-spirited man. movie of the year. It is yeah, honestly super mean-spirited. Mean-spirited, and but it's like 
<sighs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> dude, the third act, like, it's just so bonkers that it falls into that category three category, like, so, so perfect. It just, it slides in. No pun intended there. But There's I don't know. There's sweat for anything to slide in in this movie. No, man. It, it's just, ugh, fuck. I, I really enjoy this, man. It's more, it's about the performances for me and pretty much the subject matter. I mean, when you're dealing with handicaps, I th- you're, you're kind of treading a thin line there. I think there's a lot of room for people to hate your fucking film. I think if you take it for what it is, you you might really enjoy this. But overall, it's uh, it's pretty enjoyable. So, you know, Red to Kill, uh, eight out of ten. Nice. Um, hear hear me out here. Mm-hmm. So, this is a story I'll make it up on the spot. Like, they're sitting here, they're casting, and they're like, "We need like four or five people to play mentally handicapped. We we got like actual four legitimate mentally handicapped people. We need one more." And they're looking around, and they're like, "We why don't we just fill it in with the crew?" member and they look over and they're like you you're gonna play one and he's just like what and then they just make one guy one guy fake being mentally handicapped amongst the others and you got to pick which one you think it is <laughs> can you imagine that like, that's the kind of shit they would do no i do think like three or four of those people aren't mentally handicapped like i can't see it. i feel like a lot of them aren't no, like I, don't, I said, there's only like six. I don't know, man. I feel like there's definitely a few, unless they're just pulling off yeah. the performances so well. But like, I, I can't tell. I honestly can't tell. It's hard, you know. And that's what it kind of makes me interested. I mean, I feel yeah. like they probably, you know, with the disclaimer at the front of the movie, I feel like they definitely used handicapped people in it to I kind just of don't like know how like accentuate legally, the point. Like, I feel like that would probably be like a lot. Like people wouldn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Because like. There's probably all sort of like legality stuff. Like uh, this is Hong Kong, bro. Well, I, I find That's it so interesting point. because you have this, you have this, uh, this prologue. This is kind of disclaimer. I think if you use handicapped people in the film, you're kind of like you're kind of in depth in your point. But if you don't, it seems even more exploitive that you're just using actors that are just kind of... I mean, the, the film itself is very exploitive in, in general. Like, the core narrative like, is yeah. very exploitive. But, like, even- if I feel like you need to use some handicapped people when you're going to have a disclaimer at the front of your film. But this is 1994, man. Like, in The Rain Man. Like, they didn't hire fucking Dustin Hoffman. He wasn't... Or, or I Am Sam, Sean Penn. Like, they didn't give a fuck about that kind of stuff, man. Or what about fucking uh, Frank and Beans fucking... Um, What's well, that actor's name? I mean, you could use from, this uh, point of view. You can use this point I of view from. Really think of any like handicapped people that they've cast in movies. Red Christmas. Red Christmas is one. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I the, like that the, movie. A lot the of son, don't. and he dies yeah. a horrible death too. I like it. He gets killed. I like awful. it. I think it's quite good. I think people yeah. got mad because they thought they were telling people that they were anti-abortion, and I don't think the movie was at all. Uh, Red Christmas is one of my most watched movies in the last. It's one of my most watched movies in the last few years. If you look at my letterbox, man, I've watched it like four or five times. It's crazy. When I was done, I gave it. I gave it like nine out of ten. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, "Why did I like this?" I love D. Wallace, and that movie is yeah. It's it's definitely um, misinterpreted for sure. I listened to the commentary even on that one to hear the director, and he's like, "I'm not pro or anti. I'm not trying to say anything." I mean, they explain away in the narrative what's going on here, why she had the fucking abortion, and well kind of abortion i guess but 
You know, <clears throat> back to what you said, though, with the disclaimer and everything else, yeah. I think that I understand how some people can see it as insensitive, but I also think, well, I don't think, I think it's a fact that the message is what it's all about, that these people are being accused uh, of, of possibly being the killer just because they're handicapped and they're being they're being treated wrongly it's prejudice against them and then we come to find out that of course that's not the case right and they're they're actually the victims right and they correct right, right. and they so saved the day one time good. what's that i also feel yeah, like they saved the day at one point too right 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 i also feel like you know you're probably right about the actors all being kind of not handicapped because it goes back to something my buddy said years ago. It just kind of just kind of dawned on me right now. He's like, we were kind of sitting there, sitting around one time, and we were talking, whatever. And it just—I don't remember the conversation, but he mentioned something about it. Like, he's like, you ever notice something weird about how you never see that many handicapped Asian people? And where we live, we live around millions of Asian people, right? And. I was like, bro, you're right. I never see handicapped Asian people. It's, it's like the weirdest shit. So maybe there just isn't that many, right? I don't mean to, to laugh about it, but I'm just saying maybe they, you know, they actually had to use straight actors. I shouldn't say straight actors. I don't know how to put it without being offensive. I, I don't know, Moose, if that's correct. I, I no, no, no. It probably, probably isn't, but I'm, I'm just saying you maybe don't you see. Don't bring them out in public. I have no idea. You're right. But you, there's not many Asians in my area, but I don't. I can't think of if I've ever. This is the stupidest thing. I don't know if I've ever seen a mentally handicapped Asian person in, in person. Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. And like when you live, like, when you live in an area. I don't have like any you, fucking Asian people around me. So I well, when you live, when you live in an area where you, like, you know, white people are minorities in Vancouver. We live around age. I've never seen a handicapped Asian person before. I've never seen a handicapped Asian. I've never Wait, seen. Who has like, like a no return link dead? I think there's a skeleton farm over in India. Like, no, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking population wise. There's more Asian people than there is white people in the Vancouver area. I'm just saying that's a fact. That's not me talking. That's an actual fact. Oh, I know, but it's just a weird thing that only you would have noticed because we have no idea to like. No, 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 we it's not that, it's not that like I just noticed. Anybody yeah. that lives over here notices. Toronto, too. No, not in Toronto. No, not in Toronto at all. Tro- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying... But anyways, it doesn't matter. My point is, is that it came from a conversation where when you live with, you know, a diversity of people and stuff, you kind of notice things like, I've never seen a handicapped Asian person before. And I'm like, fuck, bro, I've never seen one either. Like, it never dawned on me. But now talking about this movie and, and talking about the actors and stuff and not really knowing if they're handicapped or, or just normal, it's like, fuck, man. Maybe they just... There's... I think they got a secret vaccine, Moots. They're not letting us in on it. They're letting us be over here all they're stupid just fucking and healthier, they got the special sauce. Fucking healthier people, man. It's all that fish and shit. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. It's all that fucking McDonald's making us stupid. But anyways, <laughs> the point is, is that... Uh, it's uh, it's it's exploitive, but it, it works very 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 well. And uh, yeah, well, anyways, eight out of ten. Red to kill. It's uh, it's good shit. It's good shit. Rape scenes are they're nasty. I think they're nasty, especially the openings. You know what I never understood about this movie though. So, dude, rapes the open. The film opens up with this horrific rape scene and murder. That's the last we hear of it. Yeah, but food. <laughs> she was wearing red. I mean, can you blame him? But like, there's no like. It's just it's it's kind of put there, and then <laughs> the film the starts. Trigger of all time. 
Right. right? Like, what is he, a goddamn bull? Yeah, red's a pretty fucking common color, dude. Yeah, right, I dude. know. But <laughs> my point is in the narrative. Like no, that I, murder? I imagine she died. That's why they're talking about it. That's why they're they're so worried about it happening later when they blame the mentally handicapped No, it's funny it. that's never really investigated because you think at this point that you'd have a little bit investigative, but it's just, it's more in dialogue. Or you'd have some cops around, right? Right, that's what I'm saying, right? It's, it's never... There's no cops in the movie. No, none. It's pretty crazy. Anyways... I don't think they got Maybe cops sh- in China and Hong Kong. That's my theory. I didn't see any. They must they not do. be any. But it's, I'm but just it's kidding. I'm making no, a joke. No, they definitely do. It's not like I in the UK where they don't carry I know guns. They do. Well, they carry guns now, I, I think. But. I was going to have a joke, but I lost it. <laughs> I was going to say they do have cops, but they're all they're mentally handicapped. That <laughs> fucking stop it. Could you God, imagine? Bro. That's where they are. <laughs> He comes on the twenty two show on the show because y'all are gonna get kicked off too. I don't how am I, I don't know if that's off? offensive. I don't think <laughs> this is offensive. offensive. Moose just noticed something. And then I said that they're better than white people. What does that make it's not people even that I noticed. It's just like a reality. Better than it's, white people? it's not even a bad yeah. thing. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, we just you gotta remember. You gotta remember where BC is, man. We're just across the pond from from Asia. Right, so that's Dude, why there's some Asians. The geographic of Canada. I have another theory though. Yeah, because that. American Maybe. fucking school systems are stupid as fuck. Hey, I know where Maybe. BC. Mark, hey, you guys hey, should know I'm Canada. Gonna, I got Canada's a geography too. is so simple. Maybe I know you're not everybody. In, hey, do you know Maybe where California everybody is? Everybody in Canada is actually mentally handicapped, so they don't notice. Right, but do you know where can you know where <laughs> California is? Just kind of look north. I know right where fucking British Columbia is, bro. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Come on. You don't. Um, okay. So, uh, my turn. Right. Okay, number eight. Number fucking eight. Uh, she sneezes once. She sneezes twice. She'll be right when she sneezes twice. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. Somebody else has to have this on their list, right? All Leprechaun right, 2. Warwick Davis Classic. Love it. Um, I'm actually surprised that it's only number eight. That there were seven stronger movies. How much I like this movie. Uh, because, dude, I don't give a fuck. I've loved these movies ever since I was a kid. I watched them more than like most movies. Because you life. identify like with it. the shortness, dude. Probably. <laughs> I used to lo- like, dude, I used to be so fucking scared of the leprechaun when I was a kid. The only two things that ever scared me growing up. Was leper was like the leprechaun. I couldn't imagine being short. Such a weird thing. Shut the fuck up. It's not weird. It's actually better. I think. Can't imagine being short. Yeah, but did they actually cast a real Irishman as a leprechaun here? Yeah, this is this movie. He sounds pretty Irish. Okay, that's a joke. Who was it trying to be? Um, Okay, Uh, but. (laughs) <laughs> this movie, like Leprechaun, scared me. Blair Witch scared me, and fucking Zelda from Pet Cemetery. Those are like the only things that ever scared me. And the Leprechaun used to scare the shit out of me, but I loved it. I would always want to watch it. And um, I didn't realize they were funny until like much later. I was very stupid growing up. Um, <laughs> I really was. Like, apparently, you're not done growing up then. <laughs> right <laughs> i didn't like it like it, like i never knew return of the living dead was a comedy either i talked about that when we did that on that show like till like way later yeah and but i was like oh this is supposed to be all funny you have a terrible sense of humor man how can you not find that even remotely comical 
I don't know because it was scary to me. I, it was just like a horror movie. You the know? dog wasn't funny to you? When, when Fuck the no, that was scary dog? shit. I mean, the thing about Return of the Living Dead is it's funny because, but the, but the way they react to it, it's realistic. But it's just because realism is funny sometimes. Like <laughs> yeah, it is. No, like, it's I it's a very thing. different kind of comedy. I'd be like, what the fuck is that thing doing? And, then, and if, it, yeah. if you were outside of it, it's funny. But if you're into it, if you're there, it's not funny. It's also like, situational dialogue, though, too. Like, that yeah. shit's right. fucking funny but it's it, like that is something you'd probably say in that yeah. moment you know <laughs> like, yeah watching somebody else freak out is hilarious but when you're yes. doing it it ain't fucking funny no um right. but uh one thing i love about leprechaun 2 uh specifically is the morty character he's just such a fucking con sleaze bag that i just love him i'm like just this guy is fucking just a sh- shyster all around you know he's always the entire movie he's trying to gain an edge gain a buck it's just funny to me because I know people like that. My cousin's like that. And um, I don't know. It's just like – and his death is actually quite brutal. And he's actually the best actor in the movie besides Warwick Davis because the acting – I'm sorry. Huh? I said I'm sorry about your cousin. Oh, no. He's a good dude. He's just like always trying to make – His cousin's up. Mr. Krabs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. I thought you said – forget it. Forget it. What? I his you cousin died? You're, yeah, that I thought you said my and my cousin something, and he died like that. I thought you said no. He, like he's trying to make a buck, bro. Okay. Leprechaun got my cousin, bro. He was so sincere. Like, oh. He's like, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but yeah, uh, the acting is rough in this one. Um, specifically by Bridget, the girlfriend. Man, she's awful. She's awful. Um, but yeah, the change some leprechaun, you know, the, the whole thousand years, you know, he gets to marry his bride or whatever and shit like that. He uses spells on her. Um, I don't know, man. It's just always worked for me. I could literally watch one, two, three back to the hood, like anytime. Just love, love those movies so much. And four and in the hood is grown on me too. Uh, and then Returns was awesome as well. Postmaster P. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's such a hypocrite, that fucking dude. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, like, don't even get me started on He's such a hypocrite. Um, but yeah, uh, Leprechaun 2, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. Nice. All it's, right. It's funny, Michael McDonald's in this movie. So it's the Clint Howard. And so is Clint Howard. Do you say Clint Howard? Yeah. 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 He's only in it for half a second. He's the best performance in the movie. And I think, <laughs> I think his right. girlfriend is like a voice actor because her voice, like, I feel like she's somewhat like. But she's really hot in the movie, though, isn't she? Like from her, what I remember. Clint Howard's girlfriend. No, the the main blonde chick. No, Clint Howard, real hot in the movie. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a Ron fan myself, to be honest. But <laughs> I'm more of a Rance fan myself. <laughs> Huh. All right. All right. Carly's ready to go, I think. All right, Carly. <clears throat> yes. Um, all right. Number eight is also a ridiculous movie, much like JPEGs, but it is not Leprechaun 2. It is Tammy and the T Rex. Yo. Yo. I didn't think this would make anybody's list. Yeah. I just, um, I didn't think. I mean, you and I, like, we watched this for the first time for one of our Halloween extravaganzas, like, a year or two ago, and I didn't really think I was going to like a movie like this, because it's very ridiculous and over the top, but 
I have a lot of fun with it, and I liked it even more this time around than that first time watching it. It's just um, a ridiculous movie. I like how it's, like, over-the-top violent, and um, I the dinosaur effects are just really funny to me. Uh, the kills are funny. Just the characters are all a lot of fun, and I just... I have a really good time with it. It's got rewatchability to me, surprisingly. And like I said, it's not a movie that I would have probably gravitated to ever in my life. Um, but Jay Pig set it upon me, and then <clears throat> upon rewatch, I ended up liking it just as much, if not a little bit more. So Sometimes I thrust things upon you. <laughs> no. Yeah, that greasy mullet. <laughs> dude it is a little greasy today not gonna lie. Get it, dude we have a wedding to go to next i don't week. care can you dress like can you dance like john lovitz from wedding uh singer in it with that man i think my you know honestly man tammy the t-rex is a fucking fun ass movie but i think one of the funniest things about the film is actually like the quick trivia. I read I read this like months ago and it made me laugh because the whole idea from the about the movie came from the fact that the director had access to this like T-Rex, this anatomic <laughs> T-Rex. Yeah. And he they literally created a storyline from this giant fucking T-Rex they had. It's it's yeah, kind of funny. Just because they had a prop. Because they had the really prop. Supposed to be a, and they said they didn't like even have the move. full script when they started shooting and they were like asking people for like, you know, input on, you know, what, 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 what they should do for the film and stuff. And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious, man. But it honestly is a pretty damn fun movie. It's stupid, ridiculous, but I mean, it's kind of a throwback to like, you know, fifties, like your brain transplant shit. And like, we've seen these type of things before, but it's fun. It's got a dinosaur. I I can go wrong. How can you go wrong? How can you go wrong? And also it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was released. Is that that true? Cause like, I can't even. Yeah. It was released as a kid's movie. Like, like this, this version just came out. Yeah, I know. But it I don't was even always know. cut. It been released. It, it was, was like, always was cut. Like, yeah, it was always cut. Yeah, yeah. It, it, nobody walked. Everybody was like, "What the fuck is this?" When it came out, like yeah. it was stupid. Uh, like everybody's yeah. confused, and I don't even still don't know. Yeah, I'd never seen Tammy the T Rex until the Vinegar Syndrome Blu Ray came out. Um, I'd heard of the movie, never checked it because it was like considered to me as like a kids' movie kind of thing, right? So I was like, whatever. But what do you give it, Carly? Um. I give this one a seven and a half as well. Actually, really. it almost Same. made my list. I thought about wait, it. Wait, really? Damn. Me? That's, yeah. Yeah, I, I I rewatched it, and I, I if you watch one movie high, it's definitely Taming the T Rex, man. Buck Flower <laughs> yeah. and fucking Ken Carpenter and Buck Flower in that movie had me almost in tears. He's like, when he gets on the radio and he's like, "Your friend, uh, your son," <laughs> and he almost slips because they keep saying all that shit. Buck Flowers. <laughs> great at it man he's just and playing. john franklin's in there too no, everybody yeah you got george buck flower you got fucking paul walker who's in it for like five minutes like physically <laughs> yeah everybody right. yeah good move i'm glad you picked it i like it had to make somebody's list it's generally one of the most entertaining movies of the year oh hands yeah. down yeah, hands down hands down all right so back to the top Mr. All right, guys. Now, I'm going to set the stage for you. Like, eight-year-old Dave going through the video store aisles. He's excited. He rents something that's immediately dated five years later and absolutely loves it. This is directed by John Flynn. John fucking Flynn, who did Rolling Thunder, of all things. Yeah, great movie. And this is uh, 
brain scan. <laughs> This is a childhood favorite movie of mine. I've always loved it, and I have a soft spot for it. But rewatching it, like I always expect it to be bad, and I always like it, even just as much as I did as a kid. Man, Edward Furlong still kind of in his prime. He's still really good in this. Um, and Franklin Gella plays a detective, and he's so good in this. Just his demeanor, the way he interacts with uh, Edward Furlong, because the, the plot's pretty wacky. It's basically he Edward Furlong's a big gamer in the horror movies. They send him this crazy game, and he gets sucked into it, and he has to commit these so-called real murders, and he can't tell reality and fantasy and all this shit. Um, but Franklin Gella is this detective who gets on his trail, and when he interacts with Edward Furlong, he doesn't really suspect him at first, but Edward Furlong's paranoid because he, he knows he's doing these murders. And he's like, I'm sorry I crossed the line. He's like, don't be sorry just get the hell out of here go home do your homework <laughs> he's just fucking so good in it and uh the score is the best part of the film it rips man the fucking guitar comes in it's like it's not like that that was phantom of the opera i don't remember the fucking score i just know i love it uh, <laughs> he's like not that one. <laughs> but that's good point. anyways uh it's a great movie it's really it's dated and it's effects the trickster's fucking awesome character. Uh, the school teacher's great. Um, it's just one of these movies that always connected with me. I loved it. It's actually told to watch it by, in fourth grade when I was like 10. Um, I was asking everybody if their favorite horror movies was, and somebody told me their favorite was Dr. Giggles and Brain Scan. And I was like, I've seen Dr. Giggles. And then I went and hunted Brain Scan down. Always loved it. Um, yeah, I, I watched this a couple of times in the last three years, and I, I knew right away. It was one of those movies. In fact, every movie on this list from now on, I knew it was going to be on my list. No surprises after this. Uh, Eight and a half on brain scheme. Almost me too. Almost. I'll admit, man, like, oh, oh man. There were some movies that I thought were making my list hands down when I started this upon rewatch. I was like, bro, no. Not happening. <laughs> There's a couple. There's a couple I thought would and they didn't, but the ones that are now on this list, I knew would make it. Right. Right. Dude, I I the first time watch for me on Brain Scan. Carly, did we watch that together? Yeah, when you were at the hoped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I really liked it, dude. It was super fun. Yeah, I always it's, thought the cover looked really stupid, and I never wanted to watch it. And then I was like, oh, this is nothing like what I I don't know. The cover looked like a space move or something. I don't know. Yeah, Man, I never read space moves. Right. I didn't have somebody twist my arm to read. I just passed it up all the time. I remember reading yeah. in the trivia on that movie, man, about uh, the director and Edward Furlong not getting along. Well, actually, it wasn't that they didn't get along. The director fucking hated Edward Furlong. He thought that he was fucking <laughs> horrible as a person. He was late every fucking day. He was a he, and even goes so far that. as to say that he fucking sucked in the movie. He said he was a terrible actor. He was fucking horrible to work Dude, with. Dude, you're he, making fucking brain scan. Relax. I know, but I think it's the fact <laughs> that, like, you know, he came off of fucking Terminator 2, and he's like, oh, he thought he was this big fucking star, and he was he kept showing up late. <laughs> I mean, as a director, I think the I mean, last thing in the was. world you want is your actors to show up late for fucking scenes and yeah, stuff, and he was not yeah. giving a yeah, fucking stuff, ridiculous. right? So, and and then he's like, well, he would show up late, and then he'd be all, like, fucking not into it, and he'd just kind of do his shit, and he's like, fuck this guy. So, Dude, I, I, I think he did coke. a good job, though. Yeah, I, wish, I like yeah, Edward Furlong. I wish he didn't fuck everything dude, up in his Edward Furlong in his prime, I like one of my favorite kid actors, dude. Yeah, he was good. Like from yeah, like, like, like right my too. era too, because Edward Furlong is like the exact same uh, age as me, pretty much. City. Oh yeah, Detroit Rock American City. History American X. History X. American fucking History <laughs> X, dude. Awesome. He fucking murders American History and X. And Little Odessa is a is a solid movie. He's in too. Yeah, with with Tim Roth. Yeah. That one's really yeah, good. That's a good flick. Yeah. Russian mobster movie. 
The the only downside on Braid Scan is they show the first kill in graphic detail and it's awesome, and then they don't show any of the other fucking kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, they honey dick you. I but agree. The rest is I, I it doesn't it doesn't bother me because I like the rest of the movie so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, it was it was a first time watch for me, and um, wow, it's funny really? because I thought Crazy. that. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the cat was going to be the one survivor they left, and they're going to make him go back and either A, kill the cat, or the cat was going to be part of the fucking thing. Remember when he kills the first person, there's a cat there? Yeah. And then like, the guy, that guy says, you, you left a witness. I thought it was going to be the cat. But anyway, <laughs> my heart's always with this fucking cat. So, but it was cool. I liked that they played Primus, because I fucking love Primus, man. And, and the guy was getting down to it, trickster. And you know, but this is what sums it up for me. Why well, known as Big Brown Beaver. Like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Primus. Man. Primus is a um, fun band. This, oh, I love them. Um, this, this is my this. This is how I can sum up this flick. This is what it felt like: '90s version of Trick or Treat mixed with Nightmare Two. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was like that, that. This in two movies that you know that are fun, and the ending all it almost happened. If the ending would have gone a certain way it just would have almost made it list worthy for me i thought it was going to go in this one direction towards the end and it didn't but i still enjoyed it all the horror tie-ins were cool too in the beginning i'm looking at all the fangorias he was reading and everything else and every time there's a horror kid it makes the movie better and i could see being young and coming up on this movie and totally fucking having nostalgia and gravitating towards it so yeah and and also I love the scene where Franklin Gallo is like, who's going to tell his wife when that one guy gets killed? Because that's the worst punishment. Who's telling the wife that you fucking killed this guy? <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, also, the teacher who hates uh, John Edward Furlong. Can anybody tell me who he voiced in what cartoon? I can't uh, remember. I can't remember the movie. No. Magneto. He, he voiced Magneto in the X-Men cartoon. You can tell by his voice. You know what? I didn't really watch wow. the X-Men cartoon that much, man, to be honest. It's I mean, you were a little pretty older. Great. You were it's a little older. pretty great. My brother was, loved it though, and he's your age. I I I I was a little. No, I, I remember it being around. I just I just didn't watch that one. Like I'm a cartoon fucking freak, so, dude. But I just you didn't, didn't watch get that one. behind. Yeah, that opening is fucking epic, dude. Yeah, good shit. Other shows. X Men opening. Yeah. Nice. Dude, do you know they're sequelizing that shit? Can we get a Juggernaut show? No, they're like they're doing X Men the '90s animated series. It's like a follow up. They're mm. making it right now. Mm. Nobody cares. Anyways, Miss <laughs> um, the Z. Speaking of superheroes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one was brought up. I think maybe he's pronoun. I trust his pronunciation more than my own. So, um, but this movie Don't do that. is. Don't do it. Don't trust I, it. Okay. I would. Well, I'm going to pronounce it. Okay, then I won't. Then I'll, I'll pronounce it as it's written down. I'm going I'm to call it Fella Day. I don't know. It's like fucking animated. That sounds animated. better to me. Okay. Uh, it's the animated uh, cat movie. And wow. Yeah. I'm, boy, am I. See, there's always a gem that comes up every time we do this. And this for me. That's why it's so fucking fun to do these things. Word, I agree. You get if you, you usually get at least one gem. It's like okay, yeah, for fucking sure. But I mean, the animation looks great. Uh, the nightmare stuff in the beginning is fucking pretty horrific. The um, you know, if anyone knows, I, I have fucking four cats in this house, so I I think felines are fascinating. Trust us, we animals. all know. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but here's the funny thing. Four years ago, I wouldn't have given a cat a second look. So I'm it, the same way. Same boat. You got four really? cats. Really? I'm I'm a fucking a dog a person. Through and throughout, I, I, I got three dogs, man, and I've I always like, had I dogs. That. I love I love animals. Yeah, I, I I do too. But I become a real fucking you know a, 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 lo- a lover of cats, and they got the movements of cats down really really well in the animation here, like the way they do shit and the, the way they move it. It looks really good. It's just you know, so I I'm already invested. It's about cats and it's adults. They're they're talking fucking. You know they're talking dirty. They're talking like adults talk, but but they're cats. And and there's there's good comedy. There's there's a good mystery going on. The thing with Felicity and the fucking beheading was fucking heartbreaking. I was like, shocking, what the too. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. And well, that's World get, War Two for you, man. You know, <clears throat> oh yeah, right. And there's blood and guts in it, and and it's animated, and it but it's done well. It's a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's. It's like I guess you know what Dave said before. You, you could be considered a, a giallo with fucking, you know, that not supernatural, but the, the way you described it before. For me, I got a it got a little bit too fucking over my head a little bit as it went on, and I'm not knocking it. I really enjoyed the film. I guess if I would have completely understood everything that was going on with the testing and this and that, and and who Felidae was and who the other thing was, it got real. I didn't expect it to go that deep. It just seemed in the beginning. That well, the like, cult okay, is simple. just is just the Nazis, right? That's what it is. It's just a it's just a contrast to the Nazis. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, makes perfect sense to me. I just the cats and, and being murdered and shit. It's just know? it's the testing on the Jews. That's what it is. Wow. It's it's a great fallout film from the World War Two shit, man. And it's it's made by the Germans and it's made by people that are obviously against all the shit that went on and stuff. And then just kind of put it into animated form. It's uh, it's effective though. It's very very effective. But it also it's, shows that it's heartbreaking. People who were experimented on monsters themselves because of what happened to them. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it yeah, definitely expands I, I on that. I can't wait to watch this. I gotta watch it again. I mean, this was the first time watch, obviously. So I, I really can't wait to sit down and watch it again with with that knowledge. What, what Moods was saying, what Dave was saying, I'm like, man, yeah. I gotta really because it, it kind of like I said, it started off normal, like not normal, but like cats are getting killed. Let's see, what, let's get to the bottom of it. And I was following along just fine. And then I don't know, maybe just that day I wasn't ready for something so heady when I was just watching an animated thing about cats, you know. So it just it took off. But man, I, I really enjoyed it. So it's uh, seven and a half for me. Nice. Nice. Good pick. Great Good stuff. pick. All right. So coming in at number seven. Fuck. Number sevens, man. All right. Um, is a film that guaranteed is on no one's list. <laughs> guaranteed. Fucking I shouldn't say that, but maybe. I don't know. Um, it just recently got a great Blu-ray release, man, from uh, from Saturn's car. And it's sinister. Oh, I love this movie. Fuck. <laughs> that I, was my number two for you. <laughs> I love this movie, man. I was I so happy one. to see this thing actually. Like, I actually have this, like, on an old, I think, SRS DVD. You probably have it too, Dave. I think it's a yeah, double feature. Yeah, it was feature. SRS. Yeah, SRS and a double feature, whatever. And I was like, holy fuck, man. They put this shit on Blu ray. I mean, it's not really changing it a whole lot. It's a fucking, you know, shot on video film. Um, but this one, it was very confusing. This was very confusing to put on the list because when we started this uh, this journey for 1994, 
This movie was originally 1994 on IMDb, and then it got switched to 96, and then I know it got recut in 97 for a different version. But there's so many issues with this, but we said, fuck it, it's it's 94. We started with 94, it's going to be 94. You'd be fucked, because you already did 96, and you didn't cover it for that, because it wasn't there. So, right. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Right, and that's <laughs> the thing, and it, it was 1994 on IMDb, so I, whatever, it is what it is. And most reviews even call it 1994, so, I mean, it is what it is. So, basically, it's about um, these these guys that rob this. Uh, they rob this. Uh, it's not even a bank. Is it a bank they rob? I can't even remember if it's actually a bank. Or, I think it, it might be too, like a little shop or something. It, it's like I a little shop remember. or whatever. Anyways, they rob this shit, and anyways, the on their escape out, they end up at this like abandoned place and stuff like that, and. Uh, it's uh, it's technically not really abandoned. You know, it turns into kind of a supernatural thing. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I feel like most people haven't really seen this, but I, it's definitely worth your time to watch. Again, if you're scared of shot on video films, you might be straight away from not watching this shit, but this is actually really fucking good, man. There's some really damn good effects in this film. The performances are really good. Um, it's creepy. It's fucking legit creepy. It's shot so well for a shot on video film. And I, I, I don't want to keep saying that shit, man, but it's very atmospheric. It, it, it holds that ground the whole movie, and it does such a good job. It's it's one of those films that when you watch as a shot on video film lover, you're like, yep, this is why we watch these movies. Because it's legitimate. You can see the heart in this shit, man. It's fantastic. And this director really didn't do a whole lot, did he? Dave, like Rami. I don't, I don't know. I don't know him very well. This is the only. This is the first time watch for me, and I was very impressed with it. Yeah. So he did. Apparently, if he did Ravage and another one in like 2006 or whatever. Ravage came out in 2000, uh, 1997. So not much. I haven't seen that one. It's kind of a shame because you can see that there's definitely talent here, and oh, man, I was very, very impressed with this man. Like I had watched it, you know, and. Didn't really remember it. Didn't really remember it. Upon rewatching this one, it might even have been a different cut. That's what I'm saying. It might have been a different cut of it, but well, yeah, I'll, I'll get at that later on. Yeah, I think that uh, it might have been a different cut, and I'm just like, fuck, man, this shit like totally floored me. I was like, this is like honestly one of the best shot on video films I've ever seen. It's legitimate. It's great. The, the fucking supernatural being in this does a great performance. There's some great fucking gore in here. Really good gore. And it's just, it's fun all around. It, it holds your attention for what the 60 or 75 minutes it is. Something like that. Um, again, doesn't overstay its welcome. Does a good job. And, uh, you know, this is what I live for. I love shot on video movies that are good. Um, like, it's, it's up there with video violence for me. To be honest, I love Sinister. This has got to be in your watch list if you're a fan of these type of films you've never seen it before. So, um, again, I don't want to give too much away because I know people probably haven't seen this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, Sinister. Did anybody else here watch it? I know Dave did. Anybody else watch it? Um, no, I watched the two other Saturn Core ones. I didn't pick that one up, actually. I couldn't remember the other name. I, I couldn't remember what the... Uh, that what the other one was that I wanted to grab, but it was that. Yeah, this the, the shootout in this movie is fucking amazing. That's what took me back. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, this shootout is violent, boy, and it, the squibs and the there's a great head effect. Yeah, there there's a lot of like when they get to the house. So there's a lot of great moments, man. It's it's creepy. It's dark. It's uh, it's very atmospheric, and you're, you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? 
it's cool, man. It's cool. And I think it ends very well, too. I think it's kind of cool how it ends. Like, there's a narrative to this. It's not just, like, some bullshit fucking, it, you know, it is what it is, what's happening kind of thing, you know. But uh, it, it does a good job of keeping your interest in. It's satisfying by the end, in my opinion. So, really kind of taken back by this. I was like, fucking Saturn's Court is killing it for me. They're, <laughs> like, literally killing it for me. Releasing so much good stuff. One of the best uh, sub-labels out there. I shouldn't say sub-labels. Labels. They're just through Vinegar yeah. Syndrome kind of thing. But, but uh, yeah, again, 8 out of 10 for myself. Good film. Good film. Four four great SOVs from 1994, and three of them got Saturn score releases. Yeah. Right. Uh, I Like I said, I watched um, Shattered Dead and Savage Harvest, and I thought both of them are really good. Oh, Shattered Dead, man. Shattered Dead and Sinister are the other two that he's referring to most definitely. Shattered Dead is the most depressing. Harvest and Shattered Dead, yeah. Yeah, and and Shattered Dead is definitely probably the most depressing movie the whole fucking year. (laughs) I don't know. Could have been referring to Sorority House Massacre or Psycho Sisters. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, Shattered Dead is super depressing. It's good, but it's, oh my God, dude, it's depressing. But All right. So, uh, my number, did you rate that moods? You gave it eight, right? Eight out of 10. All right. Just making sure. Um, my number seven is, I I don't know if this will make anybody else's list. I feel like it would have popped up already. Um, but I love this movie. When Synapse announced this Blu-ray, I was so fucking stoked, dude. And that is Mosquito. Uh, the, um, giant mosquito film. Uh, this, like this movie to me, whenever I was growing up and, uh, like Dave, I believe you said recently somewhere, um, that like, you know, if you were home sick or something, you'd watch like the sci-fi channel and shit when it was good in the nineties, when it was good. Yeah. Right. And that was me, you know, and, and this movie would air on there all the fucking time. And I just loved it, man. I remember watching it the first time, like late at night one night. And I was just like, this is so cool. Um, and, uh, I like, I like killer animal bug, like insect type things, especially back then because they, they mostly did practicals and they tried to make a serious movie, even though like it's ridiculous and the acting's kind of shit a lot, a lot of times. And I think there's even some ADR, like bad ADR in the movie as well. But, um, I think the mosquitoes look super cool. Um, Gunnar Hansen's fun in there. It's, it's you don't really see him in many movies, period. So it's kind of cool to see that. And then the, of course, the nod to Chainsaw when he picks up the chainsaw, he says, "I, I've, I haven't held one of these in thirty years or whatever it was, twenty years." Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it turns into Night of the Living Dead with mosquitoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a siege movie. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I dig it. It's it's a lot of fun. I give it a seven and a half out of ten. I love Mosquito. It it, it was so close to making the list. Uh, I'm nice. sorry. I know I'm spoiling, but it would have been number eleven. It's just such good <laughs> Mexican charm, man. I mean, I'm Mexican. You just Michigan charm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Dave Z. That was amazing. Fucking, me and you are on the same boat now. Uh, boat, <laughs> dude. I love Michigan the effects there, man. And it's a, it's a Josh Becker movie, right? Who did Thou Shall Not Kill and Running a uh, Running on t- Running Empty or whatever Running on Time? Underrated director. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, I, I, I like the why the mosquitoes them. are giant too. <laughs> it, it, mosquito and ticks. Those those two I used to watch like just perfect double feature. 
Yeah, they were giant enough. What that the mosquitoes just ate? Knowledge how big the bug was. They just feasted on aliens that crashed, man. They just feasted on aliens that crashed. Yeah, they 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 sucked the blood of an alien's arm that crashed in (laughs) out in the swamp or something. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's perfect, right? Like it's it's, you know who the fuck knows what kind of you know diseases those fuckers have. Mosquito to me is like (laughs) I know. Again, I'm fucking crazy with all my fucking weirdness, but uh, I look at mosquito and it's like, I all I see is Night of the Living Dead. It's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> it's it's zombies, or I mean, it's uh, it's giant mosquitoes instead of zombies. Yeah. And result is the same shit. You know, it's like And when they when they realize like the fucking house they're chilling in is the fucking nesting grounds, you're like, fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun, man. I love the effects, Dude, the, man. I love the I love the, the effects rain, of the eye. The park popping ranger up. is fucking a, the the park ranger is so fucking funny too. Yeah, he's <laughs> bitching the whole he's movie. He's like two shells. <laughs> Give me two. Honestly, shells. if you replace the lead actor with Bruce Campbell, you got yourself a fucking classic. Yeah, right. <laughs> that lead actor was he was okay, but he was he needed a Bruce Campbell level actor yeah, in that role. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Even Jeffrey Combs or somebody in the movie would have helped, even though like he doesn't as have the, boyfriend? the same action hero. As the boyfriend to the yeah. the ginger? Yeah, he needed. they needed a Bruce Campbell in there, to be honest. Right, yeah. right. But no, it, the effects are really ambitious, too, and that fucking chase scene with the van, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's an awesome movie. I'm I just glad feel like the meteorologist, like it, yeah. if it had to been like Tony Todd or something like that, would have been amazing. <laughs> But I like him. He wasn't bad, though. This guy wasn't bad. Tony Todd would have upped it, but I like him. You know, I I feel bad because this director always makes makes my top 25 of a year, but he's never going to make my top 10. Like, thou shall not kill me. Well, I don't even know if I made my top 25, but I love that movie. It's just like, it should be. I love it. But it always he always gets hit out just at the very bottom of the list. Oh, that guy did that movie, too. Oh, man, I like that one. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah, you can tell it's the Raimi guys. Right, right. You know what the yep. worst scene in the in Mosquito is, though, man, is the fucking scene where the two guys are fishing. Like the dialogue <sighs> and just way, the way everything is happening in that scene is just like so ridiculous, man. It, it's like horrible. It's horrible. It takes me out there of the movie. There is some crumb dumb acting, but that scene yeah. is so bad through, like from the start to the end. It's just terrible. And like, there's this weird the fucking third actor better. There's the weird, the weirdest fucking part in Mosquito is in that in that scene where the dude like he's like fishy 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 and all of a sudden like fucking the 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 fish from like um that Fessenden film that came out a few years ago pops up and tries to eat his yeah beneath (laughs) and i'm like what the where the fuck does that shit come from like like where are they fishing like that shit should not be in a lake just put it that way it wasn't creatures from the abyss (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's fucking yeah oh my god that shit's horrible. If that ain't on anybody's top ten. I'm off the show permanently. That shit is horrible. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. But so good and so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. Oh man. Yeah, I figured. I knew Mosquito would be somewhere on JP's list, man. That's yes. that. That's a JP movie, for show, for show, for show. All right, Carly. All right. Well, I will not say much about my number seven as it is actually mosquito oh nice twinsies bro yeah i yeah (laughs) did i thrust mosquito upon you 
Yeah, you made. I'm me sure you thrusted something, with... but I'm sure it was well, actually mosquito-sized penis. It was mosquito-sized. <laughs> <laughs> we were both on the same joke there. <laughs> Amazing. It's funny because they're saying he's got a small dick. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> he does. Um, I don't know what the consensus is with Mexican penises. <laughs> oh anyway, my god, that um, was so good. But yeah, it was. This and ticks were thrust upon me, buddy. At that when we used to watch movies at Matt's house. Yeah, I did. I planned. It was my turn to do the double feature, and I picked yeah. mosquito and ticks because. I mean, come on. These sexual yeah, innuendos right now are driving me nuts. Like thrust upon <laughs> and double feature. I'm just thinking double penetration. And oh my God, like it's just, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. You got to jerk off before the show like I do moods. <laughs> <Barely>. <laughs> I got to get, get it all out. Got to get all the sexual repression <laughs> out, Get man. the demons out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, Mosquito's fun. Okay, I guess that's, that's kind of a theme of this year. There's a lot of like fun movies that are like lighthearted because I feel like half of my list is kind of like that at this point. Um, but yeah, Mosquito is a lot of fun. I remember the first time that giant mosquito comes out of that like shed thing, I busted out laughing because it's just, the effects of the mosquitoes are just hilarious to me. Like laugh out loud, funny <laughs> the way they look sometimes. And this is the one, like I forgot how the mosquitoes got their pow hairs, but like this is where at the beginning you have that bad like space effect, right? Where like the aliens like landing on the earth. <laughs> Correct? Is that right? Is this that move? JP? Anyone? Uh yeah. Okay. Just making sure I'm on the right move. But <laughs> yeah, and uh it's just it's a lot of fun. It is, you know, so like it's like you said, it's trying to be a serious movie, but it is goofy, unlike sci-fi movies today that are purposely goofy and they're not entertaining or funny at all because they're trying too hard this one's uh just a good time and i did not grow up on it or anything like that but um i was looking forward to rewatching this when i saw it was on the 94 list because i hadn't seen it since we watched that double feature which i would like to check out ticks again too one day isn't that like 93 like the year before yeah, or after yeah 93, yeah yeah Ticks is probably one. better, actually. Uh, it's but. a better made mo- movie for sure. Well, it's got remember, Carlton in it. Of course it is. Yeah, no, you just it's, don't it's fucking na- Carlton it's, without a budget, man. It's Panic yeah. because he never does. Oh, yeah. That guy, that's, that's the worst a movie nickname with that ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just, this is a lot of fun. I give it an 8 out of 10. Nice. Ooh. Higher than me. Oh. Yeah, and it's probably, like, these other movies are probably like arguably better than it's, but I would give it an eight for the enjoyability factor. I mean, who gives a shit? It's your list. Yeah, this is mine. Exactly, man. It's your favorites, man. Who give? Who gives a shit, man? I'm liking your guys' list so far. It's a good variety. Picking up stuff that I like that I didn't get to put on my list too. Nice. Yeah, they've been actually a little bit diverse here. It's kind of crazy. Start getting into some repeats here. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. All right. So back to the top. Back. All right. This is the first time it's on the list. Um, this is my f- my top two, three favorite SOV movies ever made. Um, I think this that movie is just genuinely concept alone is a masterpiece. I already know what it is. Um, this is Shattered Dead Man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I knew what it was. Fucking awesome. So essentially, what happens is um, an angel has sex with a mortal woman and the dead stop dying 
um, they, they can still think, but it turns into like a third world country chaos. And there's essentially a woman trying to go through this wasteland of people that will not die. And society has crumbled. There's a group of people that are going around who are dead, who are killing everyone who's alive because they believe like there's some religious group um, led by this crazy preacher. So this woman's trying to make it back, and she has run-ins with all these weird people. There's a, a majorly iconic scene, which was the VHS cover um, of somebody fucking – I don't want to spoil it, but basically somebody gets their head blown through a door, and she comes and looks through it from the other side, and she's gore around the door and her fucking eyes looking around. The lead actress has a very strange performance. Some people say it's really bad, but it's like it's just kind of like she looks very tired and just drained. It's a strange performance, and the director said he basically told her to act like Rambo, so I understand where it's coming from, and I I like the performance, but I can understand somebody being like, I don't like this at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Graphic sexy. She was a graphic sexy. She was told to act like Rambo and her performance came out like that. Yeah. Weird performance. Kind of like act very serious and tough and stuff. But um, there is a there is a fucking awesome transgressive sex scene in this movie, which I live for. Um, I'm a pervert, man. I love the fucking nasty, weird shit when they cross the line. Like if you're making an SOV, you're making an independent movie and you make a fucking shitty version of a fucking movie. I've seen a hundred times. Go fuck yourself, man. If you're trying to get in red box, I have no interest. I love Tim Ritter, man. Tim (laughs) Tim Ritter's movies were a little bit crazier than people think. No, no, but there's a grenade (laughs) in the mouth in truth or dare. That shit don't happen in regular movies. Um, but I'm just saying like, Fucking, I, I don't give a shit about your fucking cheat version of a great movie. Like, and back in the day when fucking a filmmaker made something like an SOV, they're like, hey man, this is fucking insane. The dead are gonna, not gonna, and it's just fucking transgressive and weird and depressing. And it, it opens up in the very beginning. She's walking down the street and she, like, these zombies are trying to get money because they're, like, falling apart. There's a sign with one that says sold body parts yeah, for yeah, fucking sold money. Yeah, arm for and, fucking uh, science experiment or something. <laughs> That's got it. Um, that one dude is like, he's like, I, I got, I uh, tested myself as a crash test dummy to feed my family. Now I'm too fucking ugly to go home. That's got to be worth something. And she gives him the quarter, and he's like, God bless you, God bless her. And it's high just, con- dude, such a high concept for fucking shot on video, man. It, yeah, if any movie should have been remade on with a budget by the same director, it's Shattered Dead. But um, I kind of, but I kind of resent anyway, that JP. Like, it, you can always have a great concept it, and still shoot it on video. No, but I'm yeah. saying usually if you're shooting on video, you don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, but and you can still have a great concept, though. Movie. Right, you can still have a great concept. It just doesn't turn yeah. out like yeah. You but know, usually more of a people don't go high concept because they can't afford it. Well, you should saying. because that's all you have. That the thing is, like, but that's what so makes Shattered Dead so good, though. People. Yeah. that shoot on their cell phone or they shoot on SOV, they laugh at them. And then, like, I always wanted to do those stupid comic strips, but I can't draw, like, the jokes. Because here's what they do. They pay a $20 million camera. They have this giant crew. And all they're doing is filming a turd because they started off with a turd on their piece of fucking paper. Now, Shattered Dead started off as a fucking piece of gold and was shot with a turd and still ended up pretty damn good. <laughs> now, I'd rather film with the turd and ha- uh, film, a tur- <laughs> film a piece of gold with the turd than film a fucking turd with a piece of gold. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Shattered Shatter right. Dead, That's eight so and a half. Mark Twain shit right there. And bro. then Shatter Dead, um, the thing but about it's just it is. true. Like, and he reads this movie. Like, because when SOVs are made, you have to like dub it and redub it every time you cut it. So that's why you have these long lines, this fucking this stale dialogue that doesn't overlap at all like it should. But now I know this is kind of cheating because this isn't the version that came out in 94. But he came in and made this Blu-ray, cut out all the dead air that was supposed to be how he properly wanted to edit it. But it's very hard at the time to edit it on tape. So I honestly love this movie. I, I probably should go higher because I think it's – there's three SOV movies. Four I love like no end. Shattered Dead, Burning Moon, 
redneck zombies and bloodletting and all the other tempy stuff i love too that's i pretty much like all those ones you mentioned i I didn't see the i love those movies too and none of like yeah it's funny because like my favorite is probably video violence but yeah. I like that I like, I like video I like violence too. a lot too. It'd be in my t- like so, like people hit shit. I mean, I understand if you don't like it because it's an acquired taste. And I grew up with Shattered Dead, man. I saw this movie when I was 12, 13 years old, and I've always loved it, man. Mm-hmm. I had a VHS and it had a naked chick on the cover, and I printed off a fake cover to put over that because I did not want my ma seeing thirteen year old Dave with some naked girl pointing a gun at you. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, I love it. Eight and a half. Sorry, I, I went on about that a lot because I no, uh, no, that's I'm happy to see that. No, list. you know what that it's is, man. That's pure passion. Hard. That's pure passion, and like I should probably throw that into these shot on video films that I'm trying to promote too, because you know most likely people aren't going to check them out because like shot on video. You know, no, and, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm so happy you had Wicked Games and Sinister on your list. There's only one that I, I don't know if it's going to come up, but I really hope it does because I didn't put it on my list and I felt bad about it and I love it. Hopefully it's on your list. I knew going into this that Shattered Dead would be on because we've talked about it and like how much. And I I think Shattered Dead is an amazing movie. But when it comes down to making a top 10 list, like it's really, really fucking depressing to me. And like I (laughs) like I'm one of those people like I like fun. I like, you know, depressing shit to me is like. Poison. I've had a lot of it in my life. And I've prevailed through a lot of depression. Like I'm, I've never been a depressed person myself in my life. But I understand what you're saying. I've I lived mean, through a lot of bullshit that I've honestly should be a worse person off than I am. But so when I watch it, like I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like that is just. I love this movie, but it's just. I don't know if it, yeah, I, I, I could wo- multiple it's watch so this shit. And, and I, that, I, I'm, I'm like the opposite. Too. I am too. I, I like I, I like depressing shit, even though I had like so much horrible shit happen to me that it's like I don't know, it's like an outlet or something. But it's just how it no, just goes people deal with it differently, right? We just deal yeah, with it differently. Yeah, yeah. I like how movies yeah. affect me. If they if they have power on me, then it's a winner, even if the movie yeah. could be morally uh, morally questionable. I honestly have always said that's the most uh, important thing when I love a movie is like if it has some sort of emotional effect on me. Like it, that, that actually come to think if, of it, if a, a movie can make you feel something, then that's pretty powerful. You know, come to think of it, man. You know, talking about Wicked Games, man. Like the core narrative of Wicked Games, man, is basically about a dude that's like, you know, super pissed off that you know his wife is cheating on him. Blah blah blah. I remember watching Wicked Games back in the nineties. And, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed it. But it means a lot more to me because I've actually had this happen to me. Is For the people that don't know, like, I'm, I've been married for, fuck, 15, 15 years. I was previously engaged before my wife now. And she cheated on me. So I kind of, it's like, so Wicked Games actually means a lot more to me now. I understand the aggression. I understand what's going on. Like, I, I get the, I get the theory. I get, I, I understand why people would want to just, like, Oh, motherfucker. And it's not even so much like, I want to kill the dude. I want to kill her, you know, kind of thing. Like, I understand what, where people come from in that. And so, Wicked Games is always... just got canceled with me and Dave Z. Why? I'm going to be the last one. You <laughs> just say you want to kill women. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you. I, just, no, it's, 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 I mean, I would attitude. too. I understand. Like, no yeah. one ever wants to kill the one who's cheating. They always want to kill, like, the dude they cheat on. With, no, it, it doesn't stupid. make any sense. You gotta, yeah, you got to kill your wife or your soon-to-be <laughs> wife. Like, you should just kill both of them, Moods. Well, the thing is, I didn't even... The, that, yeah. the, the, the dude, dude that she cheated know. on me with, I had no... I didn't even know him. 
I never right. even knew him. So I'm not like, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, well, she's responsible for this show. I'm like, fuck that. So I got out of that. Right. Situation. That dude's not in a relationship. Yeah. Dude, he broke a bottle over his head. Never even knew him. Never even met him. It was the most fucked up thing. There's no reason really to. No, it would just worse, I think. Yeah. But the fucked up thing is he was in a relationship too, apparently. Uh, Right? So they were like cheaters on cheaters. It was fucked up. He deserves to be dead. That's how I found out. That's how I found out. His girlfriend called me one day when I was getting ready for work. By the way, your bitch is fucking my man. I'm like, motherfucker, what? Yeah, it it turned into a, a shit show, but... Anyways, um, enough of that bullshit. Oh. It's Dave Z? It's yeah. Mr. Z. Okay. Here we go. All right. Now, this movie came up earlier. This was a first-time watch for me. I didn't want to uh, show my hand earlier, so I, I, I tried not to say too much. But what the hell? I said stuff before. I'm going to say stuff again. I loved this movie. Dave, thank you for making me watch it or, 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 you know, talking it up. So I gave it a shot. But this is a Dave Z movie. Holy shit. Serial mom. Man. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, right on my alley. This Love is you, my Dave type Z. of humor. This is my type of shit. With a with a character like this, they get the, you know, does the things she does and, and the kills that are kind of funny. But at the same time. She's actually genuinely angry, and she's not really cracking one-liners to make people laugh. She just she's quirky and she does her thing, and she's a fun character. This is these are the types of movies that I gravitate to. Like I think if I watch it again and again, oh my! I would have never guessed this was even on your list. Like I don't know why I just never thought that this movie would ever make your list. So you agree it's a then. Yeah, I do. It felt horror to me. She's going off killing people, freaking slasher style. Why not? I mean, crazy. The, the, the one thing that threw me off was I didn't think that she was going to be a suspect. I thought it was going to be there's there's murders happening. It's the in, best in thing suburbia. about the narrative. And then at the I know it ends up being really great, but it, it just at first it threw me for a loop because usually. It's just not the way it usually goes. Usually that there's murders going around and this and that and someone's committing them and then, you know, then in the third act, uh, things add up and they say, okay, oh, and then, and then I didn't know where it was going to go. So I didn't expect her to be a suspect right away, but it was a lot of fun. And then you have the kids, her, her one son and the girlfriend who are – all that horror movie talk is going on in it and it's great. And, and it's – what's his name? We spoke about him before, Matthew Lillard. Right, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, it's Shaggy. really cool. It's another – Shaggy, yeah, there you go. Stu. Stu. Oh, fuck Stu. That's what I'm saying. He was a fan. And it it was a lot of fun. It was just, you know, uh, and that fucking, that Daybreak song. Oh, my God. I, here's the thing. I sing that song every morning in the shower, and there's a reason for it. Uh, My wife watches this show. She watches the news on her phone, right? And it's local news. And the name of the fucking show is Daybreak. And she goes in the shower first, and then I go in the shower second, and she's in the bathroom doing her stuff and whatever. And I hear her listening to the show every day, and they're talking, hey, 6.15 at Daybreak. And every time they say Daybreak, I fucking start singing in the shower because it's Daybreak just for fun because my mind's fucked that way. 
So I've been singing this daybreak song for a year every morning. <laughs> and then she starts doing this daybreak shit. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I haven't thought about this song in fucking 30 years. In this past year, I've been singing it like oh, every work day. And then this girl's singing it. And it's, again, that's just type of humor when somebody is just, if you give me a killer that that rationalizes their killing and they have charisma, which she has, I enjoy it. And it's not... I don't consider it goofy. I consider it fun, but I just it's just my type of humor and my type of movie. I, I, I know I'm gonna watch it more a year from now, two years from now. I, I could I could love it even more. And they have a ghost dad reference, gotta love that. And the <laughs> <laughs> the air conditioner thing was really cool. Uh and uh, the Annie thing, uh, which I talked about before, is just fucking an amazing scene. I just love everything about that Annie scene with that, that old woman getting all excited to watch Annie, and then she gets fucking clubbed. Oh. <laughs> I love it. That's, That's a my humor. humor that makes me laugh. I was almost crying watching yes, this, rewatching dude. it. I, almost cr- I had almost tears in my eyes. It's awesome. It's so much fun. And then, then you get that L7 stuff at the end, which is great. I love fucking L7. Again, it's, and it's another time. That's more killers. Shit. Yes, you know what I love about and the L7 stuff, stuff is yes. that, like, I was a huge L7 fan when this movie came out. And I still am, actually. I have, like, fucking all their albums. And I was, like, that hip-hop kid that would walk around wearing an L7 shirt. Isn't that fucking bizarre? You're an L7 weenie. I love L7, man. One of the greatest female bands ever. But I love the fact that, like that yeah. fucking John Waters contacted them and like, yo, you want to, he wanted them in the film and the characters that they, they almost play characters because they play like, they have those weird fucking like big bulges in their vaginas and shit, whatever the band's called. <laughs> it's like the funniest shit ever, dude. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That fucking L7 song stuck in my head now. You made my shit. Oh, God, we got to do a show about that. Movie. Shit. That list movie would be, my God, we could break! No, oh my God, I love L Seven. Another ten out of ten if we counted it as horror. I fucking love that movie. Oh, it is a ten. It's the best fucking movie ever. I, I could sit here and talk for an hour straight about, it, and I know you can too. And you're like one of the few. Fucking, but don't even get me started on that. Which one? Which one? Outgrew it, and I'm just like, I still love oh, no. it. I don't get it's it. Fucking, it's a damn masterpiece. Gene? I've loved it since day one. Which movie? Man. Natural Born Killers. Oh, from yeah, 90- yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty four. Yep. Never seen God, it. God, such. You never seen it? I'm what? Joking. Fuck. Many oh times. I was about to have a over here. Oh my God, I've seen Natural Born Killers so many times. I, oh my God, my girlfriend back in the day. Oh, she was obsessed with that movie, man. It was fucking ridiculous. We used to watch it all the time. Like so, me. yeah. Yeah, you know that took nine fucking months to edit it. Oh, nine shit. months to edit a fucking movie. I just could not just- believe watching Natural Born Killers you know watching woody harrelson in that film because i only knew him from cheers i swear which is great and white men can't jump (laughs) yeah and yeah right right and white. it was like fucking crazy to see that yeah white men can't jump was crazy that movie always blew me away because there was so much swearing and i was like that movie has so much swearing (laughs) yeah this is crazy but yeah serial mom uh man looking at my score now i'm not gonna go higher because there's a certain way you know, I, I do my list, but I, I almost could looking at it right now. It's a seven and a half now, but honestly, it, it could be an eight. And this is the kind of movie, like, I can't wait to watch this with my wife and daughter because I know they're going to fuck up. My daughter is going to absolutely love it. She, she has that, 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 that sense of humor that I do. So yeah, I, yeah. I'll be watching this a lot. It's so, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> did, did Scream Factory put that out? Yep. Yeah. I gotta get my. Hands you don't on. watch my videos, do you, motherfucker? Just talk to put in a fucking video. Come on. I, I watch your videos, but I can't remember everything. <laughs> no, I mean that was in the very first one. That was in the collector's edition bullshit, whatever the fuck, fucking Scream Factory. Yeah. But anyways, um, so where are we at? Number six. Yes, number six. Oh man, um, I struggled with putting this, placing this one in the list. I didn't really know. Whatever, fuck the theatrics and dramatics here. Uh, Wes Craven's <laughs> New Nightmare. Yo, you know, nice. I, I I thought maybe this might be the appropriate time to finally put a fucking nightmare film in one of my top 10 lists, considering it is my favorite franchise of all time. And this is the third year with a nightmare film that was eligible for a list. Yeah. Finally made one. So, I mean, JP gave me shit in 85 when I didn't put part two. 91 was obviously Freddy's Dead. Bullshit. That's never going to make the list. That movie's goddamn (laughs) fucking beyond garbage. Never going to make the fucking list. But I actually legitimately like this movie, and I always credit this film for being basically the predecessor for for Scream. There's a lot of good things about this film. It's not perfect. It definitely is not perfect. I think the third act is a little bit kind of wish-washy and stuff, but I really like the narrative. I love the narrative in this movie. I think it's very clever, you know, the fact that this, you know, the only reason why this entity was not coming out in the real world before us because it was stuck in this kind of movie realm. When they stopped making movies, that's when it was able to kind of escape and kind of come out. I, I think that's a, such a cool premise. I think it's such a cool premise. Um, one of my favorite scenes in the movie actually is, is Wes Craven actually taught like his, th- that, that scene where he's talking about the, you know, the script and stuff like that. And very cool, man. I, I, he was kind of a natural he was kind of a natural. I think it's kind of underrated. No one ever talks about Wes Craven in that film, um, which is kind of a shame. But I think the biggest downfall to the movie is the kills. I 100% agree with what was said before. Uh, I think that, you know, I don't know if it was known this was going to be the last movie, but they probably should have upped the game, maybe kind of up the kill count, kind of did something a little bit different and stuff. It never really happened, but I do like this movie as a whole i think it's okay i don't think gauge is that bad <laughs> i'm gonna call him gauge i'm gonna call him gauge. yeah i don't have a problem with him either you know i really no, don't think gauge. he is i hey, think langenkamp is awesome in this saxon's awesome i think there's a lot of great performances i think there's um definitely miss with wouldn't have been fucking cool to have johnny i i think i i think the rumor Dude, is he said he, he i believe craven said he he never he's afraid he, talked, to ask he ran him. into johnny depp he was later, afraid to ask and him. he was like why didn't you ask me to be in the move and uh he's like i would have did it and like man that, he was afraid to like, ask him right but you figure johnny depp was so, so big at that time too you know what i mean but you know that that's kind of like it's a credit to wes craven not realizing how huge he was as very humble of Wes Craven respected because Wes Craven was fucking massive. Like, like he was a big time director and I think he underestimated his power to get somebody like Johnny Depp back into a film, given what the narrative was. 
and I, you know, I think Johnny Depp would have been like, fuck yeah, man. That seems pretty yeah. damn cool. Let's do that type of shit. It seems very cool. It's a missed opportunity. Um, I agree. But, you know, it, it's it's kind of unfortunate. But uh, I think I think New Nightmare is uh, then better. It's better than people kind of perceive it as to be. I think is it's kind of underrated in, in, the, in the sense of when it came out being the last film and stuff. People kind of I, I know people kind of rated in the franchise as being one of maybe the better ones and stuff. But I think it's legitimately good. I think the idea is very cool um, and it works. It works. But I like to see better kills. That's that's always been my downfall for it. Eight out of ten for myself. Um, still worth your time. Awesome, awesome. Glad to see some fake love from you on a list. Finally, um, my number where's six, right? Yeah. yeah. My number six is the cat move. Fell a day. Oh, nice. Yeah, fell a line. Fella dick. Federline? What'd you call it? <laughs> Fella line. Fella dick. There's um, even a song at the beginning that's like, Fella day. I actually watched the um, dub. Oh, I didn't. I, yeah. I watched yeah. American. Um, I watched I, I mentioned this in the chat. I didn't know but it was like, an option. When it, yeah, on, on Dave's Plex. Oh, I just, what, as it was, and it was just in English. I was like, okay. I figure I it's a dan- it's a cartoon, so I didn't really care either way. I figured True. it would still, you know. I've heard yeah, the dialogue is actually different in that because I, when I watched, I watched this film in it, English too, but that was the only version that mm-hmm. I, I came across. And it was a really fantastic oh, okay. widescreen transfer. And I was like, in English, I just assumed that that's the way it was done. It was a German film in, in uh, English, but I read up on it after, and there actually is a different translation like the the german one so i was like fuck and apparently yeah, see, it's different it apparently comes, the dialogue is different and i'm like fuck <laughs> like yeah the, anytime you're doing sub and dub it's it's a little different dialogue yeah. um but uh when it comes to animation i i almost always prefer a dub um something about reading subtitles with animation is like weird to me it's like documentaries it it and subtitles like, it doesn't work it feels yeah. weird yeah yeah uh, so I always choose dub uh, when it comes to animation, which is opposite with movies. I always choose the subtitles with movies me in too. the original language. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, uh, one thing that I'll say about this um, film and its animation, like I love this era of animation from like the 70s and even before the 70s, but really the 70s till right about here in 94, maybe a little bit beyond it, like 96, 7 is like prime animation and then they started going away from like the hand-drawn cells yeah. and they started going into like more digital and everything's too crisp i don't yeah. like i i don't like it it doesn't feel dude like my kid live, li- lived in he's been watching this fucking like garfield shit and he's like dad do you ever watch fucking garfield or he didn't say fucking but he's like you ever watch garfield i'm like i'm like yeah i'm like yeah bro he's like hey dad go pick me up i literally said this to him i'm like i'm making my coffee and i'm like yeah bro give me another beer dad yeah and i'm like yeah bro like i totally watched garfield growing up but it was like drawn and i'm like i i'm looking at this animation and it's complete completely computer generized generated right and i'm like yeah. oh my god like i'm like i can't even get Horrible. into this for a second man and he's like i love this and he's like into gar i'm like what the fuck is going on man I'm like this is so weird fuck your fake ass garfield son. i can't not do it dude i'm like this is crazy and I'm like i show him you know what he says to me i show him beetlejuice and he's like this looks really old 
And I'm like, yeah, off, because it looks uh, amazing because it's hand drawn and it's like that's the greatest animation ever. And I'm like, so I show him turtles and he's like, it looks old. I'm like, fuck. The, the reason that hand drawn works is because it looks Transformers. Like it texture. It looks old. I'm like, what the fuck? Like he's a product like of his time. He's a product it of his was time. Made with somebody's fucking hand. It wasn't made on an assembly line. It's, mm-hmm. it's unique. It's beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's art, man. And and that's what I love about like like he likes the new Scooby Doo's yeah. over the Especially old ones. Darker stuff because the animation is different because it looks better. No, I mean, yeah. I, I don't mind new animation either. It's just that I, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Well, it's when it comes to Scooby Doo, though, man, I like. Can't watching 68 scooby-doo all the way even through like it, it definitely changed throughout time i can't stand like that new scooby-doo film like the computer generated one i'm like fuck i can't even yeah. i can't even fuck with that man it's just it's unwatchable to me man it's bad i don't like animation after the 80s to be honest with you <laughs> no well, there's, really? there's some good animation. stuff in the 90s it's there is good stuff what, in the pardon 90s. Me? what does 90s animation I can't stand like the, the. Here's my issue with like '90s animation, like Rugrats and the other ones. The way they look, they look like they're shaking and shit. Something looks awful, but the characters look like they're shaking all the time. It yeah, that's the hand-drawn animation. <laughs> I think it looks horrible. Well, that horrible, was the cheapness man. of Beavis and Butthead, though. That's actually a product well, of yeah. it being cheap. Well, Beavis and Butthead was different. I'm talking about like a serious cartoon, like fucking, like like the Nicktoon ones, like Rugrats and a bunch that uh, that came wait, out wait. at the time. Beavis and Butthead wasn't serious. The real I, don't cartoon. I don't understand. <laughs> it's one of the greatest cartoons of all time. Beginning in like, like fucking like South Park when they first 90s came out. 90s animation is the best animation. Like, it's like the Nicktoons you're talking about. I don't that's, know if that's, that's true. the best ever. The, no. I can't stand the look 80, of it. It's way better than the 80s. It's not even get like, really close. People just saying whatever they like from the. You know what I mean? Like that's it, it's the Here's best because you grew up with it too. No, take somebody my daughter's age and take somebody Moods' son age and let them watch something from the 80s and let them watch something from the 90s. Put Rugrats against like fucking Smurfs or something. Yeah, but Whatever. you know what, man? Say which looks better. My kid, you know. my kid is dumb as fuck, though. He he's a dumb shithead. You know why he's a dumb shithead? Because he fucking loves. He loves Go the Flintstones. Job, like I I I have the fucking Flintstones original uh, series, and he loves that series. And I'm like, bro, it's awesome. But it's from like the old. '60s, and like, doesn't that shit look old to you? He's like, yeah, but it's cool. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like you know, like the turtles look old to you. It's like thirty fucking years later. I'm like, I, it makes no sense to me. Like, I get I get baffled by it. And I'm like, dude, you're dumb as shit. Like, stop it. <laughs> and yeah, but dab and do. Yeah, I can't get over the look of '90s cartoons. Or, or, or honestly, I don't like the way anime looks either. I know people are gonna hate that, but I'm, something about it. I'm not a big anime. I don't like fan. that. I, I can't like get into it. that at all. Oh, yeah. I love Matt, it's over dramatized. Like it took, a, yes. while, it took a while for me to 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 like it, but once I got into it, I enjoy it. Same with you, Moods. What's that anime? It it took an adjustment, but once I was into it, I yeah. was into it, man. It's so yeah. violent and cool, just insane. I pretty much own every DC animated film out there. And no, no, I no, we're talking about anime, bro. Fucking like vampire. Oh D no, that shit. I mean, it's I like it's pretty it. much. Just, I mean, I'm talking about the DC film, but yeah, the anime. Oh, it's it's good, man. It really is good. No, I like some I, like I like Vampire Hunter D and uh, Wicked City and stuff like that. Perfect but, like, blue, I, man. Ugh. 
Perfect Blue is great. Yeah, I love it. It's Perfect a 10 Blue. out of 10, man. It's a perfect film. I'm more talking about anime series um, right. yeah. that are not horror. <laughs> like, I can't get into it. But Except for Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is the fucking best. It See, is, I've like, never seen it before. I've never seen it. So It's amazing. It's literally one of the best th- things ever made in history. There's like 40 different shows of it. It's just, it's too, I know. It's too much to get yeah. into. For and me. that's exactly well, my really, point, you, Dave. All you need to watch is Dragon Ball Z. But what about Dragon Ball? And what about my kid reads the books? He's never seen the show. Very different Dragon Dragon Ball is like an adventure show, and Dragon Ball Z is like a fucking amazing show. Right. Um. But anyway, (laughs) what the hell happened here? Dragon Ball A through Y yet? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see the first five though. So JP, did you like your pick or what? Are we just going to talk about Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, that's right. I love. No, I loved it, dude. I thought it was. just it was so interesting like i was it reminded me of like you know you don't see a lot of adult animated stuff that is like looks like kids stuff right like it looks yeah. like yeah. um like it, i mean if you just saw like any of the scenes without like any of the like violence or anything you would think like if you just walk past the tv you'd think it was like a kid's show or something right and I, I, there's something cool about that um so yeah yeah, it, yeah, it's very Disney-ish. Yeah, and, like and um, yeah. what is? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yep. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, cool story. Uh, very surprising. It, it was super not formulaic, which is awesome because you kind of expect it to sort of go one way. Like I thought he was gonna team up with the girl cat and form a relationship and stuff. And you know, we all know how that ended. And that didn't uh, really happen yeah. too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just it was it was cool, man. And like just right at the beginning when like he's talking about like, you know, like the house people pissing in that the cat's like I piss over there or something. <laughs> it's just like fucked up. I'm like, all right, we're doing this. Um uh but yeah I gave it eight out so that's my first eight. Eight out of ten. It, it's a very strong allegory, man. You know, like you can watch this for face value, take it for what it is, but you know, if you really look into it, man, it's a it's a in depth film. It's good. Like I said, I'd like to grab a copy of this. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Kino, maybe get like a Kino release. They release Fritz the Cat. Yeah. Or actually, that was Scorpion. But Kino Scorpion, I mean. Yeah, anyway. same deal. Yeah. I just want to see it for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Carly. Shame. All right. My number six was mentioned before, and that is a brain scan. Nice. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, like I said, I always thought that cover was like stupid looking with the dudes, you know, the brain scan, whatever you call it, guy. Um, the trickster face yeah that guy um i was just I, like i've always seen this movie and i've always heard of it but i never knew what it was about or anything and just uh you know i judged it by the cover but uh like i said jp and i watched this when he was staying at the hotel and i i was really into it again it like scream it reeks of like that 90s fail like the kid's bedroom and everything edward furlong just being in it um in general, he makes me think of like Corey Feldman, where he was just like in a stream of good moves, but like in the 90s era. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this movie and I would definitely watch it again. I would like to pick it up because I do not own it, but uh, I just thought it was a really cool story and concept and um, it wasn't a space move like I thought it was going to be. So that was that was you good stuff. Moves. You thought it was going to be a space moves. movie. Why, why Why? is that? 
I don't know the cover, but like, dude just looked like he was like a space alien or like I agree. creature it, thing. Hmm. I agree. I agree. It's called brain scan. Like, just seems like I I don't yeah, know, like an alien abducting you and scanning your brain. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Look at that cover. She's right. A hundred percent. Look space. Yeah. Like all those weird movies, like Mind Hunt, a Mind Bro, a Mind Killer. And yeah. Any like video drone. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Video drone. Yeah, but I gave that an eight out of ten. I like that movie. Hmm. Cool. Wait a bit. All right. Back to the top. Mr. Parker. Damn cops outside killing somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear that? You live in the ghetto or what? Some guy had a heart attack. Chili's or some shit. I don't know what's going on. I live right across the street from Chili's. I don't know. You're always saying stuff is going down over there. It's my arch nemesis, is Chili's. He knows what he did. Um, <laughs> Give you soup ass. That's what that's what happened. Uh, this is this is the first time this has been on the list, and it's going to be on most of the list, I imagine. Um, it is a sprawling epic by an amazing director who's done stuff like uh, Company of the Wolves, which I still need to watch. By Zantium, which is a great movie, underrated movie, I'd say. Um, he also did The Crying Game. This is Interview with a Vampire. Now, when it came back, to watch this. I saw it when. Out, and I remember liking it then, but who the fuck knows when you're eight years old and you're watching an interview with a vampire. So I'm sitting here, I'm going to rewatch it, I'm like, I gotta watch this fucking van, two-hour vampire movie with fucking... And I start watching it, I'm like, oh, this is objectively great, great score, great acting, and this is one of the only times, and I don't dislike Tom Cruise, I always am like, that's Tom Cruise, he's doing good, he's doing fine, but in this movie I was watching Tom Cruise and I was like, is he better than Brad Pitt in this movie? And then I was like, oh... <laughs> He is better than Brad Pitt in this movie. So essentially, it's just the story of a 200-year-old vampire telling Christian uh, Slater his life story. And uh, essentially, we go to like this this like sprawling epic that has really good like sets and and beautiful locations and all. I don't even know if they're sets. It seems like real stuff that they're shooting on. Anyways, it's really good. It's gorier than you would expect. Um, fairly homoerotic, um, of course, but, I mean, it's Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, so nobody's probably going to complain too much, right? And it's a fucking um, vampire movie, which is like... Yeah, I mean, which it is, is always... What it is, right? always so, like, yeah. like, this cast in this movie, they're like, can we make every woman in the audience wet? Like, was like, Brad Pitt... <laughs> Oh, Antonio Banderas in there. Get a little bit of Mexican spice in this movie or Spanish spice. What about or Slater, man? And then they fuck up their Christian oh, you're Slater. Fucked. You're definitely canceled now. Mixing well, up Spanish and Mexicans. Antonio Banderas, love that. Actually, from, but I would guess Mexico. I'm not 100%. I know he worked in Pedro Almodovar movies, which is Spain, but he's. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Robert Riguez is Mexican, right? And he's in his movies, so I don't know where he's from. <laughs> Anyways, um, he's probably Spanish. Uh, yeah, this movie is really well made. Like, it, it's going to be in a lot of people's top one and two, is my guess. Um, but, like, I put it back on today to just kind of rewatch a little bit. And I was just watching it. I was like, oh, man, this, this is great. And Kirsten Dunst in this movie, fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. And Steve Ray's a prick in it. It's a great movie. Objectively, a great film. And uh, I have no complaints, no negatives about the movie. Eight and a half on Interview with a Vampire. Objectively, yes. Great movie. Do I like it? No. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not a fan. I'm not a fan. My favorite parts in the film are with Christian Slater, to be honest. Yeah, that goes to say. Um, so Banderas was in fact born in Spain. Okay, so when yeah. when, when Tom Cruise ra- ra- raises from the crypt and he's out there and he's all like decrepit and like a mummy, that whole shit's fucking excellent, dude. I am. Yeah. But uh, I am so taken back with by this right now. I cannot believe this is on your list. 
Really? Like, if there was any movie from 1994 that I was 100% sure that was not going to be on your list was going to be Interview with the Vampire. Like, like I, I want to... It's should have so crazy. Higher, but they're the same rating. Uh, you know what also I noticed? Like, uh, people always complain, and they always compare Lost Boys and Interview with the Vampire with Twilight, and they're like, oh, it's the same fucking thing. It's like, bro, this is a 10 times better made movie than fucking Twilight. It doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't oh, feel rushed. Yeah. It like corny superhero shit it's a well-made well-acted well-scored professional film with mm-hmm. amazing sets and cinematography twilight does not have any of this no. and being story fucking gore it has gore yeah. and so does the lost boys and lost <laughs> boys has a score i'm sorry twilight and they also killed the, the kid level they killed the kid which is awesome these are real f- i'm not trying to even be a dick here not like even at twilight i have nothing f- it's not made for me but they're not on the same league of filmmaking, either of those movies. Like, fucking Neil Jordan is a fucking a, a amazing director, okay? Who, who directed fucking Twilight? Remember Some when we did that Twilight that franchise? Do. Remember when we did that? No. I don't yeah, there's, like, actually a good... <laughs> it was the worst show <laughs> I've ever... It actually traumatized I don't me. That. It traumatized me. It was so fucking bad. I hated those <laughs> movies so much, man. And, like, oh, I'll never, ever in my life ever forget the argument that Lacey couldn't understand. And I, I was like, literally, I was, I was going to quit. I was going to quit at that moment in the show because I couldn't understand how she didn't understand what I was saying. Like, <laughs> it was fucked to me, man. It was so fucked up. I'm like, oh my God, that was bad. Honestly. I never understand what you're saying with your thick Canadian accent. I just agree with you. So I can... <laughs> with my thick. Wow, I've never heard anyone. I can't say understand either. anybody on this show. I don't even speak English really. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh my. Okay. So this is honestly so far in the in the show. This is the biggest surprise of the show right now. I never thought in a million really? years this would ever be on your show. Surprise at all. No, it's amazing to me to go from Shattered Dead. To interview with the vampire in a row. It's amazing. But very shocking. But very but very but very shocking. Um Wow. Maybe I just knew that Dave liked it already, so maybe. Well, because you guys, you, you guys talk more personally. I remember watching this movie with my family, man. Yeah. We watched this when it came out. I was like eight. We all sat down to watch Interview with the Vampire. I've watched I it so many times. I used to have the VHS. I've watched it over the years. I, I just, I'm not a fan. I just, I don't like the movie that much, man, to be honest. I, th- I think when it comes to vampire films, like, I really do, besides Fright Night, which I, I know that you think is overrated because we just talked about that the other day, but. I, I like, like my, Friday I like, Night a lot. I love, uh, it's a great movie. It's just not as good as the three or four other movies from that year. Oh, of course it isn't. And, and that's why it wasn't even in my top five, probably. I can't remember where it was, but... It was my number six. Yeah, it was It was probably somewhere around there. I like the sexually charged better. ones, like the very sleazy vampire films. I like those things. Not you, Moose. I'm talking to JP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said All the right. remake of Friday Night was better. I couldn't. Who's laughing? That was weird. I thought that was a cat. <laughs> I thought that was you. I thought JPEG was squealing over this there. This fucking idiot with his fucking the remake of fucking oh my god, dude! He just stop laughed with, at you. He didn't even fucking respond. That there's no way. It's so stupid. Okay, Mr. Z, you're up next. It's good. It's not good. 
Mc, fuck McLovin. He's horrible. I don't. He's, I didn't he's even watch it. And hey, I'm such a hypocrite. I didn't even watch the remake, and I'm still arguing. It's I'm so bad. It's, it's fucking. It's I legitimately like it. horrible. It's, it's I saw the remake movie. first, and I liked it. You saw yeah, the remake? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't like the fucking cover art. Dude, or the title Dave. or something. He's like, Fright Night, that's stupid. It's Oh my and god. That's what it's I thought fun. when I was a kid, yeah. But I was the actually reason wearing I watched Night the Night first is because we were doing a thing on Banana Laser and somebody didn't, believe it or not, listen to this. There was an article on a website and it said the, the 15 best horror movies of the last 15 years. And that was one of the fucking movies on there was the remake of Fright Night. So I had to watch it for that. I wrote that article. Yeah, <laughs> was that you can't write? No, I I I truly That's believe I truly believe that article was written by one of the cast members from Red to Kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take for take that for what it is. <laughs> You're canceled, man. I, I wow. might have just got canceled. <laughs> We're probably going to get canceled for making the joke that we're going to get canceled at this point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't even know where we are. Okay, it's me, number five. Here we go. Okay. Um, Speaking of epics, and I spoke about this the other day because I sat down and watched it in one sitting, The Stand. Yes. Yo, I didn't think this would make anybody's list. Nice. Dude. I, 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 uh, this is probably the fourth time I've seen it and I never enjoyed it as much as I have this time. And maybe it's because I watched it in one sitting. I don't know, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, every, I think it's the best use of the song. Um, don't fear the reaper. I know a lot of people are all Amen, oh, brother. Halloween 78 and all that's a man and whatever. As much as I love that movie. Every time I think about this movie, I think about that scene mm-hmm. in the beginning when, 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 when all hell breaks loose and you see the people dead at their desk and stuff. And the way the camera zooms pans across them all and they're playing, don't fear the reaper. I think it's fucking a great way to start the film. And you know, the dark man grinning at me. And how about this Halloween three comparison? I picked up on this time. This reminds me of the beginning of Halloween three, when the dude comes across the fucking guy at the gas station and he's clutching the mask and then he passes uh, out and then he calls, right? The same thing happens in this movie. They escape the thing. The guy comes in and basically says, they both say the same thing. Everyone's going to be dead. So uh, obviously there's no real connection because King wrote the book first and everything else or what have you. But just a little comparison I made because I'm obsessed with Halloween 3. Uh, Joe Bobby got in there is great. Um, it's it's great that we go to a quiet main town. That's regular old King stuff. Uh, the Captain Trips name I think is great because that was one of the nicknames of Jerry Garcia. So I think that was thrown in there on purpose by by Stephen King. Uh, the random Kareem Abdul Jabbar is fucking dude. Is that the fucking most bizarre thing? Yeah, and you know what it reminds me of? A few years later, there was a random Patrick Ewing in fucking Exorcist 3 in the dream sequence. There was. <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up, is there really? You never well, saw that part? No, no, I, 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 just, I, I don't remember it. And he has angel wings on, and he's sitting there. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Oh, my God. I, like, I, I, don't, I, I swear I forgot about that completely. Wow. I've yeah, drank, it's, I've it's officially drank myself retarded. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, sorry. That was a bad comment after Red to Kill. We spent fucking three hours, four hours not saying that word when we talked about Red to Kill, but yeah, we still fucking slip and say it like... We're devolving. But I was referring to myself, Uh, so... We got the brain damage. We're sorry. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I think it's cool how fucking... How Kareem sees the, uh... 
instead of seeing the crow like everybody else is seeing, he's the first one that sees uh, the actual walking dude sitting on the freaking Randall flag, sitting on top of the you know the electric pole, sitting there that's, looking that's at him. That's Miguel Ferrer who sees it, isn't it? Lloyd who sees him first? Is it him? Well, Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe well, it's not Kareem. When they're arresting him? I think it is Lloyd. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, You're probably yeah. right. Either either way, that that scene is yeah. awesome. And then we get, uh, you know, I love the way the music they use. They do that song, uh, Don't Dream It's Over, when they put it on the record. And it, it always yeah. flashes me back to childhood. And that, in childhood in that era of time reminds me of Molly Ringwald, who is, is in that scene because that's what that's when she was hot shit in, in the fucking mid-80s. You know what I mean? She so, sucks in this movie. Do you no, really? She's good. Uh, I hate her in this. I always I, like her. She feels like the 80s version. I don't know. I don't think she's very versatile in moves. Like... You're she's probably right. I think she, well, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Carly a little bit. I think I don't that's think why she didn't really go too far. Like, I feel like I, I don't, she's she may that. not be versatile, but I think casting her in this role is a smart idea. Yeah, I, I agree nervous. with, I agree with both of you. I understand what you're, where you're coming from, Carly. I just have a soft spot for her because she was part of that, my generation. I grew up with her. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like so her. It's, it's one of those. Yeah, I love her in those moves the 80s move yeah but yeah it took me like three months to watch this entire thing <laughs> yeah she was calling it the sit oh, oh man. <laughs> this is this like is this like a pen thing or something like where you guys don't finish your words when you say movie you say move and and it, well they it, always do it yeah. we have it, it, like I'm, I'm being serious though i'm not even trying to like harass or anything i'm just actually questioning like is it's that their gimmick their gimmick you it's, got it's, it's, I just thought we thought it was interesting. Over here we got a secret language, bro. It's like That's an inside saying. joke. It's an inside thing that we accidentally we can't help but like say in real life now because we like say it so much to each other. We're always around each other, so it's probably really annoying to other people. But to us, it's like hilarious. That's really what it is. It's yeah, not the less funny. I have to hear JP talk, the better. Shorten all your words to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to be like two That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But I, get it. I never brought it up till now because like, I understood what you guys were doing. It's like your guys' thing, you know, kind of thing. And like, you always, you, you talk about you guys are around each other. I'm like, you guys are more into each other, if you know what I'm saying. Indeed. Yes, intercourse. Someone's into <laughs> right. somebody. Right. There you oh, go. boy. Um, um then you got Lucky Larry finding Nadine, and I love Nadine, and 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 ah oh, man, what a role she plays, and everything that's going on with her, like you know, like inside and in, in the conflict that she has, and just start to finish. I just think that that you know she's a real interesting character, and I think she's a great actress. I, I love her too, my you know Italian princess there, and uh, who else? As long as we're talking about. The- Emails. We have uh, Shawnee Smith, who I love her too because she's a badass, and you know I, I like her when she's bad because you don't get to see it much, and she is a pretty bad girl in this movie. But yeah. I, I like I like the people cast in the movie, and here's something I noticed: Vincent Drug. Did anybody catch this? And does anybody know what other movie that was featured in? What is it? What part is it? No. Vincent it's- Drug. It was when they go to the um to the town and they meet Shawnee Smith when we first yeah. meet the mute and we first meet the uh what's his name the tall guy yeah, Moe, oh, man. that's Bill yeah. Moon yeah. Yeah. Patrick Star Patrick Star Patrick Star indeed too. yes but do you know what I'm talking about Vincent Drug that that's the place they went to you know where the no. movie that's from okay well um, and, and, it's got to be the mist and i even no 
not even a, a keen connection. But I saw it. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that the same? And I looked it up, and I looked at the pictures, and it's the exact – so it must be – it's obviously a, a set that ha- happens to be here and that, that it was used again. But it's the place that was used in Halloween 4. It was the place where Brady mm. works, where they uh, go and visit him, and Michael comes in and grabs the mask. So a little – I would have never yeah. got that. Yeah. For some reason, I remember the drug, and I was like, no saying sure enough it was so that was kind of cool that's, uh, why, that's why you need your notes because you fucking fill your head with this nonsense i do and th- these are my notes <laughs> no. you're right <laughs> just joking it's true uh, though but you're right was uh, that was that dude like the mr w or m-o-o-n was that guy not in red to kill too <laughs> oh come on <laughs> <laughs> no Jesus. I tried to avoid him. <laughs> he, he's actually... He's a, I'm already canceled, so I might as well keep going. <laughs> he was in Coach. Remember Coach? He's Dobber. He's also in Oz. Yeah. Yep. He's in fucking I actually Oz? remember him from He was the Nazi prison guard. Yeah, I always he gets remember. killed by Beecher with a long fingernail. Oh, dude, Oz yeah. was amazing, man. Oz was crazy, Oz. man, because it had so many rappers in that show. It was, it was fucking nuts, but... Good Sometimes show. they only lasted half an episode before they got murdered. Dude, everybody died within five minutes everybody of being introduced. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It, but I'm only being in it for five minutes. But I always know him from Coach because I actually used to watch Coach all the yep. time. It's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Me yep. too. From Coach. Yep. But uh, there's lots of good imagery here. The stuff with the, a lot of stuff with the walking dude. It, it's freaking great when he comes up and, and he's in the cornfields and, and when they meet, uh, what's her name? Um, the old lady. And she's playing Abigail. the guitar. Abigail, Abigail, yes, Abigail. yes, and yeah. she's playing the guitar, and Whoopi her hands start bleeding and shit. That's that's some cool shit. That's scary. A lot of stuff they do. There's just lots of solid characters and real people that have inner conflicts. Not everybody is good. Not everybody is bad. And a lot of shades of gray and what's going on here, and it's it's really interesting. And I I, I think about Nadine, and I wonder what would have happened. Would she have straightened out if uh, if Larry took her back when she came to the house for that final plea? It's just, you know, say, stay with me, make love to me, and I'll stay, and this and that. Who knows what she was thinking about, but, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I like Flag overall. I like the guy's performance. It's something to get used to. Maybe the first time I saw it, I didn't like it, but I like him. I, I like his sense of humor, too, and I like when he meets the dude in the jail, and he's like, he he says, um, you know, who are you? And he's like, pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. Yeah, so he's basically Jones, baby. Yeah, he's basically saying he's the devil. You know what I mean? Using the freaking, you know, sympathy for the devil lyrics. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I think that's Glenn is a, King, right? Oh, yeah. totally, all, all the time, yeah. I think Glenn is a great character. Agreed. Um, Love Sinise oh. in it. Yeah, man. He's great. and um, So many fucking characters. Yeah, there, there's so many great characters. No, Glenn is... Ralph Brunner is great, name? too. Ray Walston. I mean, Glenn, everybody's yeah, great in Ray the movie. Walston, it's, it's like... It's a little hard to keep up, though. There's so many people. And that's the trouble I'm having with the book right now. I'm like, wait, who is this again? Because I'm reading the book right now. No, you're probably listening to the book, you fucking lazy motherfucker. uh, You're you're correct. I'm reading Gerald's (laughs) game. I'm listening to this. Um, (laughs) Dude, it's easier to listen to books. Dude, you could do other things. I've never done that once, still to this day. Never listened to a book. Oh, it's amazing, dude. You don't know what you're fucking missing. What I, I enjoy I reading because reading is relaxing. You just sit yeah. back, you have a book, and you 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 tell the world to fuck off, and you read. Yeah, what but the fuck are you talking? Audio book. Hey, Moods is now Lavar Burton. 
Dude, I'll show you my book collection. It is ridiculous how many books I have. People would not even look at me like that, but I love reading. I fucking love reading. I like reading too. It's just, it takes so much time. Why do you think I spend so much time camping at my cabin and we're doing whatever? Because I love to read. That's what I do. I I just have some beers and I I read. I get to forget about my kid, my wife, everything else. And I'm like, fuck, (laughs) this is amazing. Yeah, much better life. Forget about my my cheating wife and my stupid kid and read some (laughs) books. My my kid that Um, thinks all these cartoons are all too old. Fuck that kid. Who hates Michelangelo? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the, the the book though man i will say man when you're listening to that like the beginning parts with like when the pandemic's starting and stuff oh, the play man that shit is eerie especially after yes. like you know yeah. having like a, a minor well not minor but you know what i mean it's not like the fucking one from the plague of the stand <laughs> yeah we'd but, all be dead because we right don't that, that's what thing. i was thinking i was like dude there's we'd be so fucking fucked like it's so bad <laughs> it's so funny yeah. because when we had covid the government was like crashing down like hey you guys got to be careful out there and then in the stand and they're like what what plague <laughs> right no <laughs> <laughs> right? so, uh, uh true. ed harris is the shit in this movie too and so is kathy bates man the cast is yeah amazing. that little yeah that little what, what we get of her absolutely yeah it, it really is a really good cast and, and you know I, honestly i mean i'm saying all kinds of good things but there obviously there, there's some other stuff i mean there's television restraints you can only do so much it feels like a tv movie which it is but it feels like it it's a little cheesy with the effects a little religion shit in there too a little bit yeah i mean but th- which is so interesting because king this is the one of the rare, rare instances when king paints the religious people as the good Every that is a common theme, and I'm sure I don't got to sell it to you guys. He always, almost always, paints the religious people as being zealots and freaking over. But he is a Christian, though. He is religious. I know, but that's what I like about him. That's what's cool. He can sit there and be a Christian and call himself that, yet still look at the faults of this and say, "Hey, these people are wrong." He's not a hateful person. No, no way. He's a hateful person. You guys it's ever great. seen Joe Hill in an interview, man? He's like a fucking like carbon Stephen copy King. of oh, his dad. Oh, now he is. Yeah. I'm convinced like, it. That he is literally King. looks like his... And it, they figured it, out a way to keep him alive. Fucking freaks so me a lot. It freaks me right out. It freaks me right out. He looks like fucking Jody when he's got his beard. So I was watching, I was watching fucking Eli Ross History of Horror. I was watching Eli Ross History of Horror last night. And Joe Hill was talking. I'm like, man, this is just fucking weird he is like a Have carbon we ever seen copy. him in the same place at the same time no it's not no probably. no it is it's, it's stephen king figured out a way to like regenerate himself into a younger version i don't know there's something going on there it's it's fucking weird yeah, that'd be cool so with me hence the name read, joe read hill it's a different name he's trying to be two different people yep yeah like Richard <laughs> got the same profession it's not by chance that they have the same profession as being a writer come on bros I don't all... think your theory is going to work out, Moods. What do you mean? I don't think they're 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 two the same person. Yeah, they are. Okay, it actually you wasn't. My, it wasn't that was my a good first, argument. It I wasn't my right, theory JP. to start. It was actually JP's. <laughs> I, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they were carbon copies. No, you guys are right. Other. You convinced me. You convinced yeah. me. <laughs> I hope they're different, and I hope Joe Hill ends up being better and, and writes better climaxes I think and Dave finishes. Missed the because part of JP there. <laughs> I miss JP. I, mm. Parker. I miss Sorry, I can't. I can't use first names. Sorry. Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck, I'm getting confused. Anyway, seven and a half. I really, really enjoyed the stand. I'm going to be honest. I thought about putting it on my list because I, I was like, I, I was like, man, this movie is like really fucking big. Like, and it is like, yeah, it's a little dated now, but for the time it was like pretty <sighs> epic and it, it, it did like massive fucking numbers too. Um, I, I miss when there was like event movies on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. I, me and my yeah. mom rented every tape together. So like I have a fondness and a soft spot for this that I genuinely kind of love it just on nostalgia yeah. alone. Yeah. But like, that's cool. Again, like I have a hard time understanding that concept because like my lists are made off of my favorite movies. Like I understand. Well, like, I do. I, love I remember watching the stand like, it's back one in of the my day. Personal favorites, but it also kind of sucks in some ways. So I left it off. And it's a miniseries, right. so I was like iffy on it. Right. Right. See, so it is a favorite, but I have about fifteen to twenty favorites from this year. I think that like yeah. if the movie was That's done. I don't it's know, man. The, it's second the second half. The second half is second actually half the downfall of the half. movie. It really is. But that's real- the book. It's because the book is second half is the downfall. Yeah. Like a lot of Stephen King novels, right? Like, be honest, yep. Mick Garris did the best he could with what he had. Right. Well, it's I probably the best Mick Garris movie ever done. Really. I mean. <laughs> I'm Mick Garris, Hello, Master man. Horror. Did you I see think- that scene in Sleepwalkers where he shoved that corn on the cobs, that dude's neck? Maybe besides Critters 2. Right he did dude. Critters 2 also. Fuck. <laughs> Let's face it. That's pretty awesome. Hey, critters too. Remember when that fucking Easter Bunny gets a critter ball on his nuts? Honey, <laughs> 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 cheese the fucking window. Critters two is fun. <laughs> it's um, the main co- Hey, it's the main course, JP. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Who's Dave, what, what'd you give that one? Four to ten. Seven and a half. Oh seven, shit. Seven and a half. Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that killed me <laughs> I got the fucking COVID over here again for each part fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's good okay okay alright back to me uh, so coming in breaking into the top five is actually a first time talk tonight i i'm not i'm not 100 sure this is gonna break in on any of the other lists it might i don't know this is one of those movies that i feel like it could have but it should have been talked about already i might have even have it too high in my list i don't fucking know i really don't know but my attraction to reggie is ridiculous i love the dude i love the franchise so much and I even fucking like part five. I don't love it, but I like part five. We're going with Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. This is a fun movie, man. It's grown on me over the years. Hardcore. This one is fun because I always kind of like... <laughs> I always look at this movie and be like, it's the better version of like Halloween 2. Because we got our like one of our main characters who returns in this film. Well, the actor returns in this film from the first one. And, like, he's in a hospital bed pretty much the entire film, but it's, like, so much better than Halloween 2, in my opinion. Wait, Halloween 2, the the original? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that movie. I thought you loved Halloween 2. No, I don't. Fuck that movie? No, I said fuck that movie, man. Wait, what? I haven't watched it in years. I I I feel like it doesn't. I love Halloween 2. I love it too. Wow. Mm-mm. Does it hold up? 
It doesn't yeah, I just, I just watch great. it to drive in. It's no, I mean, if you're going <laughs> to yeah. compare movies of main characters in a hospital bed, Halloween oh, 2 yeah, versus Phantasm 3, this is like, way better. I, I me and Carly watched okay. Halloween 2 at the drive-in, and the whole time we're bitching, like, man, they, fucking Jamie Lee sucks in this movie. Like, she doesn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, everything else is awesome, but, like, she's just, like, comatose the whole time. Yeah, really but they managed to incorporate Michael's character enough in the film where it doesn't seem like it's Jamie Lee Curtis in fucking Halloween 2 like you know comatose in a fucking even though Mike is actually comatose in this <laughs> that's kind of the irony in this movie man um it, it, it's fun man it's like you know what I love about this movie it's like the most unlikely trio of characters we got we got fucking the awesome Reggie we've got you know the little kid this is where he takes over the series, pretty much. Right, right. right. And then, you know, what is the little kid's name? Tim? Is that Tim? Is that what his name? Um, I, I can't remember. Something like that. And Sounds then, from, yeah. so we got right. Reggie, the old white male. We've got the young fucking kid who's badass. And then we got the black chick, which is Rock, Rocky, I think. Which is also badass. Everyone's yeah, badass cool. in this film. And it's like, it's super fun because like it's, it kind of breaks out into like more zombie type type narrative a little bit like there's a lot of they even they even call them zombies in this movie too which is kind of crazy um yeah the only problem i have with phantasm 3 is that i would love to have seen more of the tall man there's a there's a portion of this film where he is not in it for about 45 minutes at least like it's just but it's kind of cool because they're kind of going through the motions they're battling doing all this shit the effects aren't bad I still think the effects in 1979 Phantasm are better than 1994, which is kind of fucked up. But, um, that boring, right? No, I'm just tired. I like the movie. I like the movie. I hear the yawns and I'm just like, I'm not fucking boring. But no, I love, I I love Phantasm 3, man. I think it's, I think it's a fucking blast, man. I think the kills are cool just the i mean it's like a continuation in the series which you know i mean it's a very very confusing mind fuck series but i think this one kind of fits in where it is and i used to not really care for this one that much but i've totally grown to love it i think where it where it is in the franchise is good yes fuck yeah sorry the leafs just scored and they needed that big time. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, he really likes fans. Oh no, I held back all, all night on goals, but they just scored late in the game, and this might fucking win the game. And I'm fucking, and everyone's texting me. Oh my god, my phone is going fucking crazy. Sorry, fucking guys. Love tall man. Sorry, guys. Watch, I'm talking about Phantasm. I know oh, I shouldn't three. have had my phone up like that, but um, god damn it. But Phantasm three, man, awesome characters, and you know. There's a lot of great visuals, man. I I love the fact that like um Jody comes back into this film in a role that's kind of it's kind of mind fucking a little bit. You know, like I I think when when people talk I would love to redo the Phantasm franchise because I've watched it so many times since we since we reviewed these films and stuff. Plus it's, five wasn't out when we reviewed him. Yeah. You know, and it, it's funny because like I've watched these movies so many times and like I fucking pick out things that are, that I didn't get before. 
every time I watch. That's what I love about this franchise. I think it's one. I think it is. I the, wouldn't be opposed to redoing that. I think it's the coolest. I, I think it's one of the coolest franchises ever done because it's not only open to interpretation a little bit, but it's there's so many little things that you can talk about. I think it's amazing. Reggie is one of the best characters in horror history, in my opinion. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my grave saying that. Reggie is one of the best. He's so cool. He's so badass. He's so honest. Moves will be on his deathbed and he'll be like, by the way, <laughs> I love Reggie. Bannister, one of the I, best where'd you hide characters. the money, Dad? Where's the money? <laughs> I just love the fact that <laughs> they have the double <laughs> barrel. Who the, the fuck tr- is Reggie, Dad? Yeah, who they the think fuck? it's like your gay lover or something. Lover. <laughs> Dad was out back boning a guy named Reggie. He couldn't tell me where the fucking money was. If Reggie was going to be my gay lover, it would be yeah, it would be Reggie, man, for sure. Like it would be <laughs> Reggie. Reckless. But I love Reggie, man. <laughs> and Reggie the Reckless, man. He's he's reckless, reckless, just like awesome I am. Too, man. So I'd rather bone him. What? Is that a kid? No, he's a he's a grown man now. What do you mean, a, a kid? Oh, yeah, but that's yeah. different. That guy, has been keeping tabs on Reggie, Reggie the Reckless until he turns of age. <laughs> what the fuck? I was the Damn. same age as him at the fucking when the movie came out. Of course he been. I've been looking him up on fucking Tinder. He looks all right. Oh, he's a piece of shit, Trevor Ross. <laughs> he took care, he took care of himself. He's got a nice tight body. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> oh, <that was> <laughs> god damn it. I don't know. It's, I'm tired. <laughs> what do you, you rate in Phantasm Three? I don't know. Am I done with? Okay, Phantasm Three is just a goddamn. Bo- I, you know what? I, I love they, they they they're traveling to the biggest mausoleum. And where's it located? It's like in Wisconsin or some crazy shit. We going back to Wisconsin? Uh, no, it's in um um Compton, bro. No, it's not in Compton. They're in the fucking East Coast. Like they're totally in the Midwest East Coast, man. It's like in, I think it's like but in real life. That- is it really? Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. No, I, I can't yeah, tell if you're joking not. or not. Like, the biggest mausoleum yeah, in I mean, the United States is in Compton. City of... I mean, wow. this movie's cool because it's the first time they have, like, him actually... Is this the first time they introduce him traveling cross-country and just basically... Or is that the second one? Turning, like, towns into fucking empty and destroying mid-America. Which is one. a huge allegory for actually kind of just corporations and shit doing that. Right. Yeah. No, it's definitely they definitely do it in the second film. They do in this one. This one just kind of yeah, it's definitely a continuation. I mean, he literally has the same weapon, right? He has that fucking double barrel, fucking you know, gatted up fucking shotgun thing. It's it's awesome. Like it totally. It's a quad barrel, bro. Yeah, the quad barrel. It is, man. I I love this. It's so much fun, man. I was watching it the other night again. I was like, God damn, this shit is so much fucking fun. Like people always one and two, and then no one ever really talks about the franchise after but like you know four is fun man four is a trip though man four is a trip because they use so much footage that was unused from the original film which is so trippy and we've talked about this before i think it's so trippy that they did that it always confused me but three is a little bit underrated man it's fun it's more zombie orientated because i i'm not really sure why they did kind of went this way maybe for purely entertainment it works but um um, it's it's oh, great shit but, though. By the way, uh, so the house that's used for Tim, that's the house from House, nineteen eighty five. Oh, is it really? And then oh. uh, the wow. interiors uh, were shot at the real mausoleum called Angels Abbey Mausoleum in Compton, California. Okay, mm. 
Okay, oh, so man. in the in the narrative, it is. I think it's in Wisconsin. I think that's where they are. I don't know. Oh, I, no, maybe, I, no, I, maybe, I know it wasn't it's, tripping, but I kind of was scared that I was wrong. Maybe it's Ohio <laughs> or Tully. It's somewhere in Tully. I don't know. It's somewhere around there. But it doesn't really matter. I just love when they first get into that fucking one city there and it's all like desecrated. I, I love that shit, man. It looks so good. Anyways, 8 out of 10. Um, Fantastic. I want to mention that. I think the zombies, the trio of zombies is excellent that they keep popping up. That's a, a lot of fun. And you got a major character actor in John uh, John Tandler Davies, who's in a couple of Peckinpah movies, is like the little small one. I was really happy to see him in there. I did not remember him being in this movie. But when he popped up, I was like, holy shit! He was, mm. That was a lot of fun seeing him as a zombie. Because the reoccurring zombies makes like a lot of fun because you can, you know what I mean? They keep popping up after you kill them and shit. Well, actually, that, that that's a good point, man. That's actually one of the reasons why I love this movie because it's so random in the fact that like, you know, when when Reggie goes to that house and then they end up killing all those guys and stuff and yeah. they, they, you know, they take off in the pink hearst. Well, that chase scene, that whole scene on the fucking highways is, is amazing because and and that kind of changes phantasm a little bit it's because you see that control that the tall man has on these zombies and stuff right go after these people you know kind of thing. it's it's really cool man how they write that down and 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 it's just really well done i love the 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 car crash that happens there it's really good hey moods yep. hear me out on a remake john malkovich is a tall man and bob odenkirk is reggie oh that's a good casting. Right Ooh, there. that's really Bob good. Bob Odenkirk is ready. Is perfect. You know what, man? The Malkovich. Holy shit, dude! I. You he know what? Tall man. Wow. Because he's tall and lanky, and he played. Uh, he played. Um, who the fuck did he play? It was uh, of Lenny of Mice and Men. So you know, Malkovich is one of the most unique actors of all time. That guy's presence and his sarcastic ways of acting <laughs> like i think he pulled off so well like he's he's such an amazing actor man i'm just thinking of if, if there was a remake i'd like to see bob odenkirk as reggie and uh fucking john malkovich as the tall man right i don't really care about the other already this is gonna work it's already gonna work it's gonna work yeah it's already gonna work but yeah fat as of three man uh a little bit overlooked a little bit overlooked. I'd actually go as far to say it's a little underrated, and number two is a little overrated. Hundred percent. I think two's better. I think two's better, dude. But I we, think three's almost just as good. We share the same sentiments, man. I think Phantasm Two obviously was the big studio film, not big studio film, but they had a bigger budget than the first I mean, one. It was pretty big. People love Phantasm Two for the fact that it is a bigger film. You know, it really is a bigger film. You know, but Phantasm, the first Phantasm, no man, fuck. I prefer the first one. Me too, man. It's actually one of my, well, it's like in my, almost in my top 10 of all time. I love Phantasm. The, the second one I like a lot, but the third one, man, come on. It's, it's severely underrated because of the second one, I think in people's minds. It's kind of a shame. It's kind of a shame. It's my favorite of the original four. I would say. Part three. Yeah. Part two. Well, no, I guess if you're counting. Part three is your favorite of the the first four? No, part three is my least favorite of the first four. Oh, okay. Least favorite. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, I'm going to be short on this one because I can't imagine that it won't pop up on other people's lists. Uh, My number five 
Um, I, I, the, I, this only like the third time I've watched this, but the first time I think I fell asleep. We were at Matt's during one of the movie nights, um, <laughs> which reminds like, see Dave, I could fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, th- then I You're watched sh- it for the summer series and I liked it a little bit more, but this time watching it, I definitely liked it the most that I've ever liked it. And that is in the mouth of madness from one Jonathan Carpenter. Um, this, this movie, I, I love the whole. What? You can't just. His name's not Jonathan. Yes, it is. You can't just like lengthen it. No guy. That. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love the the Sutter Kane thing and like, uh, like I, dude, even like the fucking details of the like novels are so cool, right? Like how he rips the covers off and makes like a map and shit. I'm like, man, that's so neat. And then, like, just the blurring of reality. And it's actually kind of scary. Like, I, I was watching it late one night um, when I was prepping for this. And I was like, man, th- there's actually some scary scenes in this shit. Got Happy Gilmore's grandma up in here, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I lo- love crafty and just just good shit, man. I, I love I love And even, like the, like, the visuals, like the end with the... The cross, the crucifixes and shit in the in the movie theater, like it's just nuts. Um, so yeah, this one really grew on me. So it came in at my number five spot with an eight out of ten. Cool. <clears throat> Can't go wrong with Carpenter, man. Not not in this period. Actually, this is probably his last great movie if you think about it. Uh, ninety four. Yeah, because next was Village of the Damned, right? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Not great. That was Oof. yeah. That, this is his last. I do movie, like Ghost of what? Mars a lot, though. When does I do like Ghost of Mars, but people hate it. I don't get well, it. Yeah, I love Mars, dude. What about that vampires move? When did that come out? Ninety eight. Most people like that, right? Yeah, yeah, vampires, yeah, is good. Was... vampires is good. Yeah, I like that. But, but not not the level of this no. before. No. no. Yeah. This was the end of his run, right here. This is the last great <laughs> movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he did some good masters of horror, though. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, he did. All right, Carly. All right, number fifty-five is Scanner Cop. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> what? What? Can you repeat that one for me? <laughs> Scanner Cop. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I didn't see it. Wow. Shit. I didn't. I uh, liked you didn't it watch a lot. It? Dude, that, the 4K looked fucking phenomenal, too. <laughs> it's a. This is another one that I just had a lot of fun with, and I don't really like Scanners. I, like that movie, I find kind of boring and Damn. like just not a lot happens for me. I, I only saw it once, or maybe twice. I don't know. But anyway, I didn't really like it too much. So I was kind of like, oh, Scanner Cop. And I probably would have skipped this one, but I was scrolling through the list and I was like, oh, that's one of the, you know, Scanner films. I guess I should probably, that's probably important to see. And I ended up really enjoying it and having a lot of fun with it. And I like the concept, the whole cop thing. And then the whole, like, you know, he's starting to kind of go crazy, like his dad or whatever did. And it's just, um, I had a lot of fun with this one. Like, I feel like this is what uh, Scanners could, isn't, it, scanners two from ninety one. Did we watch yeah. scanners two and three? Are they're yeah, they're both not that great. I, they're well, fucking terrible. Scanner cop <laughs> and scanner showdown are vastly superior to two and three. I think I think I watched part two and I think I had fun with that one too. I maybe. like part two. 
Yeah, so I think I had fun with that one as well. I thought to think back. But yeah, so yeah, I guess I'm a fan of the Scanners movies besides the first one. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, give it. I, I can't really remember a whole lot about the plot, but I just remember being like, wow, this is surprisingly really good. And it had me really drawn in through the whole thing. But I gave it an 8 out of 10. Richie Lynch is the bad guy in this, man. He's awesome. Oh, dude. And, uh, dude. Great cast in the movie. Scared. This movie's got a way better cast than you expect. Now like, DP's all talking like actors. he knows who fucking Richard Lynch is. Remember that oh, time? Who the fuck is Richard Lynch? I'll never forget that moment in the in the podcast, man, where you and you Jeremy were like you Oh, you know who Richard... Who the fuck is Richard Lynch? I'm like, what the... I didn't know what the fuck to say. I didn't know what the fuck to say to these guys. I'm like... fucking honest. You guys named like fifty-five actors. I knew like four of them tonight. <laughs> I would have. I would have wanted off the but show. Richard Lynch has literally Lynch been in hundreds of movies, like in tons of movies you have watched I know who for he sure. Is now, yeah, that's, but a, that's he, embarrassing. Richard Lynch is a god. Yeah, dude, that he was set the fucked up thing. Fire, God damn it. Oh, I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, well, how it. do I sell this? And you guys were literally laughing at me on the show I'm like and I even said on the show I'm like people are going to laugh at you after this man you do realize that it's a horror podcast that's a horror podcast and they're laughing at you for not knowing a famous horror actor I know and I'm like it's Richard fucking Lynch I'm like for knowing who he was yeah Yeah. that's insane but that's insane dude (laughs) thank you for understanding like fuck They'd be like, can you imagine being on the... I would have been like, show's over. We're done. I, I, honestly, Dave, I was like so confused. I, at first, I thought they were fucking joking. And I was like, it's they're like, not joking. If you just told somebody and they start laughing at you, you're like, what? I don't understand what the, the comedy element is here. I just said I like <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> right. What? It was like the time I said, you know, like, you know, big horror, t- big horror fans know who Olaf Inback is. Who the... F- Nobody knows who Olaf Inback is. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I'm that's like, way more obscure than Richard Lynch. Yeah, well, now it know, is. Man. Now it is to know. you. I, I, <laughs> it's like, fuck Dave up. Z knows who Richard Lynch is, right? I know who Olaf Inback is. You know why, is. though? I'll tell you this, though. In, in JP's defense, Thank the you. only reason I knew who Richard Lynch was is because of that movie Bad Dreams, which I saw when I was a kid. Other than that, I don't even know if I've seen another movie of Richard Lynch. You've in definitely it, seen another movie. He's in like 500 movies. You've seen him. <laughs> Dude, literally yeah, 500 it, it, movies. That, man. I, once I figured out who he was, I was like, yeah, I've seen this guy like 400 times. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and I don't know USA, who they all Invasion are. USA might be the most insane role he ever had, I swear to God. That shit's ridiculous. I don't ridiculous. know who that Wolof cat is. Um, <laughs> I never, never saw Invasion USA what? either. Did you really? ever see? You got to watch Scanner <gasps> Showdown, Norris, the man. sequel to this. It's the same Scanner cop, and he fights Patrick Kilpatrick in it, and it's it's. I think it's even better. Right. I can't believe somebody named their kid Cat was, Patrick that's, Kilpatrick. That's I, I think Scanner Showdown is my favorite Scanner movie. Ridiculous. I think I rate it higher than all the other Scanner movies. It's like these assholes that named their kid fucking Dick or whatever when their last name is Richards. <laughs> you like, leave Patrick you doing? Kilpatrick alone. You're not Richards. You just named your kid Dick Dick. Dick Dick. His name is Patrick Kilpatrick. But uh, is that the last? Is that the final one? It's the final one. It's in the same set or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I I would definitely want to check out the rest of the moves. Yes, I've seen none of them. Scanners, first scanners. I've never seen a sequel or any of these. I I wanted to watch this one. Scanners two and three are garbage. Worst double feature that Screen Factory ever released. It's it's horrible. Scanner top, scanner cop one and two are actually pretty fun. 
Yeah, they're a blast. Yeah, they're, they're I like, what do you think? What's his name? What do you think? Cronenberg thinks about these movies? He hates all the of fact them. That all probably these thinks they're books. fucking trash. I probably yeah. shouldn't. He probably watch never watched them. He never watched them. There's no way he watched. Well, Cronenberg's Canadian, so he obviously just like fuck that. You know, he's very snooty and shit, right? So <laughs> yeah, he has a new film coming. out. No. Does he? What is his son? Is yeah, it yeah, finally yeah, going to be his movie. return to horror? Because that's where he's remaking he needs to his be. first movie, Moods, Crimes of the Future. Is he really? Oh, nice. It's got the same ni- title. I assume it's a remake. Nice. Weird. Cool. It's fucking bizarre. Brandon's coming back too. Cronenberg, not not Brandon. Oh, Orr, I thought it's talking bees coming. I was like, <laughs> I got my list, guys. Oh, he hasn't missed for me yet. <laughs> what will happen first, a Brandon Cronenberg movie or, or or Brandon returns to podcasting? That. Cronenberg movie. Brandon's not coming back. In fact, you guys are going to have to cancel Exploding Heads and just merge into the 22 shots. And then just. <laughs> but Brandon hasn't do missed show, yet, do though. Show. He's got to come back hey, soon we... because he's two for two right now. So. Right. Like, next one's going to be good. Like, too. highly two for two, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a great filmmaker, man. Yeah. He's coming back. And Mia Goth's going to be his next movie, so it'll be good. Because yeah. she's never made a bad movie, in my opinion. Except for Suspiria. All right. Off. I'm just joking. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck what? off. What? You don't even like it. Don't bro. even you get me about. fucking started with that it's shit, uh, man. See, this is I know where you gotta start. And then Dave's gonna pipe in because I know Dave loves the fucking movie and I'm like, it's gonna start an argument. Like, ugh. Okay, back to you, Parka. Number four. All right. First time it's on the list, probably the last time because it's kind of a cheat. In the 90s, 94, I believe the film threat released these on a double feature tape. Oh, and it's fuck. it's two Jim Van Beber short films together, and I knew it. I think they're two of the best shorts ever fucking made of all time. I'm a big Van Beber fan. You know he's a little batshit crazy. He did Deadbeat at Dawn, which is a really wild movie. Manson Family. So the first one up I'll talk about is Roadkill, The Last Days of John Martin, which is better than it's more Texas Chainsaw than any of the other sequels ever made. It's basically just a crazy guy sitting in a house, <clears> picks <throat> up a couple people, he slaughters them and eats them, and he's fucking nuts. And you sit with him in his delusions while he goes grave digging, and it's just a fucking wild movie. It sounds movie. fucking awesome. It is. It's, it's amazing. Short. It's amazing. It's amazing. I told you to watch it, but you're dumb. Well, and I'm you not would rather gonna... watch fucking Leprechaun 2. Um, Roadkill, Leprechaun excellent. <laughs> it's gritty, it's nasty, it's shot on film. Van Beber only shoots on film. The other one I, I actually like a little bit better. Um, Van Beber made this because he was trying to get funding for Charlie's Farm, which is a Manson family movie, which eventually did come out. So he made this movie about Ricky Caslin, who is a, an acid kick in the 70s who committed a murder with a, a friend of his over some stolen drugs. Um, this was updated to the 90s. So he has like this weird, I don't even know how to say it, not not like punk rock kind of mentality about it. And it's real crazy. And Van Beber stars in it. And there's an iconic line from it, a couple iconic lines that I've repeated my, ever since I saw it. They've been stuck in my head. One is, Satan approves. I always say that. And there's another, uh, say you love Satan, say you love Satan, stuff like that. But it's basically just ungodly, brutal murder, but it's done in some sort of like documentary style where you have narration from all the characters. And the violence is so over the top, like to the point where it's actually shocking. It's just a weird, depressing, almost like after school special from absolute fucking hell with a documentary feel. Mm-hmm. My Sweet Satan and Roadkill, The Last Days of John Martin, together, they get a nine and a half. You can't do that. They were on a tape together. Movies. They put a miniseries up there. They're one so movie. It's an they're anthology? on the same tape. They're on the same tape. You calling it an anthology? 
Mm, it's only like 34 minutes. It's a cheat, but I don't <laughs> give a fuck. It's my list. And if Van Beber made a movie that year, it's going to be on the list. All right. All right I mean, moods. These, these are great movies, aren't they? Uh, they sound good. Unbelievably fantastic, man. Like, I think I gave both of them like nine and a half and tens and shit. Like, they're, they're fucking amazing. It was such a they're great, like, 34 or 40 minutes I, I spent my life. And shame on everyone else for not watching them, man. But I just didn't think it. I, I didn't under. I, I guess I didn't get the rules. <laughs> but, there, I cheated. There I just are no them. rules. Right. I mean, like, honestly, the, those would have been on my list, man, because they are two of the best things I saw all year. And I'm a. I'm just like you, Dave. I'm a huge Van Beber fan. Everything I've ever seen a man did by. <clears throat> it, it, everything is so good. I love all the shit that he's done, man. So. Yeah, I mean, all his feature lengths are great. Like, the two, he only did two features, which is fucked. I mean, he's kind of a wild man, and he's said some really fucking crazy things. If you've ever seen that documentary, Diary of a Deadbeat. Yeah. No, I've got it. I've got it. Dead by, Dead by Don is like, is like, I actually have the fucking, um, uh, Dark Blu-ray? Sky, the, 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 the Dark Sky DVD that came out too. Um, do you have yeah, the Synapse? That, that has all of them on there. Do you have the... Fu- I have the Blu-ray, too. I have the Blu-ray, too. Um, yeah. But do you have the fucking Synapse that came out that got pulled? Yeah. You, you have know that? that story, right? Oh, I know the story. Yeah, I have it. That's why I was like, fuck, man, that's so crazy. I have the Dark Sky and, you know, the Blu-ray and stuff. But, but I always wanted that Synapse just to have that release because it's kind of infamous <laughs> for what, what happened there. <laughs> it's kind well, of crazy. what happened was... Van Beber was on so unhappy with its release. Um, it was a DVD, and the color correction that he thought was shit. And this is one of the first that Synapse put out. Yeah. Some people think that's why they're so meticulous with their color grading and stuff. <laughs> one of the reasons because Van Beber, a better company, I think. He, yep. he called and screamed and threatened to beat the fuck out of uh, Don May. And uh, nice. Van Beber, <laughs> he's like a karate guy. He and he drinks a lot, and he's just he's either real nice or real violent. So he calls, and he's like. So, Don, he they played the messages. He's like, this is uh, Jim Van Beber, and I just got done watching the print of Deadbeat at Dawn, and I just want to tell you, it's the biggest piece of fucking shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. And he's going <laughs> off on him. And it's like he kept calling back, and then, and then Don May and Jerry had the balls to fucking put it at their table when Van Beber was fucking there as a guest. Uh, and he put it on their fucking the cell the rest of their fucking lot because they're both at Wasteland. Anyways, I, I mean, I never watched that Shut the version. fuck up. I didn't know <laughs> that part of the story. Yeah. It was <laughs> oh, at the table, I believe. They're selling for like 10 bucks. But anyways, man, uh, I love them. I think they're great shorts, man. They're the kind of shorts that they're so like quick that I just show my friends, right? So you have a coffee? A bet? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you buy it at that event at Wasteland? I think so, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you should have took it over to Beber to get signed. Fuck no. Fuck could you imagine, man? So you've met Beber before. Said, I did get a picture with Van Beber though, and uh, and Bone Crusher from Debut at Dawn. Oh my god, dude! I would love to meet him, man, because I've always been infatuated with him, man. Because he's like, he is just the type of dude I would like to meet because he's like, no fucks given, straight up. Like I, I don't know, a conversation with that guy would be amazing. Like just to kind of rack his brain a little bit. Cool dude. And he loves movies, man. But, right. Like I said, he said some real fucked up shit. Right. No longer on Facebook. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, every special feature and everything I watch on that guy and like how he's had so many problems making his movies all the years, which kind of makes sense personality wise. I mean, that's probably part of it. Right. 
Um, but he shaved his head for my sweet Satan, man. He looks nothing like he does. He's like that crazy haircut. He's yeah. like in the beginning, he's like, we smoked, we make this sacrifice and smoke this weed in the name of Satan. It's fucking. I fucking funny. knew this was going to happen, man. I fucking knew this. I Did knew you, this uh, was going to happen on your list, man. And I was like, I told you I was put it on there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured so. I, I just can't believe this came after interview with the vampire. Like I'm, I'm fucking brain fucked right now. Totally brain fucked right now. I don't know what to think. My list is the most weird list of all. It's such a schizophrenic list. We got fucking Asian rape movies, fucking pink films and animated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh my God. This is did you, honestly, did you have feline day on your list? We're having yeah. a lot of different fucking movies on here. Everybody has different movies. This is crazy. Uh, uh your turn. Is David it my turn? turn. Yeah, it's David. David Z's oh. turn. Yes. Okay. This is a second time view. I'm very surprised that where it ended up. I didn't know would end up on the list at all. Uh, the first time I watched it, it was quite a while ago. Maybe, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. And the reason I watched it is because, well, it's a horror movie, because I love the lead actor. So I said, okay, i got to watch it for 94. Let's see what happens here. And i got to tell you, I never expected to love this movie as much as I did, but I do. And that movie is Wolf. Damn. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, man. Fuck. I love a lineup. that. Nicholson, just a hell of a lineup, and and Morricone freaking being involved in the score, and there was a jump in the beginning of the movie that made me fucking jump. So a movie makes me jump five times a year if I'm lucky, and I got a jump in the beginning with the whole fucking scene when he hit the wolf. I, I was like, what the fuck? That it got me good. Uh, I like the character. He's a good guy, and when he meets uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, I like her character. So I dig the two leads. Um, I love that he fights back on the job when shit, pe- when people start fucking with him and how he comes back on him and what he does and, you know, just good old-fashioned werewolf story, simple, effective, I'm on board the whole time, I don't check out, uh, I don't feel a running time, I just enjoy it. Uh, I, I like how badass he is towards Spader and always having Spader there, especially as a fucking bad guy, is great. And that, that part, that time when he pees on him. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant scene. Brilliant scene. Dude! He goes, I'm like, what, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm, I'm just marking my territory. You got in the way. <laughs> I think that's fucking great. But a good climax and a great ending. It just it just flows. I just, I'm into the plot. I'm into the movie. It, it clocks along just fine. I love Nicholson. And I, if someone would have told me that there's going to be a great werewolf movie with, with Jack Nicholson in the lead and Michelle Pfeiffer uh, opposite him, I wouldn't have thought that it would be this good. And this time he really took me in and, and I loved it. It's eight out of 10 for me. I like it too. I think it's a good movie. I, I mean, I love it. Jack Nicholson too. So I'm a big actor person. So just watching actors do stuff and Jack Nicholson is awesome. Took me by surprise, really did. I didn't think I would enjoy it this much, and and I did. And it, who would yeah. know being a werewolf improves your hairline that both? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hair club for men. Yeah. <laughs> All you gotta do is be a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably a top five. Well, maybe not five. Definitely top ten for me for werewolf movies. I bet. After yeah, I'd doing. say so. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I wow! I didn't wow. watch it. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Do you like that movie, Moods? Um, I do. I do. I like Wolf. Um, 
I don't love it, but I do like it though. I do like it. Man. I'm looking at my list where I put Wolf at. You know, it's it's my it's one list. of those movies like I don't I can see why people really like it. Um I'm trying to think of like why I don't Whatever. I don't hear much about it. It doesn't it never really comes up. I haven't yeah, seen it in not, years. Nobody yeah. ever talks right? about it. I mean, it's a Mike Nichols movie who's a really good director. Right. That's why it seems so adult. Like the themes are adult because it's really there at a fucking like journal, like a pin newspaper and he's like an editor and that's a big part of it but it's like what if you just had to go through your everyday life but you became a werewolf so you get like this reboost in this midlife crisis as a werewolf i mean it's it's a cool good movie it's a good idea and it's jack fucking nicholson i mean what do you want i'm one of those weird people that like when you watch these type of movies and you see big actors like michelle pfeiffer and jack nichols jack nicholson in a film and like i i just can't separate you know, I, I feel like that storyline would have been better with lesser-known actors. I know I've, I've, I've talked about this before, I'm, but like I'm kind of opposite sometimes. I mean, Jack Nicholson sells me, so like just him as a werewolf, I'm in. Like it was like I write for a goddamn newspaper and I'm a werewolf. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he doesn't really become that. that character until like you know, kind of the end of the film. It's like more third act type thing. Well, it's, it's nice like, turn though, right? Like right. Yeah, and also Richard Jenkins is in here as the detective, and yes. he's always that's the great playoff when she's like, "Oh no, the, the movie itself is good, good play, man. but I don't know. I, I just, I get, I get, honestly, I, I get a little bit bored in that film, to be honest. But watch this one with my family, and we all liked it. My dad liked this one too. We watched this all together. I remember that. All right, might have seen it in theaters. I can't remember. Did somebody have me having this? High? I thought I heard somebody. No, no, no. Okay, all right, all right. So, I thought I heard somebody say shit or something or fuck when I picked. Oh, oh. I thought maybe someone had me. Jeremy, when we when we watched this, Jeremy rated it higher than me. I was like, I give that about a seven to seven and a half. Jeremy's like, I give that an eight. He rated it higher. <laughs> like person reviews, he gave it Wolf the same rate as you. He's like, I mean, he doesn't love horror movies. He likes them, but he's not like a horror fanatic like us. But I think all that's right. probably why it has a good appeal to everyday people too. I don't know how the yeah. fuck he can be around that shit every day. I mean, I guess people say the same shit about my wife though too. But she likes horror films. But I, I guess I get it. I get they, it. They, they, he does, but he's not like a nutcase. Like me and you are fucking bona fide certified. Yeah, we're nut fucking cases. crazy. We're yeah, all crazy. a little bit. We're sitting here and record an eight-hour <laughs> podcast on movies that came out twenty fucking years ago dude Dave's, right. he's probably right. calling his wife around the house and he's like do you think that Shelly in Friday 13th was that annoying all the time and she's like who are you talking about <laughs> who's Shelly right she can quote lines from horror movies I can tell you that just the other day she said have a nice stroll asshole yeah probably cause you're annoying as fuck and say that <laughs> dude you know what happened to me today man so I oh, because she loves me as fuck I'm fucking downstairs today <laughs> I'm fucking downstairs in the house, and I, all I can hear is this fucking drums and bass from upstairs. And, like, I know from my fucking ear that those drums and bass is fucking DJ Premier's fucking New York State of Mind. I can't hear lyrics. I can't hear nothing. I, I know that dr- I know that pattern. I know, the dr- I know everything. And I'm like, so I kind of go up the stairs. I'm like, oh, sure, shit. It is fucking New York State of Mind. And my wife's upstairs watching TV. I'm like, what the fuck is she watching? Now I'm curious, right? I'm like, what the fuck is she watching? Some hip hop shit. Nice. So I come upstairs. She's watching fucking Ozark. Whatever the fuck that shit is. Oh, yeah. Everybody was talking about, like, I think uh, there's a Nas song in there. No, no, no. It's not just fucking New York State of Mine. 
So oh. I'm upstairs <laughs> making a fucking sandwich before the show today. And in the time it made me, in the time it took me to make this sandwich, was I heard fucking Life's a Bitch represent. Like I heard like half the fucking album in this fucking show, and I'm like, what? I'm like, fuck, what the fuck are you watching? And she's like, I'm just watching Ozark, man. I'm like, is that like I had no idea what the fuck this shit is. I'm like, is that the show Weird. that Method Man's on? She's like, no, I don't think so. I have no idea, but like it, it played like half the Illmatic record, and and so I said, you know, I I actually came out of the kitchen and I started talking to her. I'm like, yo, what are you like? What what's going on here? And so I walked into a scene where the characters listening to Nas's Elmatic record, they, which they don't really reference, but they talk about the artist and where he comes from in Queens and stuff. She walks up to a table and says, yo, man, I love your shit. And she's talking to fucking Killer Mike. And I'm like, what the fuck are you watching, bro? Like, this is crazy. And Killer Mike puts on the headphones. He's like, yeah, man, I dig it. I dig it. And they, they, they start talking, but they don't never reference Nas or Illmatic or anything. And she's like, who the fuck is Killer Mike? And I'm like, well, you would probably know him from Run the Jewels. You know, he's, you know, a lot older, you know, from Killer Mike days. And the Dungeon Family and stuff like that. But, and she had no idea. It was just like, it was blowing, my, it was blowing my fucking mind right now. It was blowing my fucking mind. That I'm I got zero reference there. No, no you reference. wouldn't. You wouldn't, <laughs> man. Because, like well, Illmatic is literally one of the best albums I've ever, ever recorded. And But to hear like, song after song in the time I was upstairs I'm like this is fucking blowing my mind right now that <laughs> she's watching this didn't really know what the fuck was going on she knew some of the songs she knew New York State of Mind for sure because yeah. that's been on mixes I made for and stuff like that but it was just kind of a trip it was a total trip today but anyways I don't know where the Damn. fuck that came from but have you seen Snowfall yet Moods? no I don't watch many I don't watch I many, know. many I, shows I like I just don't have that's the right. time for it so Dude, yeah. it's fucking great. It's you'd appreciate it with the music and the scene and fuck ah, oh, dude. If you ever watch a show, it's on Hulu. Watch fucking Snowfall. I'm telling you, nice. it's the rise of crack cocaine in the fucking eighties. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's, oh, man, I would love that shit, man. Does it have a great soundtrack? Yes, <laughs> every oh. fucking show. There's a there's a fucking uh, a track okay. demo. So that's what's gonna you know? sell me on that shit, man, for sure. And the story, it's just it's just a good good drama. It's just good shit, you know. And you'll appreciate what's going on. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, is it? Are we on me? Yeah. All right. So coming in number four is the third shot on video film on my list. <laughs> Go fucking figure. Three shot on video films on one list. Isn't that insane? Um, Must be the 90s. Directed by, you know, the awesome Eric Snazzi. And I consider this movie to be one of the all-time best shot on video films. Narrative-wise, gore-wise, it's just, it's, it's, it's legitimately a great film. And that's Savage Harvest. I've been harping this film for years and I'm so fucking happy this shit got like a better release and more people are actually seeing it. Hopefully they're buying the Blu-ray. Um, it's crazy, man. It, it plays off like, you know, Indian folklore and stuff. And it, it's, it's kind of like it plays into, I mean, I've heard some people say it's like an evil dead ripoff. 
in a sense it kind of is definitely has some evil dead elements well i mean it's not like it it definitely has those elements and stuff but like the 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 core narrative of this is actually quite cool because this is one of the reasons why i love this movie because the story is so in-depth and they really they tell you the story for like 20 minutes what's going on it's it's fucking so cool and then when it gets into the fucking meat and potatoes of it it just goes batshit crazy Stanze is amazing. He's done some crazy fucking movies. Uh, this is probably my favorite that he's ever done. I even like the. I even like the second one. I'm not even. Did he? He directed the second yeah, one too. Um, Jason Creased did the. Second That's right. One. That's why I was thinking that he didn't do the sequel. But I even like the second one. Um, but Stanze, man, holy shit, dude, knocks this one out the fucking park, man. Again, people might overlook this shit because it's shot on video. It's got a lot of shit that people like, man. If you like horror films, man, it's got great gore. It's got a great story. Um, and that's really all you need. <laughs> that's really all you fucking need, man. It's it's, it's yeah, fantastic, sure. man. It really is fa- fucking fantastic, man. It, this shit goes bad shit for like, what, 40 minutes? After 20 minutes, first 20, 25, you know, it, it goes bad shit. It goes bad shit. I love these possession type films, man. They're fucking awesome. And uh, always been one of my favorites, man. I'm so happy to upgrade this DVD to the Blu-ray because there's nothing better than having Savage Harvest on fucking Blu-ray, right? So, whatever. Third shot on video film on my list. Yeah. Um, Eight and a half out of ten. I love it. It's great. See, I was so worried that this wasn't going to be on anybody's list. And this is the movie I felt worse than any leaving off the list because I've always been a champion for it too, man. Oh, Eric you left this off? My top 50. Yeah. Oh my Eric god, Stanley I was expecting you to talk about this late. I thought this was like in your know, top three now. No, top fifty favorite directors. Um man, he's just been very cool. I've followed his career for a long time. Yeah. He always gets better. And I think Ice from the Sun might be a little bit better than this, but right. this one is a lot more fun. Oh man. And and you think twenty minutes of like a story would be dog shit. You're like, what is this exposition garbage? But it's so right. interesting and they yeah. have visuals and they set it up really well because the idea is that if you touch these stones, they all have a, a different demon, right? And they're different right. kinds of demons that act differently. But you don't know. And all these people are touching these stones. And they're like, don't worry. Somebody with this Native American blood, the shaman's blood, generations has to have it. And it appears somebody fucking does. So right. everybody touched these stones. They don't know which stones they touched or who touched them. And they all start turning into the demons. And they all are, like, possessed by different demons. And one's like a spider. And one is a fucking vulture. So mm-hmm. every time somebody dies, they go into the body and they eat the fucking mutilated corpse. And so, like, it becomes a funny gag. Like, every time on the ground, fucking, like, comes over and eats the body. <laughs> it's so fucking nasty. Awesome movie, man. One of the best SOVs for sure. Top four, top five SOVs ever made. Hands down, man. Hands down. Like, the narrative is so in-depth. Like, I agree, man. Like, usually people would be lost after the first 20 to 25 minutes of this narrative. Like, you know... But it sets it up so perfectly. And it, it it delivers on the goods, though. That's the thing. It delivers on the goods. You sit there for 25 minutes going, okay, that's quite the story. <laughs> like, you never get that in shot on video films. And then it delivers on the gore and shit. It's, it's fucking bad shit, dude. I prefer this. We got over- high concept SOV on here. 
Yeah, yeah, really, man. And I, I prefer this over Scrapbook. Scrapbook is, like, very, very disturbing to me. It's very yeah, disturbing I, to me. I'm not going to rewatch Scrapbook too many times. Yeah, that's Even the thing, dude. Even if it's a better movie, I'm not watching Scrapbook every other day. Like I've watched it a couple times. Actually, I actually bought Scrapbook, I think, um, back in the first time I went to Wasteland, actually, back in 15. It's out and of print I, now. Yeah, Hold and I, wa- I watched it there. It might even be signed. I, I think it might even be signed, but... Um, fuck dude that movie is hard man it is hard fucking core dude it's like one of those movies where you feel so bad after <laughs> you really do dude it's Stanze's dope man he's dope but if you've never seen Savage Harvest and you're into the shot on V shot on V shot on video shit I shouldn't even say shit man it's great it's really really fucking good man it's elevated it's elevated SOV <laughs> that's our new land Able. I'm saying label. that elevated shit right movie. now. It's elevated. Dude, ending right now. Dude, in our first movie, will just be a black and white movie. My friend made a joke. He said, I hate fucking art films. All it is is somebody fucking sorting Skittles and M&Ms in black and white. Yeah, right, right. Sorting my color in black and white. Oh, my God. I think it's fucking fantastic, man. It's so... It has so much replayability to it, man. Like, I could watch this movie all the time, and, like, I never get sick of it. There's something, there's something so comforting about watching shot on video films that are really good. Like, the good ones. Like, I can just throw them on Makes and be you like... your own movie. It does. And it's like, I just feel like they're they're on that level where you're like, fuck, man, you can do it. But like, I watched Savage Harvest, and I'm like, bro... First of all, I could never write this mythology. That's crazy. And secondly, the effects are fucking dope as fuck. Like, it's gory as shit. And I'm like, no, no. The the thing that I like about um, shot on video movies, like the good, the, the ones that are better, um, is it feels, you can feel the passion in somebody that just wants to make a movie. Right. You know what I mean? And I yeah. like that. Um, okay, my turn. Uh Number four here, we have uh, a movie. I think it was mentioned twice already. Uh, it is Wesley Craven's New Nightmare. Um, so once again, Freddie makes my list. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I said earlier, uh, watching it, you know, this time really kind of uh, I noticed like more like Dave did and, and stuff like that. And I, I agree about the third act being a little bit um, less than. I wish I, I wish there would be a little bit more kills in it, or or even the ones that are there a little bit more extravagant. Um, but I, I like the like look of Freddy too, with the like um, more like the glove is like part of him. It's not like glove, you know what I mean? It's like his hand. That's pretty cool. Like that was like a neat idea there. And uh, I love how they incorporated the earthquakes that were going on in Los Angeles at the time of uh, in the in the nineties into this film like that was really neat um we didn't mention that and yeah i give it a eight out of ten okay carly all right my number four is phantasm three Hmm. yeah uh yeah i really like phantasm three um i definitely like it more than part two i agree i think part two is a little overrated and i think part is kind of one that's forgotten about because everyone remembers part four for having like all the flashback scenes and then part one's a classic and then part two's the higher budget one and then part three is just kind of like that like floater one but i've always enjoyed it um i like that you do get the original 
you know, Mike actor back. It just feels like the camaraderie is kind of back because you have all the actors together again. And uh, I really dig that. That's what I like about all these films is just like, you know, you got the same cast throughout and stuff. And I like how Reggie takes over. I think he becomes good leading man. You know, I think he carries the film more than Mike really could have because, I mean... I think that guy is like an actor probably wasn't that good, honestly, like as he got older, because I don't think he really did much acting, a Michael Baldwin or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I just I really like part three. Um, I agree. I think there could have been more tall man in it. But, you know, whatever. Um, I like how it's kind of still goes with like the road horror stuff but then also it, it these movies all just feel like an adventure they all very much flow together for me and um i love them all if i had to like rank them part three is pro- i would probably go part one part four then part three and then part two and then part five so part three would probably be my third favorite but yeah i enjoy this it was fun getting to revisit it because i really don't revisit the sequels a ton but um yeah, I I give this an eight out of ten as well. Cool. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. All right, back to the top, Mister Parker. Right, uh, this one's this one's been mentioned a couple times and we talked about it, so it's gonna be a little quicker. Um, shit. Be careful. She's armed and dangerous, and she's crazy as shit. Serial mom <laughs> coming in at number three. Uh, yeah, man, this movie cracked me up. I loved it. I, like I said, I was in fucking almost actual tears. Damn it. I was fucking laughing so I had hard. this as your number two. Seen, <laughs> yeah, you? me too. It yeah. was me at too. one point. Um, man, like, it's just, it speaks to me. It's it's clever. It's funny. It's The, the kills are over the top. Um, I, I'm going to give it a nine and a half, man. I think it's almost, what, what could be better? Like, how can this be better? Literally. I don't think it can be improved on that much. Right, right. I I, I actually agree with that, that sentiments right there. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think, what would I do to make it better? Like, I'm thinking of almost every movie. Like, Red to Kill, they should have just made the actual menti- mentally handicapped people actually help her kill the, the rapist at the end. That would have been cool if they all teamed up and fought him. Yeah, that like, would have been cool. There's a million right. things you can do with almost every movie on this list. Like, Serial Mom, I'm like... Well, leave it to be. Leave it. Well, what would you do with Leprechaun Two? Is the question. <laughs> Everything. Better actors. I would hire some better <laughs> actors. That would be number one. And I would open it up. I would need more locations on Leprechaun Two. <laughs> kind of gets a little boring. Uh, I'm just. And boring. I don't know why all these actors I've seen a hundred times in that movie can't act. I think the dialogue is very poorly written. Who directed that? Ser- Serial Mom. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Leprechaun Two. I don't think that the dialogue is very well written in Leprechaun Two or well directed, to be honest. Movie sucks. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, obviously, I'm, I'm trying to be. I love it in the background. It's brilliantly acted and and very well written. Yeah, and and, and yeah. I love the, I love the whole how it becomes like a media sensation and everyone loves Serial Mom and that's how people are, man. People are yeah, like, like, oh, it's uh, a great commentary. So it's a great I can commentary. turn it straight and not a serial killer. And it's like, but then like somebody's dad gets online and says something rude and they're like, we hate his dad. Hang yeah. him. Yeah, but then they're like, but Jeffrey Dahmer's a cutie. But that's, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's just like the commentary on Thanks. Dahmer at the time though, right? Is like, you know, no, the media sensationalized him, man. No, uh, Ramirez, Ramirez. Ramirez looks so gross too. No, no, no. Serial mom is is closer to Dahmer's thing, right? That's what I'm talking about. 
Because Dahmer had just been busted, what, a year before? No, but I mean, like, how she became, like, this media sensation and everybody loved her. But they also thought she was innocent. So she's kind of like, I guess, a group of people for, like, Casey Anthony. Because there's no way Casey Anthony didn't kill that kid. Right. (laughs) At the the very fucking least, was responsible for the kid's death. Right, right. But can you prove it in court? Well, I can prove everyone else that she knew was shitty, so nobody else cared. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying the That's time. That's all you have that to do. Was, everybody was... else looked like shit around her, so nobody believes anybody. Dude, that was one of the fucking craziest fucking things I ever did. And I only compare it to Serial Mom because Serial Mom was very obviously guilty. But I love I love how she turned it on uh, everybody in the courtroom. And it's like, well, we found this in your garbage. <laughs> it's like some oh, weird... yeah. Yeah, well, it was like... Uh, like like chicks with dicks or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Came from like the Billy Madison fucking nudie magazine mail. <laughs> oh, man. Over 80. <laughs> right. Right. What'd you rate that day? Nine and a half. I love it. Ooh, nine and a half. Good shit. Wow. I was getting a little worried. I was like, this fucker fucking te- cock teased me saying serial mom's great. And then it wasn't even going to be on his list. <sighs> All right. Mr. Z. Okay, this is another mini-series. This one was a first-time watch. It comes from one of my favorite directors, Lars von Trier, and this is The Kingdom. And as usual, Mr. von Trier impressed the hell out of me. I, uh, I didn't know much about it going in. I knew it was about a hospital, and that's all I knew. But, man, the way this thing plays out, th- th- this hospital is on basically cursed grounds, and... There is a woman there who keeps coming in like a hypochondriac, and it happens to be the mother of uh, an orderly that works there. And she fancies herself like, you know, somebody that can communicate with the dead, but she never really has made contact. But she comes in there, and she fakes illnesses, and she talks to people and tries to hold little seances in their rooms and stuff, and they're getting tired of her. And... And that's just one of the characters, but it's important because she makes contact with a a little girl on Elevator that has passed on and contacts her spirit, and it becomes a ghost story, and we have to find out what's going on with this ghost and why she's haunting the hospital, and it's actually pretty sad and tragic when you get right down to it. But there's so much more going on in this hospital than just that story. That is just like the main story, I would say, but... It's almost like watching <laughs> a regular series. It just happens to be short, which, I mean, yeah, that's a miniseries, so yeah, that does make sense. But there's so many different characters, and there are different things going on, and you you get involved in all of these characters' lives and, and you know, what's happening in them. And it is just really well made, as his stuff usually is. It's not Von Trier-level, like, as he became later he didn't really have the i wouldn't say the finances at this time and this, i think i heard this was his last the last time he felt he uh he shot something in his native country that was a foreign movie that subtitled before he started making you know english-speaking movies but man it's a really great series it's it's really great stories it's it's captivating there's a lot going on and it just gives you what you need to know i don't want to say too much about it because I think people that haven't seen it should see it, and uh, you're not going to regret it. And there's another part to it, which I haven't seen yet, which came out. Uh, I forgot when the other one. 97? 97. And I think there's a third part that recently came out. 
I heard it didn't come out because he didn't want to film it because a couple of the main actors had passed. But oh. I don't know. Well, maybe you're right. Was, but I need to get that second part. Oh, I, I really want to see the second part. Absolutely. But it's really, really good. I, I put it off for a long time. I almost wasn't going to watch it. And then Dave reminded me that it was, it was a 94 and everything else. And I had been watching basically every Von Trier thing I could get my hands on, or in most cases that Dave can get his hands on. <laughs> I got all the ones I could get that aren't released here. You Thank know. you. No, I know. You, you sure as hell did. And uh, How long he hasn't is missed that, yet. Four and a half hours. About 421. Yeah. yeah. It's clicks along episodes. really well, though. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, you, it's great. I mean, it's I don't a know. It's really good I, show. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I should have watched that. I, I I was really interested in that, but I just I just kept forgetting and just never got to it. There's just so much going on, and it doesn't get boring. And like I said, I, I'm the kind of guy that I, I check out when things get slow for me, and and I never checked that out. I was in on it. There's just there's, there's very different characters and different situations, and it all ties together. <laughs> it's like a main heel, a bad guy that comes in, and he's. But he isn't really a bad guy. I mean, he kind of is, but I, I love his sense of humor. Uh, but there's so much going on, and I'm just going to recommend uh, people check it out. I love Von Trier stuff, and this is no exception. So uh, The Kingdom is an 8 out of 10. I love that, man. I love that, Dave. You're the one that gets – you check out after fucking, you know, shit gets uh, slower or whatever, but – you're willing to watch these like four and a half to six hour fucking <laughs> things, and I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, <laughs> you got two of them on your fucking list. That's fucking insane. That's insane. I, and, and this is the reason why I know that you didn't watch, you know, more than 30 films is because you spent all your time watching The Stand of the Kingdom. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, together, in a four hour, uh, 10 hours and like 20 minutes. I watched both of them too, but. No, I'm glad that, that he had them both on his list because The Kingdom is is objectively a great show, and fuck the character Helmer. Yes, Helmer's great. By far the best character. He's such a fucking asshole, but I yes. loved watching him. He's my favorite character. Like without, I'm like I gotta yes. watch Helmer. Like he's so good. I love his sense of humor. He's got that sarcastic, dry sense of humor. I think it's and fucking he, great. He fucking what country is he originally from? But now he's like oh. Some, Something happened where he can't practice there anymore. So now he's in like yeah. Denmark or Germany, and all he does is badmouth how shitty their yep. country is <laughs> to everybody right to <laughs> their face. Uh huh. Oh, it's oh, a it's great awesome. show. Like at first, the first hour, I was like, I don't know, man. Like I'm, it's good, but I'm not it into it. But time. then, and then by the time I was in it, like all the characters started, and I was like sucked in. By the last hour and a half, I was like, I gotta see how this fucking thing ends. It, it's great. And Von Trier makes his own country from Denmark right and and he has this guy this main guy coming in talking all kinds of stereotypes and saying all this shit about fucking Danish people and he don't give a fuck you know and his car Von Trier is funny he has his a car, the sarcastic sense is from him you know the, what happens to his car oh yeah with the whole parking thing in the yeah. video <laughs> so it's yeah. great man in the ghost car situation, when they when they when they got to chase the one and it comes every night, they call. They get a call from ghosts, fucking that are radioing in it's from the. It's weird, past. man. Like it's very yeah. funny too. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. I don't know if we're the only two that have seen it, but I, I hope more people, more people check it out. Yeah, I had no ambition to watch uh, miniseries. What, what's it. the uh, rating on that day? I just wasn't uh, eight counting them as movie. I don't know. It was weird. 
like the stand like was never gonna make my list anyways but i wasn't really counting miniseries i don't know it's weird i don't blame you i I count them Probably the same I way. Pro- I was like, I gotta watch him. Probably the okay. same way most people are like, like shot on videos. Oh, yeah, you're not down shot on videos on your fucking list. <laughs> I mean, no, I we were all happy you had shot on videos. No, I'm glad you had your three shot on videos because yeah, that makes why not? That's that true. got the talked about because I love Shavage Harvest yeah. and I didn't have it on my fucking list and I was fucking kind of embarrassed I didn't put it on. Dude, my list. I am fucking beyond shocked that Savage Har- Harvest was on your list, man. I can't even I fucking believe it. I, I thought for sure that we were going to be the only two. Well, Crazy. You didn't have Shattered Dead, so I covered you on that. <laughs> but I had um, Wicked Games and Sinister. <laughs> I know. I love Wicked Games. The, these lists are actually Do you like Sinister? Like, Do you think Sinister is good? They always are. It was my first time watching. Yeah. So I don't have the affinity I have for the other ones, but I did like it, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really good, actually, man. Fuck. No, I, was, I think I all our lists together are a very good list for people to get a gauge of what 1994 is like. Man, yes, this, this show has been very versatile. Like, I mean, I'm looking at how many films I have in common with people, and I'm like, it's like two, three. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Moods uh, always has the most different list, though. Yeah. All right, so coming in number three, speaking of different and being not different here this is a repeat of pretty much everybody um we're gonna go back to the master pretty much one of my favorites i mean this guy is like not only a master of of scores he's a great director (laughs) And this movie is, in my opinion, I've said this for years and years well, and years. I'm out I, on your second film. I know. <laughs> I know for a fucking fact that, like, I, I've mentioned this so many times on the podcast, and I always said this this, this is an underrated movie from Carpenter, because maybe it's because it's from the 90s, In the Mouth of Madness. I, I have no idea why this movie doesn't get mentioned anymore. It's probably because Carpenter has Halloween. He has The Thing. He has The Fog. You know, he has these other movies, Chris, they, that are just, well, more known. It's a great psychological study, and it's a very ambiguous film, though. Um, this is considered to be the third part of his Apocalypse trilogy. You know, The Thing, Prince of Darkness, which I know JP's not a big fan of, and In the Mouth of Madness. Um, this is definitely the most um, ambiguous of the three to where it ends. Uh, do people agree with that? Mm, well, it's the... I mean, the thing's pretty damn ambiguous. No, 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 no. no. I, meant, I meant the ending of In the Mouth of Madness being ambiguous. Well, I mean, you don't ever really know exactly what happened the thing's pretty self-explanatory and so is prince of darkness they come out and oh 100 exactly i'm talking about i thought you i was like thinking of like no 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 i'm talking about thing. no the no, other no, movies no. are very self-explanatory i'm talking yeah about they're very the madness the ending yeah. of this movie is kind of ambiguous which is kind of cool because the other ones are very self-explanatory and then this is like the capper on the trilogy but when sam neill sits in that theater at the end of this film What's going on? I mean, there's theories. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, it's probably the best performance of the year right there. What's going on? Oh, man. Dude, <laughs> Sam Neill, 
fuck, man. Like from possession to laugh. fucking. I've always I've always stated like possession is one of my favorite movies. Like I love that fucking. So many people don't like that movie for so many different reasons. I have no idea why the fuck people don't. The like acting possession. alone is is it makes it a master. It is. It's film. a fucking it masterpiece. Matter. Even if you don't like the movie, then the acting alone is some of the best. I'm especially sure, from a I'm Johnny. pretty sure we had this conversation on the show before. Like, I, I I don't know if it was JP or Jeremy. Someone said they didn't really care for it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't fucking if it's understand. J- if it's Jeremy, it almost goes against everything he ever fucking right. Right. I'm pretty sure Seems it was like JP. Seems like a Jeremy movie. It, it's, it, yeah. it probably was JP, but I'm like, fuck, man. This it ain't shit for is, everybody. It's amazing. No. Like, that tunnel scene has got to be one of the most the fucking milk yeah it's got to be one of the most insane things ever seen on film but uh sam neill really sells this movie that the narrative is amazing um but sam neill is like you know he really does the character so well he's this headstrong character and then he's not this headstrong character and i (laughs) love that i love that contrast so much because he plays it so fucking well the whole idea of the psychological aspect of this film plays into the whole narrative of 1994 in general. I don't think Carpenter obviously knew what he was doing here. Nobody could. But this is a masterpiece, man. Um, in narrative-wise. Effect-wise, a little outdated at times. I will admit that. Um but it's so fucking cool. I love the fact that they bring up Stephen King in this in this film. You know, they even name drop him a little bit, but it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. This is what I love about film is incorporating these narratives that you can watch visually that you feel like you're reading. Hence the whole aspect of novelization in the film. It's super cool. Um, there was a there's a moment in the film where you see Sam Neill's character figure out a map to where he needs to go. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't even make any fucking... Like, who would ever fucking do that? But then it kind of plays into the whole narrative and how it plays out kind of thing, right? Man, there's so many cool things in this movie, man. Um that I love and I can rewatch this movie all the time one of my favorite things is Carpenter's score it's so fucking good it, it really only plays in the in the beginning and the end kind of thing but like it's it's amazing <laughs> it's so it, it fits perfectly somehow it's 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 like super atmospheric but also heavy rock I don't know like right. almost like Goblin inspired right like progressive rock or you know prog rock stuff but I, I feel like it time. was 100% Goblin it's a great score. Yeah, like, it, I just mean in terms of like when they start doing the more rock oriented mm-hmm. horror scores, I feel like it, it's perfect. Yeah, I love the score as well. I'm Especially not only too sure to why he credit. decided to do it that way, considering like when it comes in, you're like, okay, but then the movie kind of like you know it, it almost kind of flattens out to this like DB level, and then it kind of kicks back in, you know, kind of thing. That's the way my brain works, but I don't know. Um, but it works so damn well. Like Carp, like I actually have the score sitting right beside me, and I could like throw it on right now, which I'm not going to do. But go right ahead. No, I'm not going to do that. But uh, I love this movie. I think I, I've I've championed this thing for years and years and years, and I think it's a great adaptation of psychological horror 
to the point where Carpenter kind of like, I, I feel like he knew what he was doing by leaving it a little bit open. I mean, you can, you have your theories on, you know, was it all the way it was or that, you know, it's like, it's cool, man. I, 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 I would like to like hear conversations with people and stuff like that, because like the way it ends is like, it's definitely open for interpretation for sure. And I think that's very cool of him to leave that, you know, trilogy and quote unquote, the way he did it. So, um, in the mouth of madness, nine out of 10, I think it's fantastic, man. Right. It's Sam, uh, Sam Neill is, you know, it's a great movie. He, he really is. He, he sells that shit like hardcore. And I, you know what? Like, I really actually like, uh, who's the fucking dude that plays the, who, who plays Sutter Kane? Um, Jurgen Pritchow from Das Boot. Yeah, dude, that dude, man. Fuck his fucking face, man. <laughs> That's that fucking face, man. He's like, he just said, he's the perfect villain. You know, he's like person perfect villain in this character man. he's got a great look i mean he's also in the keep which is a better cast movie than it deserves right right yeah so in the mouth of madness uh nine out of ten yeah all right so uh my number three is another film that's been mentioned already i believe twice uh and that is uh phantasm three lord of the dead um number three or phantasm three um yeah my least favorite of the original four uh phantasms yet is still my number three because i fucking love this series so much definitely one of my favorite franchises of all time um and even though phantasm three is my least favorite in this series i still love it it's it's awesome and uh you know i the thing i like most about phantasm three is it's the reggie show and the Re- the Reggie character was just a like sidekick friend in the first film, and then he's like more of like a uh, you know more of a side in the film, but like more featured. And then in the third film, it's like his movie all of a sudden, you know what I mean? So it, it's really it, cool. And then by the f- fifth film or fourth film or fifth film, you know, once again he's leading the show. It, he really kind of took over the franchise. <laughs> And I'm cool with that because I honestly think Reggie's the funnest character um, in the entire series. Um, I don't think, um, like, I actually prefer Lagrosa as Mike in part two, and then when the original Baldwin character come actor comes back, I actually think he's a little bland. And I, whoever mentioned earlier that um, he didn't really act too much, like he's not really that 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 great he's also in the movie for like seven minutes though really like he's not really in the movie that (laughs) much anyways i'm I'm talking about this one and the fourth one well and and, and three like he's not in it that much like it really is the reggie show it's the the reggie and rocky show and and fucking tim or whoever the fuck it is three characters like they fucking that's the whole movie is them to be honest the tall man only has maybe two three minutes of of fucking screen time in the whole movie like it's like Hellraiser. It's like Hellraiser. Hellraiser 1 has, what, seven minutes of fucking Pinhead? Maybe seven minutes? Something like that. We looked it up once. Yeah, I think there's like seven minutes of Freddy in part two as well. Right. That's what I'm saying. And but you remember... They come I, across you, terrifying in those movies. That's yeah. the thing. You memory... Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you think about these characters because, you know, it is... But you don't really realize how little they're in the fucking movie for. 
and uh, no, yeah, the tall man's barely in the you movie. Want to see them so much when they are yeah. there. Um, but the t- dude Angus Scrim, man, I, like I don't know how that dude didn't have like way more movies, man. Me too, like, man. He, he's very I talented. Agree. I agree. Like he he just has like mad charisma and you know he's so in these films in particular he's so imposing and just boy like i just love it dude and i i love just how dreamlike and just weird these movies are and how they're really not like um you know very straightforward in in the narrative and and you know essentially it's it's about an interdimensional like being who's basically enslaving people in our dimension you know what i mean it's fucking nuts they're sending like this post-apocalyptic <laughs> they're almost sending like this post-apocalyptic fucking yeah, setting that that is like reality it's weird yeah 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 it's really cool and i love the spheres and all like the cool thing about coscarelli is is he makes characters out of like things that aren't characters like the car and the quad barrel shotgun and the spheres and it's just like they're iconic and and they're important to the film and they're unique to the film and stuff like that but i mean phantasm 3 man fucking i could watch it right now i actually did this is the only film here i think i watched twice although i did start heavenly creatures about like 16 times (laughs) not because i was bored or anything but i always just kept starting it like when i fell asleep i actually rated quite high jesus christ dude but, um, it's a fucking 10 out of 10, bro. I gave it a 9. I mean, that's pretty fucking good. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this film, uh, Phantasm 3, I gave it a... Um, fuck it, let's give it an 8.5. What? On the fly? Huh? <laughs> is he oh, raging yeah, on, on the, the fly? Yeah. I was like, I was like <laughs> the fly? I was like, what does this have to do with the fly? Dude, I wasn't expecting to have a high rating than me, man. Dude, I fucking love Phantasm. Not only do I have Phantasm higher than you, I have fucking Nightmare higher than you. Damn. Yeah. I mean, JP's the franchise boy. And I'm the, and, yeah, and and I'm the high raider. And I'm the high raider. <laughs> I'm the high raider. <laughs> Me and you are fucking just rating shit. We're like, what are ratings anyway? Everything's an eight. <laughs> right, right. All right. Yeah, I kind of liked Leprechaun too, even though I hated it. Nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carly. Said everyone to remember. Warwick Davis is the shit, though. Warwick Davis is always awesome. Yeah. Even in Skin Deep. I actually think I like that movie more now. I don't hate it. That Blu-ray helped a little bit. I was gonna yeah. say, does someone watch the Blu-ray? Because I never actually picked it up, man. <laughs> so. <clears throat> All right, Carly. Well, Jeremy right. told me it was like the worst thing ever. Number Thrizzle. Number Thrizzle is new nightmare for me. Nice. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. That's one that I, when I first saw it back in the day, I really liked it. And then as time went on, I kind of liked it less and thought it was a little too long. And like, you know, kids, I find him really annoying. And it's just... I thought it had flaws, but then so then rewatching it this time, I was surprised that I got super into it again and like kind of fell back in love with it. Um, and I just think it's a pretty unique story, uh, especially for the time period. Um, Kid is really annoying, like the, just that part where he's like, "Never sleep again." Like I, I don't get how Heather Langenkamp didn't just get up and leave and like or that. Like I would just like bust it out laughing, like I can't do it with this kid, but. 
And I don't even like her that much, but I do like her in this movie. I think she's good. But, um, and, right. you know. Now you're going too fucking far, man. Leave <laughs> no. Dude, you know, I, that was a good thing to say. I said that I like her in this movie. That's funny. That was backhanded compliment. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was. don't really like Kelly Lightcap. She's okay in this movie. That you're usually good. a piece of shit, but you did all right this time. Yeah. I like her in part three, too. It's, it's just part one. So you don't, actually really, like, you don't actually like her in real life because she's playing herself in the film, right? Uh, well, I mean, well, she's you know, I've met characters. her in real she's life, put, yeah, and I had about a forty-five minute Kate, conversation with her. Really. She's a fucking doll, man. God, she fuck, she's amazing. Oh, I'm sure. Did I'm you just sure. keep asking her about John Saxon? No, we did. What <laughs> is it like we talk, I, you, know what, you know what the funny thing is, man? We talked about how shitty the artwork and how shitty the release was about you know the the Nightmare on Elm Street box set that came out from whatever the fuck released it, and like you know that little fucking thin pack with the five films, six films, seven films. We talked about that, and she's like, "That is garbage." She's like, "That's the worst yeah, release." Were, she's like, "Why don't these movies get better releases?" And I'm like, "I know." <laughs> so we just went. It's on fucking it. Elm Street, dude. Halloween got amazing releases. Fucking Chainsaw got amazing releases. Yeah. Fucking. There's uh, no franchise like, that has worse releases than Nightmare. It's bullshit. The it house is. that Freddy built. Nobody gives a fuck. Freddie saved their goddamn whole company, and they get poop <laughs> releases. Right, right. You know what, though? Um, right, man. One it's thing like Warren G saving Def Jam, man. Nobody gives a fuck about Warren G anymore. Fuck, save the whole company. I like Warren G. 16 in the clip well, I'm and just, one in the hole. But I'm just... Oh, look at fucking Dave over here. But I'm just saying, Dave, literally, Warren G regulates just saved Def guns, Jam. I'm not why. even joking. They were bankrupt. Regulators, I know that song. <laughs> but they, but they were bankrupt until they signed. You know, it's crazy. It's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, one so thing Warren G Freddy and Freddy Krueger, same person. Um, Fucking right, dude. Fucking the one thing rights. about the franchise, though, man, is Freddy's makeup gets worse every fucking movie. They should have just left Robert England permanently in the first movie's makeup, so he never had to change out of it. <laughs> Do you think it's worse? <laughs> but like, you it's think slow. you think you think Nightmare is worse? New Nightmare, no. New Nightmare is the first one that proves on it a little bit. Still not as good as like one, two, three, maybe I like, four. I like that look. Looks too rubbery. Yeah, right. It it always comes off rubbery. Like six is this the worst. One. Um, th- but th- this one's a little bit of an improvement from six. But it literally got more and more rubbery. A and I know the reason why. Of an improvement. They they. they <laughs> what's that? It's fucking got a little bit, dude. Freddy's Freddy's fucking dead. Fred, Freddy's dead is fucking horrible, dude. It's horrible. Yeah, like we're not it's even talking. It's because they insane. wanted to cut down the time in the makeup chair, so they like simplified it and made it more of like you just throw on pieces instead. Well, they're of just fucking throwing hot and ready's in fucking Robert England's face before fucking ever <laughs> taking fucking right. Right. Freddy's dead. Like you ready, Robert? He's like, all right, make sure it's not hot hey. this time. Oh yeah. fuck! Pepperoni yeah, in my eye. The little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> you need another hot and ready. I've had a gluten allergy ever since Freddy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like how he looks in this move, though. I I think yeah, he's, he's creepy looking. Like his eyes, like have that sunken back look, and he looks like an evil guy. And he doesn't look like just regular Freddy. He looks like evil demon. He had to look kind of different, right? It also changed. The yeah, hat the hat. Yeah, that's cool. I like when he's dirty brown. And I like when he like I like that part where he's at the hospital and he shows up behind her. I think it's like real spooky, but 
um, yeah, I think it's just a unique story. It definitely has flaws, but it's it's enjoyable. I give it an eight out of ten. Also, he has a thumb blade in this one. It's the only right. movie oh. has a thumb blade. Oh, I didn't even know that. Uh, Carly, did you give Phantasm an eight uh, eight out of ten as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and JPP gave Phantasm an eight, eight and a half. Eight point right? five. Yeah, it was an eight, but I was like thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling generous today. All yeah, right. It was on the fly. It was on the fly. Back to so the we're fucking, at number two here. Back to the top, man. Dave, it's hey, almost time anybody, for eighties. Anybody got any guesses? Yeah. Real quick. Uh, your number two. Yeah. Um, I had hmm. love minus infinity, but that's not hold it. on. In the mouth Let's of Mads. See. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. Uh, just, just say it. Oh, okay. I'm definitely out on your number two. I'm definitely out on your number two. I had cereal okay. mom as your yep. number two. Me too. So yeah, me too. So, like a true master of horror, like Romero or Craven, their movies get better with age, and they 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 kind of show meaning later on. Um, so looking at in the mouth of madness here, and looking at it, you kind of see this people brought on, and the world ends by mass hysteria, being overtaken by these book and this ideas, and you're like, that's fucking absurd. That's never going to happen. And then you look at these fucking clowns reading QAnon and believing actual bullshit, and we are losing our minds to fucking collective <laughs> insanity. We right. literally are. Right. We literally the, are. The internet's only perpetuated it. Yes. No, but the internet's fucking perfected it. Is that what you said? It, well, perpetuated. It, it perfected it. I'll tell you that. Now you can brainwash people online with QAnon and conspiracy theories. You this don't even have to get them in the fucking mega churches or these weird cults like fucking the children of God. I'm not mega churches aren't cults, but the children of God cults. You know what I mean? So literally. In the Mouth of Madness is a brilliant way to show how fucking mass hysteria works. Um, it's a love letter to King. It's a love letter to fucking Lovecraft. And I love Lovecraft. Um, it's got an amazing group of character actors that only fucking somebody like John Carpenter, who loves westerns and old movies, would use. Like Peter Jason's in here. Bernie Casey's in here. Charlton fucking Heston. David Warner, who's one of my all-time favorite actors ever. And it's amazing that he gets to interview Sam Neill. I love the setup of the movie. And like Moot said, uh, Sam Neill starts off like as this tough-ass guy until he's not. He literally loses his mind over time. And they do it so well in the beginning of the film, they show you how well he works at his job, how he picks apart Peter Jason, how he stays cool under any kind of pressure. And we also see the outside world that he's not paying attention to, kind of losing their mind. Do you read Sutter Kane? And like, it, it's such a bizarre, weird world. Like, in the book from the start, is he a character from the book, or is he just losing his mind, or is he losing his collective mind like everyone else? This, this or story is he in the mouth of the madness. world. Yeah, as though is this contaminating the world? It's fucking bonkers. It'll drive you mad, like the movie drives Sam Neill mad. But it's a great film, great special effects to me at least. Um, Julie Carmen is fucking amazing. Loved her ever since Friday Night Two. Love her, and uh, yeah, it's just got lots of cool moments in here. Um, lots of good character actors. Lots of good weird Lovecraftian Dunwich horseshit, and the painting in the background changing, like the oh. old gods changing and morphing in ways. This is a fucking. This is great. All three of those movies, I love. The thing, you, Prince of Darkness, generally scary, updated Quatermass movie, and then the Mouth of Madness is is. Probably the second best of the three after The Thing. I love all three of those movies, though. I love a post-apocalyptic movies, man. I'm a huge fan of them. End the fucking world sooner. Uh, <laughs> it's 9.5. Not before our next top ten, though. 
No. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider them post-apocalyptic. They're apocalyptic films. Are the end of the world? You're right. Right. Wrong term. Wrong term. 100. Pre-apocalyptic. 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 Yeah. You're right. Else that isn't post. Right. Right. So technically, serial mom. Pre-apocalyptic. Yes. And of the pre-apocalyptic movie. So Dawn of the Dead is that. Pre or post or during the apocalypse? Uh, pre. The only one post. that's during it's the post. apocalypse? It's pre. Nope. Po- apocalyptic and post. I think Dawn's all three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good review, by the way, Dave. I like how you broke that down. Well, oh, I just right. saw it and I was thinking about it like because I'm like, it's, it's the end of the world through mass hysteria, through like just weird manipulation. And I'm like, well, like I always watch Romero movies and I think, man, this dude was so ahead of his time, even in his lesser movies. And Craven, too, like you start to look back on his movies like people under the stairs and you're like, holy shit, man, this is actually really more clever than I ever gave credit for. And then, like, yeah. out the Madness has these things, too, that I don't, I never picked up on. And, and like, they they live as well. Like, I mean, they're, they're just, like, awesome that these guys, their work just gets, like you said, better with age, man. I think people, like, they, when they live or the thing came out, you know, that it's just, like, you know, basic shit. But then as time goes on, man, people really start to, you know, look at these films and, and see the greatness of them and, and what the, these guys were saying. Like, I don't know and if it was a true master. I don't know if it was the, I don't know if it was the fact that like people were done with, with Carpenter at that time, or they just didn't respect what he was doing. Carpenter's I, never the movies bombs, right. It's so hard to grasp. Like I, I, like these ideas of the internet and shit. Even when Romero was talking about Diary of the Dead, the internet, right? And he's just like, I was. You're just like, what is this? This fucking nonsense. And then even though the movie's not great, you look back and you're like, oh shit, no nah, man, he was right. All these nor- all these loud fucking. Everybody's got a fucking voice now, but right. half the voices are so fucking stupid. They drowned out everything, so you just shut it off. You don't want right. to hear any good anything because it's too. It, everything's drowned out. No, I, like I, I I think this movie was way too smart for people in 90, 1994, man. It took fucking it was a too long smart time. It was me until fucking five minutes ago. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it took a long time for people to understand <laughs> well, the commentary in general, and what, like, what it was never doing. never got Carpenter at the time of his movies being released. Like, like he, it, it, out of all the directors, the like, thing, I feel like he got the shaft the most on his films. Was the thing fucking respected like how it is? Like No. No, 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 exactly. It was, it was no, I, it, it was rhetorical. It was rhetorical, guys. I'm just saying, but like, no, Moots, we're telling you. Oh, you don't know anything about horror movies, Moots. Yeah, yeah. But you I'm saying, here, guy, but it we're was, telling you what. I know is. I shouldn't fucking do it on the podcast. That's fucking stupid, insane to me. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> but like, it really wasn't though. That's the fucked up thing, and like, it took a long time for people to realize like the fucking greatness of these films. It's. Yeah, it's like one of the best horror films ever made. No, I'm not. I'm uh, I, and now I'm going to no, go on no, record saying, saying like, people were idiots. I'm going to go on record saying that the thing might even be the best film horror film ever made. And I don't talk in best terms. <laughs> I always talk in favorites. But if I had to break shit down to the best, there's five or six movies that I consider to be the best. They may not be favorites of mine. Yeah, like The Exorcist, fucking. Okay, well, we'll start. We'll start. We'll start. And I know this is going to sound. Are we doing the top cliche. fifty best movies ever made? No, this is going to sound <laughs> super cliche. No, but it's, we are. But if we're talking fucking <laughs> yeah, best, they are. 
I am going to start with Psycho because there's so many elements. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to break it down. You guys know the Exorcist. Um, I'm not arguing. Rosemary's baby. Rosemary's baby. Halloween. The Shining. Yep. The Thing. Those. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to continue the list, but I think those movies right there are, in my opinion, the best. I'm not saying those I are agree. All, my I mean, all-time I favorites. I argue against those. But those I are a collection Alien of the some of those. Best. Alien there, too. Yeah. Alien, The Living Dead, Texas. Got your list completely right, right there. Right. Yep, I agree. I, I, I'm, I, and, you know, I, I'm <laughs> skipping over things. It is what it is. But, yeah, you're right. Chainsaw, in my opinion, is one of the best horror films ever made. That was just off the door. I mean, I, we, I'm just, the best I'm just top spinning. 10 usually are pretty much all the same that we would list. Even if you don't like them, you're not going to argue that they suck. Like, right. if you argued they sucked, it's just like, like, you can subjectively argue anything, but you're not going to come in and tell me, be like, like, mm, fucking Alien's it's a bad sucks. movie. I'd be like, if <laughs> somebody told me man. Alien's a bad movie, it would be for some dumb reason. They'd be like, well, the ship looked fake. When? When did it look fake? Well, water doesn't fall from like steam on a spaceship like that. You ever been on right. a spaceship, bro? <laughs> It'd be dumb. It'd be something dumb. It'd be some nitpicky so garbage. It's so true. Oh, that's great, dude. Yeah. Um, but in the mouth of Matt, what'd you give that, Dave? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Coming in hot. Um, Dave C. Did you Sorry, say coming yeah. in hot? <laughs> i'm tired dude i'm just saying shit now yeah um this is one of those movies that i was talking about before that gets better each time i watch it this time watching it i had a greater understanding of everything going on and uh, as a result a greater appreciation of everything going on and yeah twinsies 8.5 out of 10 in the mouth of madness good shit i had that as your number one Oh, dude, really? Last time I reviewed it, I gave it like an eight. This is an eight and a half. I'm coming up. I fucking... Everything, I respect it so much, I could picture what's happening now more than ever before. Just Everything just really hit hard this time. I was like, okay, all right, now I get it. This is actually fucking brilliant. It might just keep going up. It's all this fucking Lovecraftian shit fucking happening and so many things going on. In, in this world and what's being created, it's it's actually brilliant. And it really, really hit me hard this time. So we've talked about it enough. It's fucking amazing. So that's it. In the Mouth of Bandits is my number two. Got your two. I put it as your number two. You got me. Not anybody else? Nope. No. Has anybody had anybody's number twos? Well, we'll see. I didn't get Boots number two. No, I didn't no, either. He I'm already said his. I'm pretty much out on like everybody, like except for Dave and Moods number one. I might have Carly. All right, well, I guess I it's I guess it's my turn, right, for number two. Yes, yeah. Moods. It is my turn for number two, and I don't know if I spoke a lot on this one earlier, um, but I will say, is this the cocksucker residence? <laughs> no shit. Wow. Oh my wow. god, I fucking love Serial Mom. It is I I've championed this film forever. I'm so glad that people like this, man. Because I remember when I bought this Blu-ray, people were like, "Fucking Serial, what the fu- what, what the fuck you buying? What the fuck you buying?" Man, I I remember, I I watched this shit back in the 90s and I I thought it was hysterical. 
didn't realize the relevance of what the fuck was going on in this film. Like, it, it's so relevant to today. It's insane. I don't even think it was relevant back in the day. I think it was just Waters did what he was doing and it just became historically relevant. But um, Kathleen Turner is a fucking god. Um, <laughs> she's a fucking god in this man. Like she, she pulls off every yeah. scene so well, <laughs> so fucking well, dude. Every scene makes me laugh. Every scene makes me laugh. I, I still think to this day it's the funniest shit ever because I won't lie. I watched Ricky Lake, the Ricky Lake show when when it was on. Right, so seeing her in this film, I was like, what the fuck, man. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Um, Did you ever see the Skinner? Yes, yes. It's yes. a weird movie. The uh, Skinner is awesome, man. Uh, with with uh, yeah. with Ted Raimi. She's in uh, Cry Baby with Wal- yeah. John Waters' Cry Baby as well. Right, with Depp. Right. Um. Oh my god, this movie is so fucking great, man. I mean, we talked about it, but I don't want to give every. If, if people haven't seen this shit, man, dude. <laughs> I love the flea market scene. The flea market scene has got to be one of my favorite things in the movie. <laughs> like it just the pepper egg cracks me. Oh. He's so good. That lady, her she's so weird looking into her performance. Oh man, Dude. it's so good, man. It's so Boots. good. What a what about the asshole who fucking begs uh, Sam Watterson to give him fucking dental work? And he's like, now don't eat. And he goes home and he's like eating a fucking sundae or a piece of cake right after. Fucking <laughs> asshole. So good. <laughs> fucking I, dick. I just love, I love Waters' commentary on like how fucking shitty horror is, like horror films are. Like that is like just screaming to horror films right there or horror film fans. And then, like, this shit's happening with the most unlikely character. I mean, it's, like, it just goes to show, like, just because you watch a lot of horror films doesn't mean you're going to turn into that murder character. The commentary is amazing. I love that shit, man. The mom, picture perfect. She's the killer. Come on, man. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Um... It's very obvious commentary, but uh, it works so well. Um, there's nothing about this movie that I could ever say bad about. Kathleen Turner, to me, is she's one of the most beautiful actors um, that I could ever see. Like, I mean, not like sexually. <laughs> like, by this point, I'm not like sexually attracted to her, but she's just like she's one of well, the usually most. Usually, when someone says beautiful, they're being respectful and not meaning sexually. Right. Right. And that's, and that's how I look at her, man. It's like, she's just one of those people that I just like, fuck man. Like she's just so, she's amazing to me. I love, I love Kathleen Turner and like everything, but like this movie is like a totally different role for me. (laughs) Like, I mean, obviously she's never really did anything up to this point that was like this, but, uh, there's nothing wrong with this movie. Performances are great. The narrative is great. The commentary is fucking fantastic. The kills are fucking hilarious. There's so many cool things, anecdotes that are going through the whole film. Um, I feel like this is one of those movies that we could talk about for like hours, but I don't really want to ruin things for people that may have not seen it because I just recently found out that so many people have not seen Serial Mum. So you need to check it out because it's <clears throat> fucking perfect. It's a fucking perfect satire of the world. It really is. It's a great satire of reality. 
10 out of 10. I love Serial Mom. Love it. <clears throat> All right. Serial uh, Mom. Is that the same as Serial Mom? Stop it. Canadian <laughs> no, it's um, a world anyway, thing, actually. Number, because anybody have any guesses? For mom mom is a world thing. What? But anyways, just like fucking. I think your number two is Cemetery Man, JP. Anybody else? What'd you say? Uh, 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 your number two? Did you say um? What's that fucking vampire movie? Oh no, you said that already, didn't you? What interview with the vampire? Yeah. No, we didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, that's my guess. You would be correct. Oh, nice, I got you. Interview with the vampire, Moods. What got the you, fuck? Moods, take it away. <laughs> yeah, I got somebody. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Interview with the Vampire. Um, I fucking love this movie. I remember... Uh, Dude, I, I, uh, I, 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 I can't fucking believe what I'm hearing. I, I just... What the fuck? <laughs> I'm shocked by the three now. It's such a good movie. I honestly think that, like... This is one of the best made movies of the thing, and I love it. Uh, it's it's a favorite of mine. Um, I'm not denying it's I a great watching... made film, but like, I mean, you like it that much, though. Like, yeah, I I, no, I can't dude, deny. It. Like, well, watching, I'm like, this is me... great. I wish Slater was so in more. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it when I was like literally like four years old. I mean, Mooch is just trying to say he thought he only had one gay co-host. <laughs> um, <coughs> uh, uh, that one choked me up a bit guys <laughs> um, but no I, I remember watching this with my aunt and uncle when I was like four years old we ruined it and I remember just like my memory of it was the part where they throw him in the fucking alligator swamp in, in Louisiana just scared the shit out of me and uh I remember revisiting it again, like later in life. I used to get this confused with the Lost Boys, not the movies, the titles. I used to think the Lost Boys was called Interview with the Vampire because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I belong in a Red to Kill. Um, but oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, when we did it on the summer series in the 90s, that was the first time I revisited it in years and years and years and years. I didn't even own it. Um, and then wa- watching it for this, I was like, "Damn, man, this movie is fucking phenomenal!" Like, uh, just the, the all the time periods, the the settings, the locations, just fan fucking tastic, dude. And um, the set design, just great. I love, I love, love, love movies set in like southern territories. Um, they're just so interesting, like the culture and and everything. Especially when you have something that's like. Um, older, you know what I mean? Like during the, the early days of America. And uh, I, I like the, um, y- you know, the, uh, what's the fucking um, little girl's name? The actress. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Um, her as like stuck in this body as like years and years and years go by. Like, I love that concept. We've seen it in Near Dark too. Um, but it's like expanded upon in this. And then also... Uh, how like everything like ends where like the 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 one um, Tom Cruise's character is like powerful and by the end he's like nothing. Um, it's just really and, and it's actually kind of disturbing too, where he's like just he's so it, it's like a shame what happened to him. You know what I mean? It's like damn, this guy really. But he really had it fell coming. on hard times. Yeah, he definitely had it coming. 
uh, and then I like that the scene where he's like, "You gave me dead blood." What? <laughs> and he fucking's dying and shit. And they try to kill him. Like it's just cool. I just love. It. I love it. Uh, I, I give it a nine out of ten. Nine. Nice. Hey. <clears throat> All right. All right. All right. Uh, are we on number two? Yes. We're number, number two. two. Number and two. I the same thing for you. Well, my number two making come as a surprise because it is a move that I kind of was a hater of for a little bit, and then it kind of grew on me, and that is actually Cemetery Man. Ooh. Yes, you were a hater of Cemetery Man. Wow, not like you know, a, the opposite. Not a hater, but like I like me, I'm Just down on that, it now. Yeah, but she's yeah, getting yeah. smarter. Yeah, like, You're getting dumber, Dave Z. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason she says hater is anytime Carla feels strongly about a movie as me, I say she hates it and she's stupid. Right, yeah. Oh, okay. And he slaps me in the face. Um, yeah. Anyway. And I say, know your role. Yeah. You shut your hole. Um, <laughs> no, but Cemetery Man, I've seen it a few times. The first time I saw it, I was just like really bored by it and couldn't uh-huh. get into it. Then the second time <laughs> is like, that's you now, Dave. No. Right. But, <laughs> to a degree. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've never ever been bored by that. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, Moose, you know. I'm not happy about it. (laughs) Um, But then I I remember the second time coming around on a little more. For some, like, this movie always makes me sleepy. I don't know if it's a score or what, but, like, that kind of happened this time, too, where I just got, like, sleepy watching. But that's not, it was a bad thing. I mean, I'm still, like, into the story more so i feel like i got more into it this time around than i ever have before and i kind of recognized like why it's so well loved um i really enjoyed the setting and everything and the storyline i didn't mind like i like the whole love story stuff i think it's interesting um i like the little you know dark comedy elements i like the whole um the uh what's his name nagi falling in love with that like kid and then her head falling off and him, like, keeping the head. Like, that stuff was, like, comical to me. But I don't know. I just, like, this time around, I really kind of came around on it quite a bit. And, I like, I do like the score. Like I said. But um, this one kind of sticks out to me for some reason. How but, do you feel about Anna Fauci's tits? though that's the real question um i don't care anyway um <laughs> what about rupert everett wait who is that the, the, the main the, lead. the main guy um what his tits yeah <laughs> um, his tits. Hmm. what about noggy's tits all right oh noggy's the best um yeah i don't know her i guess her t- i don't I, I don't watch i don't look at titties buddy. <laughs> buddy i didn't ask about the tits you ask i mean what do you think rupert everett you think attractive no, not oh, really my. That dude's oh. handsome. I mean, he's just a typical looking dude. Like he doesn't really stick out to me. He's got a long neck. Name's Rupert too. <laughs> long. <laughs> like, can you imagine being being like this is my husband Rupert. Call him the Roop. Uh, <laughs> Rupinator. Isn't that what but, Bruce Dern calls the one guy? He's like, "What's up, Roop?" <laughs> Roop. <laughs> Stupid. But no, he doesn't really stick out to me as Rupert. I like unique looking people. But um, yeah, I enjoyed this move. Um, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. I think it, I think it is a good move, and I've learned the error of my ways. 
Now, when you say you like unique-looking people, would that include dudes with mullets? No, those are hideous <laughs> and outdated and never were attractive. What if he wears a Dale Earnhardt shirt? Does that change anything? What if he wears what? what a Dale it? Earnhardt shirt. No. It, it, it makes well it makes it worse actually <laughs> get a, get no, a cap uh, and put uh, some mullet. sunglasses on the cap <laughs> well at least I don't have a fucking bullets aren't even unique I don't have like a a no you have a skullet it's even better though it's it, even better. I, it is. I concede. <laughs> I have a lot of hair. That's why he loves Reggie. I have a wider part than everyone else does. <laughs> you and Reggie, dude, you can play yeah. Reggie. Yeah. No, That's see, Reggie, Reggie. No, no, Reggie has like a true like bald, bald head. Like he's got like you know. <laughs> he's a skullet king. I, I just have yeah. the middle the part. Like I have like a real, I just have a wider part than everyone else does. <laughs> he dies it that way. Moose's hair is no, like nice really? and straight like, and like healthy, and JP's hair is just stupid looking, and there's no style to it. it JP's well, hair. I wash it, and it's going to turn into dreads. No, when I say JP, I have a wider no, part, people are no. agree with me. I'm like, yo, you got hair. You got hair. Like, what are you been feeding that hair, JP? Fucking Burger King. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm Mexican, dude. I have like, if you would take your hands and rub it in my hair right now, they would come back shining with greens. Because bro, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> I'm watching this video going, bro, it might not just be the fucking Burger King. It's got to be the Wendy's breakfast or what the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> no, dude, it's just like it, I've always had greasy ass hair ever since I was a kid. I think it's my genetics, dude. You gotta wash it every day, man. Like, Dude, I, no, no, if are I you just making fun of Mexicans bro, right now I with their greasy hair? My hair every day. It is absolutely disgusting. Me too, dude. Yeah, dude. You got to do it every day, at least once. Yeah, I have to wash sure. my hair because I work and work out. My hair would be so gross if oh, I didn't God, wash it. I have to do it every my day. My forehead too. will break out and shit from. Oh the yeah, my forehead, like from when my yeah. hair rests on it, it's just straight slick. Yeah, dude. I hate hair. Yeah. It yep. sucks. It's annoying. Got to wash it every day. Um, <laughs> my poor daughter. First, tell me about it. Situation on her. I hate you know, my hair. I gotta wash it every. My day. whole livelihood is, you know, based on a, in a salon, and I'm I'm the one with a fucking big part and long hair. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so, you start I gotta represent, man. I gotta look good all the time, man. I gotta look good all the time. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't even know because I wear. Why do I shave the, the sides, Carly? You're getting really long. Buddy, please listen. Just shave it for the wedding. <laughs> no, dude, the wedding's in. Two days. I can't shave it. Oh no! It's, not, it's Friday the thirteenth. Please, just like shave it off. Oh, oh, you gotta go to a wedding on Friday. Well, I got married on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, not only yeah, do I have to go to a wedding, then I gotta Friday go to fucking day. work. Yeah. And then the wedding's a dry wedding too. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Speaking of wedding. weddings, speaking of fucking weddings, Dave. You all know my number one. You're right? number one. I know you're number one. Hey, did yes. anybody get a number Wait, two did, besides did, the did Carly one? rate uh, Cemetery Man? She gave it an eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Did anybody um, pick a number two besides me? I didn't get a single number two. Um, oh, I think I, I got, got, got one. I got um, I got Carly's number two, and I got Dave Z's number two. <laughs> oh, then oh, then you're in the lead here, big time. But it only it matters. Matter on if... It only matters on twos if there's a tie. Yeah. Oh, well, let's see what happens. Okay, so my number one is obviously the greatest Italian horror film of the '90s. And possibly the greatest horror film of the 90s. That is Cemetery Man, man. Holy shit. 10 out of 10. Uh, This movie's awesome. Michele Suave was the last 
that's great hope for Italian cinema. Unfortunately, this is the last film he directed. Um, yeah, just, he just fucking stopped, man. It's so it's sad. A, it's a brilliant film. Uh, it, it's the thing that I know, like Mood's theory could be very well correct, but that's not what I connect with with the movie. I connect with the idea that you're stuck in a set of circumstances. No matter what you do, you can't get out. And it's the hand of life that you're dealt. And no matter what, you must play this tune until you die or don't die. It's just an eternity of it, of insanity and just misery. And no matter what you do, and, and he, he tries to break out of it. No matter what he does, he gets sucked back in. And when, when people look the other way, no matter what he does. And it's just a brilliant movie. It's gory. It's fucking hilarious. It's, it's, it's humorous as hell. And it's got this wicked sense of humor, too. Like, Mickey Knox at one point in the movie is literally just like when the bus crashes with the uh, the um, bikers and he's like, slaughter of the innocents. He's just laughing about it. It's like, why is this funny? This is not funny. Why is this fucking funny to you? Like, and uh, like just the idea when he tries literally to kill everybody in the hospital. And Mickey Knox is like, you got a gun now. You can protect yourself. Just like, I don't know. And it also takes the time to make statements on politicians like he's sitting there he's like and on the eve of the election when his, his daughter dies just and i personally love the motorcycle <laughs> shit that uh that uh um dave z doesn't like it's too super goofy badass for me, that's all it that's comes all. out with the music like bent, dent, dent, and it just rides out it's so badass that in life he loved his motorcycles now he's mixed in as a fucking zombie with the more it's just badass and the headlights are in his fucking eyes um and I, the lady, the dialogue that she has in that moment, it cracks me up every time. I can be eaten by whoever I want to. <laughs> right. I also love Noggy. Um, and there's these moments of sadness in the movie. It's it's like a Shakespeare play. It's a Shakespeare zombie play <laughs> in terms of tone. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Death yeah. is badass. Um, it's a mind fuck of a movie. It's gory. It's it's sexy, man. Literally. Um, and I love the whole love appearance that she keeps appearing in there. It's just um, it's one of my favorite movies ever made, actually. Um, like yeah. I said, ten out of ten. I've watched it all the time. I've always I grew up with it, and uh, I feel like as I got older, I've never disliked it ever. Like I don't even know if I found any new meaning in it, except just that idea of being trapped instead of the circumstances that you can't change no matter what you do. And he's in the snow globe, man. He's fucking. He's supposed to be there. Oh, the snow globe. Where do we see that in modern times? Yeah. Krampus. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many influences, man. I'm telling you, bro. But, okay. Um, Yeah, Uh, visually, very cool. For sure. Okay. Um, So this movie is the second time watched, and the first time I watched it was three years ago for Summer Series. Any guesses? Uh, interview with the vampire? It's definitely interview. That's what I wrote for you. Correct. Correct. Moods, yeah, take man. it away. <laughs> Moods, I never wanted to watch this movie. I fuck, Like I said, I didn't watch it till three years ago because I had to for Dude, a podcast. I thought dad, you said, did you not story. say, Dave, the same thing where the, a girl wanted to watch this with you on the couch or some shit? No, no, that was for... I am officially was, the I thought worst this at this game mm-hmm. ever. Like, I can never <laughs> even come close to anyone's one and twos. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. I have no friends. I have no close friends, at least, man. It's like, holy. You hit it fu- by number two? Yeah. Wow. I, I actually. Well, I, I can't even fucking believe this, man. Dude, I love this. No disrespect. I, I just can't believe it. Stan Winston. 
I like I like the motivations. I like that fucking the vampire Lestat is fucking awesome. Dude is badass. You have two characters that are both fucking great, but in different ways. Two completely different characters, and I like learning about both of them. And again, I don't watch any fucking Tom Cruise movies and shit like that. Only Tom Cruise <laughs> movies I ever saw was fucking The Outsiders. And then uh, I watched Top Gun for the first time a few months ago. I, I don't watch his fucking shit. It's never really appealed to me. So it's like, like I said, you know what I mean? I don't have nothing against him. I like him when right. I see him, but I don't seek him out. No, my dad, it was Brad movies. Pitt's great, Brad Pitt yeah, I'll is seek Brad Pitt 100%. out. Oh, yeah. And I've always liked Christian Slater. So that that's all good. But I, I like the fact that Lestat chooses freaking uh, – Louis for a reason he has he sees what's going on with his life and, and how fucked up he is and what the his motivations I think it's cool I like the uh the, the the statues how the statues eyes move when they walk by him and shit that's a cool effect um the dog thing is is kind of funny um the first kill is a real big one when he actually has to go out and fucking when Louis has to go out and kill somebody when he doesn't want to and the the struggle that he has with you know thinking he can live off animals and everything else and then what happens and then when he comes across claudia and her family and man all that stuff and then when the yeah, three like of the them become thing that's in the background like that's yeah that's- yeah totally and then they become one happy family supposedly and they're doing that stuff and i love how it goes down with lestat later on and then fucking louis and claudia are on the run then later on they hook up with armand and the old vampire massacre situation. We get a sad death later on, and fucking so much going on. It's so well made. I, I, I like the look of it. I like the sound of it. The plot. I never check out. I, my eyes are on the fucking screen. I, I I never check out of the movie. And you know when that happens, that 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 means something. I I completely enjoy it. She's great. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is great too, and her character. And you know, I just love the movie. I never thought I would love this movie, but. I've seen it twice, and I feel the same way both times. It's still a 9 out of 10. So, the only 9 out of 10 I have on this list. Too bad fucking Queen of the Damned can't have been good. Dude, I'm still watching it before, sucks that you yeah. fucking hate movies so much, man. Really? Who? Why? No, I'm just fucking with Dave. I just want to get him going. <laughs> well, moves. I mean, three Here of Damned is unwatchable. List. Here I am with a couple of fucking... Nah. Okay. Okay. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm just fucking. This is fucking killing me right now. This is fucking killing me. Three people had it on their list, bro. So I mean, no, 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 one no. had it as two, and one had it as one. Dave, uh, where'd you have it? Me, I did it five. Five, jam, five. That's even high. Um, oh my god, that movie, dude! I can't, I can't <laughs> do it, man! I just can't. Fuck, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold back, man! I can't do it. It, I, I don't, I don't get the appeal, man! Like, I really don't. Like, that's the thing. I just don't Damn, fucking get it, get it man. I, I guess it makes characters. sense because I got three shot on video films on my list, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, this type of fucking high production film is number. It makes sense, but. It's the 90s, man. That's all you had. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. Like yeah. Some of the better 90s. Like, some of the better shot on video films that ever came out were like in 94. To be honest, like, I mean, sure, Parker can fucking definitely vouch for that. 
<laughs> there's some pretty good I ones. Think, like I said, there's two of the, there's like three of the four best ever <laughs> from 94. Right, right. It's crazy. Hey, that's yeah. cool. I respect hey, it's everybody's opinion. If you like it, like I said, to me, it, mm-hmm. I'm not down with the CFL. What can I say? I, I, <laughs> you know? Dude, nobody's uh, down with the CFL, bro. CFL. No one's down with the CFL. The CFL is even down with the CFL. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you know when you when you run into that guy at the bar, you're like, "Bro, you play football. You play football." Nigel's the second worst movie I saw this year. Me too. It's not a movie. It's just kids making like a yeah. It's kids video. in the backyard. Yeah. Nigel the psychopath. It was actually I was entertained by it just for like the idea of like kid like obviously like a bunch of teenagers getting together. If you were to tell me that you'd cut off one of my fingers if I looked at my phone while watching Nigel the psychopath, there's a good chance that I still would pick up my phone because <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. Like you ever have like, in, like I gotta I can't fuck it and you're like oh my finger and then I pick oh my finger. And like, but I wish Plex had a 1.5 speed. Wait, it does have a 1.5 speed. Really? Not for me. It does. You have to download something, but yeah, I, oh, I, 1.5. I have it. A 1.5, a ton of shit. Yeah, I, 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 I'm. Yeah, I'm keen to throw on the 1.5 sometimes. I never oh, 1.5. Well, that's why you're always angry. I go to 2.0 sometimes. <laughs> Moods. All right, one. guys. All right, so number one. It's probably not a huge surprise. I am literally rocking the shirt right now. I am wearing... Delamorte Delamore. Right. Cemetery Man. Word. For the layman's. The peasants out there that don't understand the original title. Oh, Rupert Everett's my man in this film, man. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Um... It's a movie on the on the surface that I think uh, I I don't even think is on the surface. I think in general just confuses people to shit. I think it's confused people on this panel right now. I think the theory that I have is 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 correct because I'm 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 a narcissist apparently, and nothing I say is wrong, and I'm beautiful with a big penis. Um. Oh. That this makes no. That literally makes no sense to what I'm saying right now. Actually, no, I do have a pretty big penis. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. But that's besides the point. I'm just saying, Cemetery Man. I've talked to this movie. I've talked about this movie, in, you know, so many fucking times. But it is brilliant. It actually is brilliant. And you know, the biggest shame about. Cemetery Man is Mikhail Suave's career just kind of kind of ending here in the horror realm. I know he continued off to do, you know, TV shit and blah blah blah. I would like to sit down with him and be like, "What the fuck happened, bro?" Like you had four like fucking am- <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> That's me. That's it. Like what the fuck happened, man? You had like these four great films in a row. Even his documentary he did about Argento is decent. You know, it's like I mean, Italy switched to television, so that's what happened. Yeah, I, it was I mean, the money. It, it was yeah, the money. Really, I mean, there's 
that the I mean it switched to TV. That's what happens. People started staying home. They stopped going to theaters. People used to see four or five movies in a theater a week, and now they don't. So they went to TV. That's as simple as that. That's why I said like you know he switches TV and shit like that, and it's like fuck. I I don't think he realized maybe the complexity of what he was doing in these films. I mean, really, nobody could. You know, it's a shame. It's. Yeah, he's four for four for me. I, lo- I love all his movies. Yeah, it's a bonafide shame. But yeah. uh, Cemetery Man, man. I mean, what can we say? It's amazing. 10 out of 10 for myself. All right. Uh, um, well, no surprises here. Uh, my number one, I assume, Dave, you got it. Uh, Del Morte, Del Amore. Did you have that? I guessed it for everybody. I guessed every. No, I didn't have it for you. You're the only one I didn't have it for. You're the only one I got wrong. I got everybody else right. Me? Yeah, I switched interview with you with Cemetery Man for some reason. Oh. Well, did you guys write down Cemetery Man or Del Morte Del Mar? Because I picked Del Morte Del Mar, so you're wrong if you wrote down Cemetery. You got Carly's right, Dave. Um, I believe so. She hasn't done hers yet, yet, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit, totally. She probably swapped. I'm way ahead of myself here, man. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so used to going last, man. I'm fucking, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I mean, it's just, it's a great movie. It, it, it. That was it's classic. Oh my god, that was classic. Stupid shit. One of shit. my favorite <laughs> favorite uh, Italian flicks for sure. Uh, I gave it a nine when we reviewed it on episode sixty three during the first ever Italian horror month, um, and now I'm going to give it a nine point five. So uh, it's already in the Hall of Fame, so it doesn't matter because uh, it's already a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's still a um, so yeah. rating. It's terrible. <laughs> It's hard for me to get time. It's fucking perfect, man. It really is. Score to fuck everything. Yeah. It's not even ambiguous, man. The theory is right. Fucking retards. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Canceled. Who's who's even? I'm I'll just edit oh, that out. What what was the time? Oh, five hours and thirty nine minutes. Then I'll just edit that out. Actually, that's not even that bad. Oh, no, Carly that's a, a that's the second file. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> I just never fucking like, because we've done this one straight through. So I'm like, fuck it. No, it's we're six and a half hours at least right now. So seven oh six. Yeah, you ready, Carly? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, number one is interview with the vampire. It's Boots, the vampire guys. Yay! Yeah. Want to add anything? Um, it's a good move. Um, I like how uh, it goes through the time periods. I, I never thought I would really like this movie. I always thought the title, the title made me think like it was like a vampire literally having like a job interview or something stupid like that. <laughs> and, like, a job interview. Yeah, that's what I. It's a stupid title to me. And then like the picture, yeah, I'm is. like it's a period piece and just mm-hmm. it's long as hell and all that stuff. So I didn't think I would like it, but I was like. And Tom Cruise, I don't care about him like you guys. I don't really care about Brad Pitt, right. to be honest. But um, but then I forced sorry. him to call him. No, it's, it's all about Slater, man. Christian Slater's the man in the movie. I mean, they're all good. Like, everyone turned out. Kirsten Dunst is good, too. Like, she gets shit sometimes. People don't think she's that great of an actress. But, like, I think she's actually pretty good. Like, especially as a child actress. I'm she so did happy really that well. she There's died. Some per- what? 
I'm so happy that she in the, died. In the movie. Yeah, I was like, when did she die? No, she in the movie. So in the movie. sad, dude. Yeah, yeah it was sad. Uh, no, it's was, great when she dies because that. it makes the movie better. I mean, yeah, but it's still sad. Well, true. Yeah, I don't feel sad yeah, when she dies. It's a cool kids. move. It's cool to kids suck. see them go through the... Kids are pets. It's cool seeing them go through the time periods, and it's like really kind of shows you like, oh, that'd be weird to be a vampire and live in like the 1700s, and all of a sudden you're in like the 1980 and the 1990 and all that stuff. It's just really eerie, but uh, good move. Uh, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. Glad I finally watched it. Your this number one time? is an eight and a half yeah, out first of film. Time watch out of ten. That's awesome. crazy. Mine's still yeah. only a nine. It's the only nine I have. Well, apparently I'm just a retard. Oh, oh, you shouldn't say that again. Oh, my God. Why do I do that? At this point, the Red the Kill talk already fucking ruined Jeremy's But anyways, but anyways, I got two tens. Jeremy said an actual just not funny, even unrelated racial story that had nothing to do with what anybody was talking about. Yeah, ours are relevant because they're all about retards. But I got two. But I haven't said the word I got two tens. I try not to say it. I know we've all slipped and said it, but. I didn't say huh? shit. All I said was JP wouldn't be president. No, you were talking about being how you were a pedophile and stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that someone would have two the, 10 out of 10s? The reckless talk? Yeah, but, uh-huh. the reckless is fucking yeah, but no, he didn't say the R word. He had to come no, of age. Well, Carly said it, too, so if they say anything, we'll say that they hate women. Okay, let's face it. Nobody's listening six and a half hours into the show, anyways. But anyways, Dude, I got two. Are most popular. Are. I got yeah, two yeah, ten yeah. out of tens. I got two ten out of tens in nineteen ninety four. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. That's pretty impressive, honestly. I, I, okay, yeah. because it's so, two movies I absolutely love. And, and you know what the fucked up thing is, man? I rewatched In the Mouth of Madness last night, and my rating came down, and it still oh. sat at number three. So okay. Yeah, I had Cemetery Man for Moods. I had Interview with Vampire for JP. I had Interview with Vampire for Carly, and Interview with Vampire for Dave Z. So I got three out of four. Anyone else do that? I got three out of four. And we all got three out of four. I got Dave's number three one. JP's number one. Nothing on Dave Z and uh, Carly's number two. So okay, Moods, you're out because you only got two of the first ones. I'm out as well. So okay, so it's me and Dave Z. Dave Z, did you get Moods number two? No. Did you get JP's number two? And listen, how about yes. do you guys Wait, that, that, agree let me just, just I'm, I know it. what I'm doing. Carly, did you get Carly's number two? No. Um I got Carly's number two and I got your number two. So but you I win. didn't get Moods or JP's. So I got two of the twos. So you got um, two. You got it. Anyways, Dave Z, did you want to eliminate the old retro year? Yeah. Or did I you want to eliminate one of the lesser eighties years and then just do the retro last year first? Time too? I didn't win last time. Dave, Dave Z won last, won last time. time. I won so I'm last saying time. Dave Z won last time. I won. Yeah, this I didn't time. Win Parker time. won this time. <laughs> yeah. If I mean, what do you guys want to do? I I just want to eliminate the old retro year and do an '80s year. But if it's only going to be 12 movies, anyways, like we can draw for the '80s year now too, and then just do that one after. What do you think would be better? Would you think you would rather really re- remove a '80s the like the worst '80s year, or like what do you think? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Like, well, you two got to agree on whatever you want to do. You got to watch I don't give a fuck what happens. Well, we need uh, 80 Dave. or 81. <laughs> so, Dave, 
Yes. Do you think it? I mean, like, if we get rid of eighty-three or eighty-four, because we we won't be back to the eighties for like four more turns. So, I'd like to get one of the good eighties years. But if we draw out that retro year, it's only twelve movies, and we're still going to draw out the eighties year, so we can do eighties movies during the whole summer. That's so, I'd like point. to get rid of eighty-three. I mean, like, or eighty-four. Like, you're the winner. You're the winner. Go for yeah, it. But you told me the other works. day in chat. Fuckers. You told me in chat the other day that you think eighty-three is the week. Year, so you should go with your go with your gut. Because yeah, I mean, who cares about twelve movies? We yeah, can but you guys won together, so you. That's why he's asking you, Dave. Yeah, if we if we can't come to an agreement, then it goes to the seconds. Yeah. No, I'm chill, man. Whatever you want to do. What year is Dave, it though? I told you it'd be easy. It's 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 either the retro year is forty two. It's only twelve movies. I, I'd like to get nineteen forty two. Fuck, they even made fucking wow. Okay, There's not even that many. <laughs> Honestly, it's a good. That's a good response. I like it. So, wh- which which year do you think would be better to eliminate in the eighties? Eighty three or eighty four? Eighty three, because I mean, by, by I number eight, we're at coach him. Let him do what he wants to do. No, but I'm thinking eighty three. Don't you guys? I'm not watching the Twilight. No, I wasn't coaching him. I just said no. I agree with him. <laughs> I mean, it's either I'm getting rid of the retro year, so we don't even got to fuck with it, or I'm getting rid of eighty three, so hopefully that we'll get one. I want eighty, eighty one, eighty seven, or eighty eight. I want four okay, years. But- if you don't get rid of no, here, we pull eighty. I want nineteen eighty because we're gonna fuck with my birth year. You know um, what I'm saying? Aren't you special? So let's get. Oh rid of fuck you, JP! Fuck you! Seriously, <laughs> and, I can't wait to meet you at Wasteland. I'm gonna year, fuck your ass we draw up. Out the retro year, we're still gonna draw out an eighties year. <laughs> okay, Boots is not hinged okay, cool. at this point. Come on, yeah, come on, okay. come on. You guys ready for this? Yeah, come the fuck yeah. on. All right. <laughs> I gotta wake up in the morning and record another pod. <laughs> oh, what? No. I have to do summer right. party mastic. I'm completely uh, confused. Two. What is it? One. Uh, nineteen eighty-three would have been it. Nineteen forty-two is right after it, and then nineteen eighty. So well, no. we got yeah, forty-two. You fucked and up. You already took out eighty-three. Redo it. No, that's it. Forty-two and eighty. What? You drew 83 out, though. You're supposed to take that out. That's not even supposed to no, pop up. No, it, it, dude, it, it's a list. It comes in a list, so it doesn't matter if it pops up. It's out. Oh, I got you. So we're doing 42, and what's after 42? 80. <laughs> so it, it worked Yeah, we're out. doing 80 anyways. Right. Well, we would have got stuck so, with 83. Right. You did the right call. You did the right thing, dude. You fucking did the right thing. <laughs> Dave needs a nizzle. Dude, that is... Look, I'll, I'll, I'll show the uh, camera... Uh, my, my really thing. look how it look I believe at, you literally We're look how it worked out though bro how crazy is that man hello buddy we called that that phone read us fucking talking it no, just I did can't, dude right oh, yeah. it's dude you're fucking 19 or your fucking 2001 Motorola is not fucking working right now bro. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a, it actually is a Motorola you guys want to hear some of the master list like the top like I'll go real yeah. quick on the Master yeah, 1980. We always do a little preview. Oh, my God. Uh, real quick. <laughs> Altered States, The Shining, Cannibal Holocaust, Friday 13th, Alligator, The Fog, The Changeling, Prom Night, Maniac, Humanoids from the Deep, Saturn 3, Cruising, Dressed to Kill, Watcher in the Woods, Inferno, Eaten Alive, Death Ship, Dressed to Kill, Watcher in the Woods, I did that, sorry, City of the Living Dead, Terror Train, Night of the Demon, Without Warning, Motel Hell, Ninth Configuration, House and Edge of the Park, to Children, Mother's Day, Fade to Black, He Knows You're Alone, Anthropophagus, Island, Hell's Living Dead, Night of the Haunted, Contamination, Windows, Schizoid, Nightmare City, Don't Answer the Phone, Zombie Holocaust, Harley Quinn, On Scene, Boogeyman, The Awakening, Virus 
towards the end devil hunter blood beach cannibal apocalypse the hearse deadline christmas evil night kill new year's evil beyond evil alien 2 on earth scared to death patrick still lives demented macabre erotic nights of living dead primitive uh to all good night encounter the spooky kind stage fright um the older one obviously the attic wolf lake funeral home cannibal terror toxic zombies legend of sleepy hollow blowjob which is brew and i think blow we're job. about what the hell's blowjob super weird i'm watching blowjob first Okay, zoom in, rape apartments. I'm going down Night of Death, which is a crazy Wassels, <laughs> which is a nutsoid Hong Kong movie. There's a lot, so that's pretty good. And then we got Dude, 80 is right one of the best years <laughs> ever. Like, that shit also, is just ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. We also have the Hammer series. Remember Hammer, House of Horrors, the TV series? That entire mm-hmm. series came out in 1980, and they're all about an hour long. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this. So the 80s ones are you different. You want, oh, we should really quickly just explain to the This is the year I wanted, was 1980. Right. This is yeah. amazing. So, dude, uh, am I... No, you gave me shit for wanting to do it that way. And look what would have happened if if I didn't suggest that. No, well, it would have changed. It would have changed. 42 first, and then we No, do 83 no. came up no. first. What, what, we'll just do 1980 group. when we come back, or first, and then we'll do 42, because fuck the rest Yeah, it doesn't here. matter. We could do 42 whenever. It, it, it just, now it's, it's 12 on movies. the list of things. How many movies are right. in 42? It's like 12 movies for 42. <laughs> so when is the 80s show going to be tentative? fucking movies! Uh, I no, mean, I Mood said, like, September, but I think we need more time for 80. But, I agree. Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, going to be just, the first just, show. Well, we've made this, I don't, like I, don't, I said, I don't we think historically we made this a fucking thing man we end the season with this show and then we start with another one which is the yeah, but know, four if, and a half yeah, months but if, if I'm gonna watch 150 1980 movies I wanna make sure I don't wanna just watch okay, every movie I've already fine. seen that's before. fine it, it doesn't have to be in sequence man I'm, I'm just saying but like you know I got what you're saying yeah yeah right so well, we could always come back with the retro year and then do the 80s later we're gonna come back well the thing is mid September so why don't we just do the 42 to show and then, then just fucking go from there and do the 80 yeah, after that? We could do that. I mean, it's I, not, so yeah, 42, yeah. then October is going to be whatever you guys are going to do for a fucking Halloween. November is Italian horror, so it can't be then. December is going to be, be fucking that's my Christmas point. shit. That's why we try to right. make it when we so, come back. So because we have these, every show right. from like October on is like, is dedicated to what we're doing. Right. Yeah. So that that's makes what sense. I'm saying. Is it going to be a year from now, or is it going to be fucking? No, you know, no, no. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, but really quickly, just to explain to the listeners, because they're probably like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" Eighties. Um, we decided after the last one, we were getting a little burnt out on not getting the eighties because it's our favorite, obviously. Right, right. So we decided going forward, we're going to do each decade at a time. So like, we went to the eighties, and then next time, just to like finish off. To make them even, we're going to do the 2000s, and then we'll go back to like the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, somewhere along that. But we're going to be doing that for it'll still be random in the decade, but the decade won't be random anymore. That way, it's like more. We're not getting like 70s, 90s, 70s, 90s, fucking 2000s, and if I and that's like two years and two years of time. You know what I mean? So wait, what's going to be next then? Two thousands after eight because that's that's been the longest. Yeah, right? well, two thousands next, and then seventies, and then fucking nineties, and then 80s. back to eight. Then eight, no, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, seventies, eighties, nineties. After 2000s. we get past the first cycle, we're just going to go seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Right, we're going to yeah because everything will be cycle. even then. Like all the years will be all right. even. 
So if you guys want to hear stats on the list, um, I only had two movies no one else had on the list. Dave Damn, dude. You already got the stats, bro? I don't I have all lo- the stats. I love Dave I so much. I can't, oh, fuck. You're so amazing. Dave had I had two. Dave Z had four. Moods had four. JP had three. And Carly had, I believe, worth three as well. So my list was the most generic in terms of comparative moods, and Dave Z's was the most different, and Carly's and stuff were kind of similar. Let me see if let me do the stats up here on the list. You guys keep talking while I'm trying to figure out who who had the same amount of movies and stuff like that. Right? I had yeah, the most but, uh, unique one. Did yeah, you that's say? A pretty crazy. You and Dave Z tied. You both had four movies. No one else had on their list. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's all my shot on video films. <laughs> that's yeah, not intended, but yeah. I just love my shot on video films. What can I say? And I had two I had two mini series and um what the fuck else did I had nobody yeah. else had. Let yeah. me think. Hey, hey Dave Z. Me and you had six of the same movies on our fucking list. Wow. Wait, no, we did? At least that's let crazy. me see. Crazy. No, we wow. had five. Crazy. We had five. We had Feel the Dead. Um, interview with the vampire, serial mom, and the mouth of madness and cemetery man. So we shared well, five. I have. I'm surprised same, you didn't have ones. the kingdom. Honestly, yeah, I know, but I, I already had too many fucking miniseries. Already, I already had too many cheats on my list. Yeah, well, I did it because you said you were like, "Hey, miniseries, let's do." I it thought you'd like it, man. I did. You were right. You were definitely right. Me yeah. and Moots had four. Um, I'll go. Then I'll what do. What about JP yeah. and Carly? How I'll do them. I, I'll go in order. The way the list is, I'm going to go first because I went first. So I'm going through. So me and JP had one, two, three, four, five, six. Me and JP had six. Wow. Damn. Wow. Crazy. Me and Carly had one. Highly unlikely. Me and Carly had me three. So me and Carly had the least shared. Now Dave Z and Moods. So wait. Okay. One. Maniac Man, Friday Thirteenth. Five. They had five. Wow. Dave's five with you. Five, five with moods. Yeah. I mean, Cemetery Man, Serial Mom, and the Mouth of Madness. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Wait, is that four? No, one, two, three, four. Yeah, you guys had yeah, four, four. I believe. Yeah, four. Which yeah. ain't bad. And then uh, one. Uh, five, six. Daisy and JP had six of the same. Wow. Cemetery Man, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Feed Let Dad, Serial Mom. Did you have Serial Mom? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. The Mouth of Madness Interview the Vampire. And Dave Z. Four, five, and six. Yeah. <laughs> Z had with Carly. Um, Seven. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like three. Three? Three, four, five, six. <laughs> How about that shit? Wow. Excellent. So, Woods um, with JP. One? I always line up with GP. Three? Mm, four? Shockingly, Fox. me and Dave Parker line up a lot. It's in JP at six of the same. Me and Moots? Wow. You had Red to Kill, West Crazy Nightmare, Phantasm 3, In the Mouth of Badness, Serial Mom, and Cemetery Man. Damn. I'm twinsies with everybody. Um, Damn. And JP I'm like, had, I'm like the list slut. Let me see. <laughs> JP had... With Carly... I bet six. Not very many, actually. One. What? Speedo. Yeah. And then two with Phantasm, three with West Craven's Nightmare, four Cemetery Men, five with Interview. So not bad. Five. Five. 
So we shared. Almost all of us had at least three. So that's not too bad. And I'll give Did, me a minute. I'll, I'll do the crunch numbers on to see what the actual top ten of our cumulative list are. If you guys got something else to talk and, about. And uh, there was what like um, one film made all five lists, which was Cemetery Man. Um, Cemetery Man's the only one that made all five. Um, West Graves Nightmare made four. Serial Mom made four. Um, interview made four. Interview made four. Hear that means interview made four lists. In the mouth of madness made four. And Cemetery yeah. Man made every list? All five. Or yeah. am I just yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Right, well so. that's good. That makes sense. That's good. That's good. Cemetery yeah, Man and is the most popular movie. I'm actually really fucking, you know, not entirely shocked, but a little bit shocked at like interview made that many lists. Yeah, four. I'm doing this thing right now where I, you guys can't see me, but my head's tilted. And my eyes are going, "What the fuck?" Anthropophagus. <laughs> like, Wait, is, is it anthropophagus? Is that how you say it? Anthropophagus. Some people say it different ways. Some people say anthropophagus. I always say anthropophagus. It just dropped on Shutter. I saw. Actually, Joe Bob just showed it last week. Ooh, I have. Oh, that's why everybody. Just like Dave, okay. we probably have yep. multiple multiple copies of. Of um, media is cru- releases, is cruising I have two or three. Some people I don't consider think so, it, a but I've never seen it. I love Anthropophagus, man. It's great. It's great shit. I've never seen Fade to Black. I got that Blu-ray sealed. So that yeah, I've never good. seen it either. We were talking about finally watching it this oh, year. Fade to Black, my cool. friends and I. What the fuck is going? Really? Go to a house. To the edge of the park and kill oh apocalypse. God, guys. dude, you guys, I just Fade watched to Black is, is like week. it's like a fucking <laughs> fan film. It's like a fan film. You need to see it. I know, right? From yeah, I know. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I've never seen House on the Edge of the Park either. What? Yep. What the fuck? The same thing. <laughs> what? That, no, I said what? House on the Edge of the Park. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's literally one of my favorite movies ever. Like I, love that movie. I I never saw the the fucking VHS in stores when I was a kid. It was never. Oh, that's crazy. That's so crazy. I I know the box set. It's fucking one of my favorites. Honestly, I know it's crazy. But for whatever reason, all the places I rented movies at. When I was a kid, and there were plenty of them, it was never on the shelves. House on the Edge of the Park hmm. it just wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't there. I, I never got Italian shit out here. Honestly. So if I didn't fucking see it there, where was I going to see it? You know what I mean? I right. just didn't. Right. So I really you know? want to visit and revisit Inferno. Oh yeah, Inferno is good shit. I can seriously though. I bet if I made my top ten list right now and watched a hundred movies, I bet it wouldn't change. But yeah, I mean, there. Well, we might do more than ten. Right? We might. Didn't we, we might do a big that? list. Didn't we, we suggest maybe doing twenty-five or something? Just because it's such a good year, we could do it in two sittings. We can do it two yeah, sittings. Yeah, we're, we're, we won't record it all at once. <sighs> right? No, we'd have yeah, to. Do I'm too. I'm scared <laughs> of this list right now. I've never been scared of a top ten list, man. But this one right here, I'm like, I, oh my I god! I know for a fact that there's like thirty films that I love in eighty. Hands down, I know because I know I've I've done a pre list, man. Order my city change. of the fucking living dead from the here too, Jesus, dude. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. I keep like looking through, and I'm like, yeah, that movie's not that. Good. And then like I'll be like, holy shit, I didn't even realize that was part of this. I just watched Terror Train too. This might be the I'm first like year. I watched two in the last week. <laughs> the top ten might be like almost pushing. 
10 out of tens? Is that possible? Is that possible? No, Dave? That's not possible. All tens? No way. No I way. don't know. It's impossible. I, I, I actually you I have a you, list of all my tens. And I know I that bet the top well, five I don't list I don't give a fuck what you guys I'll think, but like for me, I might have ten ten out of tens. I Could you imagine have starting out of ten? Because I don't give that's a fuck. For sure. like, I'm, that's... Actually, honestly, dude, I might have like a lot of tens. My, really? Wow. I, I I looked at my shit because we're doing our top, you know, our top fucking two hundred. Well, I'm making my top hundred list. I hope everybody is here. But anyway, uh, I'm making that. So I made a list of all the movies that are ten out of ten, and I only have like sixty total. So get sixty total. Ten out of ten. It is an incredible but, uh, movie, though, man. I've I've what done. Is I yeah. feel like I've seen that. Schizoid just yeah. got released by Vinegar Syndrome on 4K right? for that, fuck's sake. Oh, sakes. yeah, I did just pick that up. So that's I'll be able to watch that. I just watched it I still like haven't three seen nights it. ago. I just watched it three nights yeah, ago. So you're already fucking. ahead, dude. Like I've watched I've watched I've watched three I've watched two. Well, I've seen I've seen it a couple times because I have multiple copies of Schizoid, but whatever. I never seen Yeah, Dex. I have two. <laughs> We got two ten out of tens, but I have a lot of other ones that are nines. I would say. All right, should we just wrap this up here? I'm almost getting there. I'm almost. Dave, done. Dave's still calculating. Okay, so okay. I mean, um, you can cut this you... out, or you guys can. No, it's yeah, fine. Just keep. See, we'll, we'll, um... we'll keep talking. We'll keep talking. But uh, I can't believe eighty came up because that's my that's my birth year. Yeah. I feel old with like, that. I and then Dave is like, it anyways, you're that. a young said, motherfucker. Let's just do 80 because it's... <laughs> I said that. I was like, let's just do 80 because it's Mood's birth year and fuck it. And it's one of the best <laughs> years. So it's awesome, it. dude, because... Most... It's awesome, man. We're all going to meet here at... Dude, Joe Bob's showing Death by Temptation right now. How cool is that? We're all going to meet here at Wasteland. And... What in what six months four five five months? What is that? What, I don't know. What the fuck. I hate all you people for putting fucking one fucking movies on this list when I'm making this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You oh, like God, the show and now you're like this fuck this. So Carly, are you coming yeah. to Wasteland with uh, with JP? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. And if JP doesn't go, I'll go by myself. Sweet man, sweet man. Look at you. Um, so my wife's coming with me too, and she's Dave been there Z before. Come. She's been to Wasteland where, where, with me when, before. It's Ohio, September 30th, October 1st and 2nd. Wow, man. Like, so many people are going. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, like us. <laughs> so, I don't know, Carly, I if you're... Go, but I'm, I'm kind of bugged out about COVID because of what happened last time. I'm kind of paranoid to go anywhere now. It yeah, sucks. But... Dave, it's never going to end. You have to leave your house. No, bro. You, you got to leave, man. You yeah. got to fucking leave, bro. Dude, if you had it like I had it, you'd be fucking afraid. I already I'm fucking... The problem is I have no, to work good, with a bunch man. of people. I'm absolutely fucked. Bad. So I, I have no choice. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be exposed yeah, to it. Yeah, all the time. I'm just like, me. fuck, I'm fucking, I'm going yeah. on with life, bro. I'm, I don't give a fuck why. I can't do anything We've been so... Everybody well, I Dave, know has Dave's saying that the symptoms crazy. were so bad for him, though, that he doesn't want to risk have to. That's what I'm saying. I if that. I get it that get bad that. again, I might die. That's how fucking afraid I am because it, it kicked my ass so bad for fucking two months. I'm thinking, what if I got it again and my body just isn't equipped to deal with it for some strange reason? I got reason. a perfect strategy. Did you try and to you die it? doing something you love? <laughs> Going to Wasteland. <laughs> Listen, if it wasn't for my daughter, I wouldn't give a fuck if I lived or died. Period. But it, Listen, I got. You know how you know how I don't be sick. 
I skip it. I'm like, you know, no, I'm gonna you skip don't, dude. Dude, no, no. I skip it. Like, today, be like, you know what? I don't. I'm not feeling it this time. I'm just gonna skip this. Hey, you know, I'm gonna skip it forever because that shit will catch up with you. But like, you know, like you can skip it every once in a while. You would no, think, dude. huh? You're, you're old now, buddy. That doesn't work for you anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work as much as it used to when I was younger. I'd feel you're literally cold. sick all yeah, the I time. Swear to God, I would be. See, I'm I would never be, sick ever. I would That's be at work. And I would start feeling a cold coming on. I'd start getting like a headache. My nose would start running. I'd start coughing. I'd be like, nope. And I'd be like, I'm skipping it. And I, sure enough, I'd fucking skip it. <laughs> the dumbest thing i ever heard it yeah. works dude it's my it's it's the power of the mind no you used to drink nyquil at work and then power yeah, through the i know you used to drink then... nyquil we skipped no, shit on that yeah, because i was like bro that shit's I gonna kill your ass <laughs> yeah you can't drink yeah. nyquil like that man it's gonna kill your ass it's not yeah, good you can't, yeah yeah well i don't drink it now like that but like yeah, I, well, that I, was I never not good. I exaggerate i wasn't like really drinking it heavy but I was you taking were tiny little sips that equaled up Buddy. to a dose over amount of time. Bullshit oh, artist. Satan's I am completely like not going to edit one. this at all. So pretty cool. We're just going <laughs> to keep this at the end of the show. Night of the Demon. The Mama Dracula. I don't think I'll watch that. Oh, Louise Fletcher's in it. Interesting. It makes great for, sh- uh, for <laughs> like, Mama show Dracula. I shall watch it. <laughs> I like Louise Fletcher. That's Is Dress the Kill a horror film? I'd say yeah. so enough. Absolutely. I think that and Cruising are both worth watching consideration. Well, Dress I'm going to watch Dress to Kill is a fucking giallo, man. Wait, is, is Lamberto and Barbara's, Barbara's Macabre, is that that shitty movie we watched that one time? No. Okay. That was Massacre. You're thinking of a Massacre. of yeah. Bianchi or something, right? Yeah. No, I like Macabre. I gave it a seven. Dude. Bava died in like fucking 77 or 76 or whatever. He's talking about Lumberto. Lumberto, dog. He had a oh, fuck. Oh, I thought you said Bava. Yeah, he's talking about I thought, you said, I thought you said Mario Bava. Lumberto Bava. Right. right. Yeah, yeah Macabre was uh, his know. son's first film. Yes, I am learned. Right. Wow, so two Diodato movies the same year, huh? What's, oh. oh my god yep. like we need to do it like, you know what yeah, fuck too. this man we're doing a top 25 this is no we can't even do a top 10 this is stupid five yeah i think yeah, but that's the fun of it. if bro. you do a top 10 that's really cream of the fucking crop that's really yeah but you're still fun. doing a top 10 <laughs> the top 10 i'm yeah, telling you man do 10 it makes it that much fucking dude there's like half the movies in my top favorite movies are from 1980. It's like well, insane. Okay. Well, like this is the most insane year ever. And we'll release we'll release 11 through 25 Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, uh, Dave Z likes that idea. Hey, always whatever gets Patreons, you know why not? Jeez, um, contamination. Oh, that's that movie that that's Dave's favorite movie, hate. man. Apparently, that's what everybody thinks that happened. Somebody said everybody was so mad <laughs> no. before. I was like, dude, hey, Dave, you are lucky to so get much. a six and a half contamination. <laughs> Apparently, Derek's hey, Dave, like, oh, you, you fucking hate fucking... that fucking movie. Master list. <laughs> no, no, well, not that. Well, that too. But I mean, can you upload the fucking? Do you have the fucking animal free cannibal holocaust? No, it's I, on, I mean, I have it on a disc. I have that on Blu-ray though. Yeah. The Grindhouse version has both versions. I swore I'd never watch it again. 
There, it was yeah, it doesn't on Shutter. It doesn't. It, does, it doesn't bother me to the point where eh, I fucking whatever. hate it. I'm angry at it. <laughs> I told myself next time I was gonna do Animal Free. Hey man. Yeah, I can't. I have, I have Blu-ray. They ate the they ate the animals after. So I'm, I mean. Yeah, but so what do you want them to see. say? Of course, that's what they're going to say. It doesn't mean they did. I'd say the same thing that if is, I were there. It's also the way they <laughs> you know? kill that muskrat is, is clearly cruel. Oh, that, that's the worst part that's of it. That's not how you kill an animal you're going to eat. I that was clearly fucking sadism right there. Like, it's one of my all time favorite movies, and it's just you can't defend it yeah. no matter yeah. what. Yeah, the way well, they do it. I, 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 in my mind, I defend it every day because I love that movie, and I don't want to do that shit to that movie. So. Fuck whatever. It doesn't matter to me. It is what it is, and I'll yeah. take it for what it is. But I yeah. still know it's fucked. I yeah. look away when they chop the snake in front. I live of in Canada. You know what we do? We don't even have grocery stores up here, man. We don't have avoid anything, moves. man. We just—that's how we live. We just fucking kill shit and we you eat it like don't that. Kill sea turtles. I know people think it's dumb to compare. You kill sea turtles up in Canada, bro? No, bro. Just, we don't even have grocery stores like, in Canada, man. We have to kill all, all of our food every single day. Bro, you got Walmart. You told me you were at Walmart the other day. Yeah, I was at Wall. I was at Wally Mart. I was at Wally Mart. It was a dude that was selling fucking you know cats and dogs and shit. That's what we eat, bro. Oh, he was also selling uh fucking. Well, I, 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 I version of Walmart. Day of the dead. He's like, hey, I got a couple. The animal cruelty-free version of Cannibal Holocaust as well on a bootleg. What's that, Dave? Ironically, he was selling the cannibal, the animal cruelty oh. free version. I technically could probably rip it. It doesn't take that that long. This is definitely the special features right now, but it's not. I'm not going to cut any of this. Fuck it. No, why? We're no. Nope. Yeah, it. we're still showing. Um, we're on the show. Okay, so it, it, there's a major kind of drop off here. Let me see. Man, I really don't like prom night that much, though. I'm be prom honest. Night's fucking snooze fest for me, but I'll watch right. it. Again. It's how I get more than Terror Train now. Jimmy's like, or Curtis? Suck. Nah, oh no, uh, Terror Train wins with the with the dummy death. Yeah, <laughs> we did watch the dummy death on the on the big screen. It was pretty glorious, right, Carl? Oh my god, yeah. it's so fucking. Funny. We almost we thought we almost missed it for a second because we <laughs> yeah, because it seems like the movie the ends. Dummy death is the best dummy death ever. It's one of the best. It's awesome. I might as well fucking do all the movies now just because I'm just fucking far as it is. <laughs> I was just going to do the top 10. I'm like, eh, I'm already here. Um, okay. Uh, what is, uh, okay. Mother's day. Mother's day. Nice. I still have I, not watched mother's day. Start to finish. What are you? Which one? I, mean, I, started, it's, I don't know. When we were kids, we started movie. watching it and I think we didn't like it. It was too goofy and shit. So we I'm not a huge fan of it either, but I don't hate it. Fucking love oh, the original. I, I, I love. I love the original Day, Mother's Day, and I and I actually love the original or the remake too. Yeah, I like the remake. Well. I like them both. I, like I don't the like the remake at all. What? I think it's really? well directed, but I think the script's pure dog shit. It's a movie that suggests humanity is disgusting, and then acts like everybody you know acts like a fucking. I'll get alien. back to you guys next show because I'm gonna force my wife, my wife, to watch both tomorrow on Mother's Day. Well, Mother's Day. That's <gasps> nice. While you're I right. not cook her anything. I'm just gonna, like not. Yeah, cook I, I should food. actually. I'll watch my mother. I'll watch it tomorrow too. No, I'm definitely. That's a good idea. Food. Fuck. Um, I yeah. never seen New Year's Evil as well. 
Oh, it's so, awful. There's like a movie for every it's holiday. So boring. New Year's Eve is so lucky that it takes place on New Year's uh, New Year's Dude, it's Eve holiday, or no one would fucking watch it. I'm not watching it for this year. I, I don't go a fuck. I fuck that movie. It's so boring. Which one? <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know why people it love it. Because which, it's a gimmick. Which movie, Dave? You know? New Year's Evil. Oh, fuck, fuck man. It's, it's not good at all, man, but it's... Thank no. God. I thought you were going to like it. I was worried. <laughs> uh, me too. I know. No, no. All right, it here really we go. is not good at all. Okay, we got no. it, and then we can bounce. We got the ranked list here. Coming in at uh, number one is Cemetery Man with 40 points. Number two, In the Mouth of Madness with 32 points. Okay. Um, number three, tied with number four, um, is Serial Mom and Interview with a Vampire, both with 25 <laughs> Interview points. with the Vampire's top three. That's so fucked um, top, awesome. Yeah. And then number five is Wes Craven's Nightmare with 22 points. Wow. Number six is Phantasm 3 with 21 points. Nice. And then we have a huge fucking pop-off here. Number seven is Filadad with 12 points. Wow. Number eight is Brain Scan with nine points. Damn. And then we have some number nine is the kingdom with eight points. Dave is the only one that had it, but it's so <laughs> high up on his list. It still <laughs> make the top ten. Wow. Number ten is Mosquito with eight points. Wow. Uh, no, that doesn't make sense because <laughs> me and Carly both had Mosquito. But it was yeah. low. But it's tied with the kingdom. Oh, I get what you're, uh, you're doing. You're doing okay. I got. I got it. My bad. I'm yeah. Tired. So it's all about sorry. placement. I did points. I, I mean, I could go through and say which ones had were on the most list, which would be cemetery. No, no, that, that's the way to do it. I just was. I had like then, a brain in your Then rundowns. Uh, Savage Harvest, My Sweet Satan, and Wolf all tied with seven points. And then we have the Stand Scanner Cop tied with six points. Red to Kill, Shatter, Dead, and Sinister. No, Shatter. Uh, Red to Kill and Shatter, Dead, Tied. Um, and Red to Kill made three lists, but it's at 16 just because the low placement. Um, yeah, me and you both came in at 10. Yeah. <laughs> so it only got one. 10 was a good spot for that one. Wow. And then 18, A Sinister, four. Uh, 19, The Crow, with three points. Tied with Leprechaun, two. And Tammy and the yes! T-Rex, where it belongs. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Uh, then we have 22, um, two points, Oswong and Paperboy. And Love, minus zero, equal infinity, all tied. And the bottom ones are... Wicked Games and Relative Fear. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that figures. All right, that dude. Figures. That top ten, you could fucking tell the listeners. You could put up a poll right now and say anyone who could pick the top ten cum- cum- cumulative. I can't even talk at the too late. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Combined. Cumulative. Yeah. Like, call call cumulative. Cumulative. Now we all goddamn this place. We suck. You know, if anybody can do it, I'll, I'll give you a fucking uh, a television. Nobody would fucking pick that top ten. Not I one think person. that uh, in that order, no. I think they get that the top order. five. Probably not. Probably not. They get yeah. the top five. Never. Oh, and, no one's going to re- pick that. Real quickly, just a little preview here for uh, the, the, the 12 films we'll be discussing for 1942. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wait, now there's more. There's like, uh, uh, Can we just watch one? I'm so confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? Would you watch one? one? I think we did. Didn't we? Wasn't one of those a 42 or was it No, it was 40. Oh my god, Shit. that was funny. 1942 and it's a horror film. In 1942, right? That, that was the year? Dude, I'm so Fuck you, JP. No. 
actually being fucking serious. We have to no, do this 42 too. shit, man. That's it. ridiculous, man. You definitely said it was 41 at the no, beginning. No, there's 21 now. What is going on? Oh, no. It just How literally did that actually now come up on the year? No, that's why, that's why I'm confused, Dave. Now we're fucked. Maybe I clicked the wrong fucking list. Wait. No, um, dude, I'm Listen, telling you, bro. Buddy, you said it was 41 at the start of all this. Okay. I remember it. Oh, that makes okay. more sense. Now we're back to the Wolfman. Okay, the Wolfman. Clap yeah. the Wolfman. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Was it 42 or 41, JP? When you randomized it was 42, I'm saying the, the beginning, though, you definitely said 41, oh, so I, I don't I know what year it was supposed it was to be. It was 41, hurts. Jesus Christ. It's gotta be 41. Yeah, 41. Oh, Jesus Christ, me, I'm not being smart. I might have just typed in 42 by mistake. How are we okay. going to find Song at Midnight Part 2? Them. So what are uh, the, the movies? The Wolfman, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Invisible Ghost, Abbott and Costello, Hold That Ghost, The Black Cat, King of the Zombies, Man-Made Monster, The Face Behind the Mask, The Devil Commands with Karloff, the, another monkey movie, and Telltale Heart. And that's probably it, honestly. The, the, maybe Ghost Train. <laughs> so pretty easy one there. We're all watching Song at Midnight Part 2. Where's is that a real movie? <laughs> Jane Dampling arrives to the city at night. We're off when a mysterious man causes panic. Starring yeah, Ying Tang. Uh, Only one rating of one star. <laughs> yeah, because that movie's probably a lost film or something, bro. That's going to be a short show. It's I Japanese cinema from the 40s. Not a lot of that survives. <laughs> it's the only movie that it survived. It got bombed. Yeah, got no, it actually is true. Like, a we lot got of Japanese smoke. cinema cinema got destroyed yeah got blown off uh, um anyway that's that's the show yep are we good are we good <laughs> good times I, yeah i feel like this is just going on forever and ever but uh okay that is gonna conclude episode 227 here on the 22 shots of moods and horror podcast thank you Carly. Peace. You're welcome. And Dave. And the other Dave. Bye. Thank you. Peace. I like turtles. What about me? (laughs) For coming by. Just don't kill them. All right, guys. We don't need no outros and shit. Good day. See the fuck later. And fuck off. (laughs) Gia. Look at that tree. That tree is the end. That's how clear it is to me. The end. Does that scare you?